Welcome to the PulpMX.com show. Brought to you by BTOSports.com. Broadcasting live around the world from the Vegas Strip in a room where the term action could refer only to the classic Supercross playing on the VCR. And now, introducing your hosts, Steve Mathis, VOGK Dub Kenny Watson, and Tits Legendary, screening your calls and bringing you the BTOSports.com motocross news. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, and we're live, live here on the Las Vegas Strip, overlooking the Bellagio Fountains. What a view it is. Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOsports.com. I'm your host, Steve Mathis. With me, as always, is my buddy, my friend, my lover, Kenny Watson. K-Dub, what's up? Shut the hell up. No lover. Friend, yeah. We're going to have, we have a colleague, Yeah. But uh, that's about it. We have a, uh, a caller, a voicemail that's going to address our situation, our friendship oh, here. God. That is the sound of an ice-cold Red Bull being cracked open. Nice. nice. Dude, that speaking is. of that guy, dude, I got one for you this weekend. Oh, yeah? Uh, I'd what was take, the deal? I'd, you know he hosts the pit party now, yes, the Monster Energy yeah, yeah. pit party. Yeah. And I told him I went up there and I brought hard up and people were yelling – let Watson interview him. They're no. like, yeah, yeah. And I'm all, Paul, you better be careful. I don't take this from you, too. I don't too. take another choice. Dude, you should see the look on his face. He was, like, trying to laugh it off, but he was super bummed. But uh, good job, Lindsay. You did a good job this weekend. Hope, yeah. I hope the, the whole nine people in front of you, you enjoy what you do. Well, hey, whatever. That's, uh, wah, wah, wah. He, he, had, he had plans for this show uh, to go that way also. Uh, <laughs> but I just don't see it happening. Tits, uh, what's going on tonight? How are you, bud? I'm fabulous. Thank you for asking. Yeah, thanks for coming by. I appreciate it. Hey, uh, right off the bat, let's uh, get into our sponsors, uh, who, who none of this, this show would be possible without them. BTOsports.com. Check them out on the web. Any international order, over $7.99 free shipping. Tonight, we have, Kenny, we have a $100 free gift certificate to BTOsports.com. $100 in a gift certificate. Spend on whatever you want. X-Brand goggles, maybe. To the, to the best caller of the night. And that is to be judged... By Tits Legendary. Tits, at any time during the show, feel free to award a caller this gift certificate. Wow, that's it. that's crazy. I've never months. heard anything like that. You're going to get paid to call in the show and and, answer, and ask yeah. a good question. Yeah, it's got to be good, though. Dude, we're over the top. Right hey. now, though, I'm eliminating Hasbin. I guarantee you Hasbin's question. Hey, we Won't are it. killing it. We, dude, we're the best internet radio show on the in the world, <laughs> hands down. Wow. There we yeah, go. But you could buzz me all you want. I'm a believer in what I do. Uh, uh, yet you've been getting good feedback at the races? Yeah, dude. People love it. And, and people that say I'm an asshole and they come up to me and they're like, oh, you remember me? I called in and called you out. I'm like, yeah, no problem. Yeah. The guy, so they're like taking a picture with me. I'm like flipping them off in the background. Awesome. It's did, awesome. Did the guy who you told to hang himself, did he come by? No, he's dead. Okay. Hey, also, uh, <laughs> I want to thank our other sponsors. <laughs> so check them out at btosports.com. JGRMX, same motor and suspension mods as used by Millsaps, Cooper Webb, and Justin Brayton. Please check them out if you need some work done to your bike. At least give them a call and see what they can do for you. Uh, X-Brand Goggles, thexbrand.com. Still running the crazy promotion from tonight until February 1st. Buy any ski, snowboard goggle from X-Brand or Beer Optics and receive 50% off. Go to either xbrand.com or beeroptics.com and click the Buy It Now tab. Xbrand is eksbrand.com. It will take you to another website. When you check out, type in the code XSNOW for your discount. Uh, Matt Bonney ran the beer goggles this weekend. 
Yeah, yeah, Bonnie. Bonnie ran the VR hey, goggles and look, see what happened. I want to show you what happened to Matt Bonnie. Dude, I have a pair of his expert goggles I right see, here. I seen Bonnie's. Oh, Check it out. I, I ain't touching them. Look I inside. I, they're full of blood. I know. Look inside. Okay, what happened, folks? He got hit in the in the eyebrow with a rock from somebody. He thinks it was Brayton or Millsaps. He wasn't sure, which ties in nicely with our other sponsor. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, didn't break the lens or anything. Lens didn't pop out, but it flexed so much it hit him in the. It hit, it still dude, hit I was talking to him during the like he came up and he was Look at the next, blood inside. Dude, I know he came up there and I go, "How hard?" He goes, "Dude, it felt like someone slapped me in the head with a two by four. Yeah, gnarly. and I'm like, "Dude," he goes, "Dude, I seen stars, but I just kept going for yeah. it and I was done." And I go, "Did your goggles break?" He said, "No." Fantastic. And I was check like, amazing. "Check these wow. out, uh, Look Good inside throw. of those. Oh, I didn't want to hit his computer. Uh, check inside of those. Look at the blood that Matt hey, Bonnie. Hey, be careful with that blood. He hasn't got his results back yet. Yeah, and that's pretty freaking. Dude, Bonnie gross. lives. Bonnie yeah. lives on a farm by himself. He does crazy things with animals. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't touch. I wouldn't get near those things with gloves uh, on. Uh, but check out the quality of X Brand goggles. So uh, definitely check them out. Is the that going in the X Brand Hall of Fame? I think so because I can't wash those and give them back to him with blood on the foam and everything. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you, you um, need to. You know what you need to do is send them back to him and let him hold on to those because that's probably a good piece to should. have. I probably should. Yeah, good point. Gnarly, gnarly. Or at least give them to Rich or something. Uh, X brand goggles, same goggles that uh, Kyle Chisholm, Tommy hey, Hahn. Speaking Freeze, of that, you know what Michael he did. He, after that happened, he went to the medic, got stitched up, and lined up on the line, line and what, and almost what, what almost called him. What did you used to call him? When he wrote Bob Gnarly. Bob Gnarly. I he, told him that too. Bonnie, you can't sell Bonnie out on not having heart. The kid has heart. He'll yeah, go for absolutely. it. Absolutely. Somebody posted in the chat room a, a, a link to his face. I don't know if it's a really a link to that or some sort of sex site, but check it out on the chat room. No, he posted it. He uh, he posted a picture on Twitter. All right. Well, hey, support JGRMX, support X Brand. Uh, Kicker. want to thank the guys at Kicker. We do have some headphones to give away um, down the road a little bit. Tits, how are those headphones that I gave you to use? Have you used them yet? I have. And? I like them. They're awesome. He loves them. I'll yeah. tell you one Jason thing. Jason Jones at Kicker. Jason Jones at Kicker. You know what? We were sponsored by another company that makes uh, headphones and stuff, and uh, this is our first year with Kicker Audio. Oh, you're, you're a Kicker. Yes, sir. I did not know that. Hart Huntington is of the official is uh, one of our sponsors, Kicker, and I have always I've worn those other headphones for a long time, and I was a firm believer that there was nothing better, and I put some new Kicker headphones on, and I was. Uh, Blown away. I was totally blown away. I was, you know, I'm a, I'm a believer in their product. Yeah. And uh, do you have much dealings with Jason? At Jason? Jason like, came to the races. Dude. Jason no, came but to I the races. In, in years past. Uh, no, you know what? I never, ever, ever dealt with him before. And he's, dude, he's super, a good dude. super yeah. good dude. We had a little problem, a little technical problems, because we're running Kicker Audio right. with our truck. You know, if you come by the Hart Nonington truck, you can see we have the Kicker indoor outdoor speakers oh. that you could run on your house. And we have those. It was like something you would put up by your pool right, or whatever. Right. And we had a problem, and it was with the amp. The amp overheated. And most people, like, when they're in that position, they're just like a pencil pusher. You know, they don't, and they don't yeah, really yeah. know the product. Right. Dude, he was out there and got the and fixed the amp and nice. made the thing work again. So he wow. knows the technical side of it, too. There so, he is. Tits, so. uh, are you not wearing kicker headphones right now? I am. In our studio? Perfectly comfortable, clear, perfect. Please support kicker. As well, O'Neal. We got O'Neal on board. For only six months, though, they're hoping to maybe stay on longer, Kenny. They need some more Coliseum wins. Who does? O'Neal. Yes, they do. Stop checking your phone while the show's going on, dude. This is important shit. Act professional, will you? Thank I you. am. I'm checking my, the callers that, that I set up tonight because the callers that you set up. I tried through. to set up Kevin Wyndham. He and was you, got, unable. you got blocked again. Uh, he was unable to make it tonight due to a photo shoot out at McGrath's Ranch. He said he will do it next week. But you did get Josh Grant. And kudos to that. 
We have a lot okay. to ask, Josh Grant. Without me, this show ain't shit. Michael Burns also on the show, and Donnie Emler from those FMF. are your picks, right? Great. Um, those, those are two big names. I'll I'll give it up. The yeah, Burner and Emler. No, that's, that's cool. What I do. I mean, I, was, I could get Ferry anytime. <laughs> if you need, if we need Ferry, it's not a problem. But I figured not. Maybe not this week. Again. All right. All right. All right. Um. Yeah. So thank you to our sponsors for the show. Uh, thank you very much for coming on. Um. Hold on. I just got a text message from Tim Ferry. How weird is that? Oh, really? So why don't you... Hey, uh, Hanny wants to know why you don't like him. Says he was a dick last year or year before, but he's not a dick now. Maybe you should call him tonight. How is Tim Ferry and T- Hanny hanging out? <laughs> you you don't know? No, I don't. Is this Dude, Timmy is gonna, Timmy's going to start helping him, too. Oh. Is no. he really? Yeah. <laughs> You, you don't you don't have that in your news tits. Get I, your shit I together. <laughs> You're gonna have breaking news. You gotta you gotta have breaking news, not just crap off the internet. You gotta go. <laughs> crap you gotta, off the internet. You gotta you gotta do soul searching yeah, with yeah. these guys, dude. You just gotta like cold call people and go, what the f's going on? I, I don't know. What I do you got? New segment. Anyways, tits is crap off the internet. Yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah. thanks for the text, Red Dog. I'm not sure if you're listening or not. Uh, tell Hanny I like him. Good job this weekend. He's uh he's been on fire. That, I mean, right now, Kenny, that's his class to lose, right? I mean, he looks awesome. I'm not going to say nothing, but oh. if you remember the pre-show, before the season started, we yeah. all picked our people, uh-huh. and people said, oh, Hanson ain't going to win, blah, blah, blah. I, I said, I I said Josh Hanson. No, you didn't. You did. No, no you didn't. I'm pretty sure you he did. He picked Roxon. No, what? Mm, you no. picked Roxon to win the first few races, and he was going to go away, and then I said, <laughs> what happens if Roxon goes <laughs> I back? I don't you know didn't what pick you're talking Hanny. about. I did. I said, Hanny, Hanny's my pick. I'll, yeah. sh- I'll prove it to you. Yeah. Okay. Someone pull the audio. Okay, whatever. From if Hanny's week. your pick, Hanny was my pick. No, no, but no, I said, but yeah. I remember people in the well, chat room. you've seen him ride before the season started. And people started. were calling in going, right. oh, Josh Hansen's right. this, Josh Hansen's that. And I said, the guy's winning races. He's been winning. He knows what it's right. going to take. I don't care if he has a month to get ready or that, three uh, weeks. He's going to be there. That Australian thing probably gave him a lot of confidence. I mean, I would imagine. You know, just, I mean, yeah, he didn't he didn't win all the races when all the big guys were there. But still, week in and week out, he was, he was fast and winning. But just and, not that, dude. The guy's been on the, right. the, you know, he's been on the upward spile for the last, you know, year now. Uh, Last year, not the down world, but the up, you know, going up. Right. But, I mean, dude, last year he had some tough breaks. He really didn't have enough time on the bike, and he, you know, right. really wasn't focused. And now he's, he's on it, dude. He's riding with one of the best guys in the world during the week, and things are good. Who's that? Who else? I, I, Ivan Tedesco. Okay, all right. Hey, uh, Tits, do you have that, uh, that song queued up? Sure hey, do. we got a new listener song from David uh, in South Africa, Botswana, South Africa, I believe. Uh, here is his new song that he made for us. Thank you, David. Let's take a listen and see if it makes Kenny happy. All right. South Africa. This yeah. this guy's probably good because of the Diane Woods from South Africa. And that Who is? You need to check Diane Wood out on, on the...
Wow. Is that new? Did we hear that last week or is this something different? No, it's it's new. I like it. Yeah, you like it? I like it. It's up there with the other one. You know what's rad? Is that we could we could put a little uh a compilation together with all these songs. We're going to have yeah. like four or five songs. That's going to be think, awesome. I think it's awesome when people take the time to uh, to do that for us. It's I'm kind of cool. blown away. I think people are really bored. <laughs> I, I would never do that. But hey, thank you very much, think, man. That was people awesome. People are really bored. Hey, Tits, uh, our method of communication between... Uh, it seems to be having some technical uh, yeah, problems. Do you just want to uh, um, maybe come on and tell us who it is? Yeah, until J- we John, John from Phoenix is on line one. John from Phoenix. Do you Phoenix. want to take this call? Or sure. Let, let, me, let me talk to John. Hey, John, welcome to the Pulp MX Show. You are talking to the host, Kenny Watson. Can I help you? What up, Kenny? What's going Let on? Let me tell you. Was Trey Kennard's knack-knack slash air wheelie not the greatest thing ever during the hot lap? Dude, that was the second best thing I've ever seen in Supercross after Brian Deegan ghost riding his bike. They, they, I agree, they show It, it on was the... awesome. When he threw the knack-knack, that everyone was... around me was like, what is he doing? And I was like, dude, that is so awesome. Uh, you know what's funny is uh, I talked to Trey about it today, and uh, – um, he said that he didn't hear the crowd response as much as he wanted to. He thought everyone was in shock because they didn't really know what was going oh, on. Dude. But it was awesome. I was, I was out of my seat. I was, I thought it was amazing. I was like, yes. Yeah. No, like it, everyone else, they were like the other four riders just straight aired over everything. I was thank like, you, thank you. I'm glad you're backing me up on what I've been seeing and reporting. It's ridiculous. I don't get it. What happened to Stewart going upside down on a Cowie? And well, you what know what to, you know you know what the deal what is are though. These guys doing because I'll tell you what, like what? in opening ceremonies, um, they came to us at Anaheim one and they asked Ivan if he came out on a bike, would he jump in the dark? And he's like, no problem. Yeah. So I guess a lot of these guys don't like riding in the dark. But on the defense, the when they do the hot lap, that's under the lights. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm talking about. But the hot I'll tell lap. you, yeah. I'll tell you that triple that they went off of was a booter, and the it one was, was yes. The, the one was a booter, and I think a lot of people had problems with that staying low, and I think it was one of those yeah. deals where it was tough. But I agree, I agree. The one triple, I give them all a kind of a pass on because it was out of the corner and it did kick you right up. Villapoto told me it was super steep, but the other triple, what's up with that? You know, so. Um, yeah, no, the, the, I was sitting right behind the triple where Ken Roxon flew off of it. That was big, dude. The 350 that Shorty was on, he was ringing that thing out over that triple. Yeah, no, it was, wasn't easy to make because a lot of guys wanted to stay to the, uh, to, the, uh, to the inside to try to you know, clear it and stay as low as they can. So. Bare, bare, the only person I saw could stay really low on that was Trey. Trey yeah. was doing his upright scrub thing. It was sick. And, but also on the hot lap, when he, he was doing a wheelie down the – across the start straight, he almost ran into the back of Stewie, and he just put it right down almost on top of him. It was gnarly. It yeah. was awesome. Uh, I'm, glad, I'm glad, like I said, that, you, uh, that you've seen it. Hey, I got you news for everyone, dude. There's a, there's a new player in this game, and his name is Trey Kennard. That kid is going to be, you know, I, I know that Dungey was the, like, the guy, and he, he won these championships, and he's the All-American guy, but you know what? No disrespect to Ryan, but that kid, Trey Kennard, is on point. I mean, dude, that he's kid, pretty good, huh? Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a, I'm a believer. It's kind of hard not to root for the kid. Uh, he's a good dude. He's a level-headed, yeah. no ego, just goes about his business, and I think that's cool. Right, right. I, th- I think a lot has to do with it is him coming in with Wyndham around and Wyndham kind of, you know, mentoring him and, and not letting his head get too big. And I think, you know, his family's, you know, was pretty solid before his dad passed away. His dad was a crucial part of his program. And, you know, I don't know if people know his mom. His mom's a super cool lady. The first time I ever met her was uh, we were uh, 
it was at Washougal, and she was in the press tent watching the race, and I was sitting in the press tent watching the race because I had all oh, white on, right, yeah. and I didn't want to get dirty, so I just sat in the thing in the air. Quite a trooper you are. Yeah, that's how much I really care about the great outdoors. You guys got to look out for the Hart and Huntington Great Outdoors video we're going to be put together this year. I think everyone's really going to enjoy it. It's going to be Kenny in the backyard in a lawn chair drinking a beer. <laughs> Close. Yeah. Close. Um, hey, let's get to some. Hey, kid, hey John, I thanks. you should give thanks. me that 100 bucks. For what? No. For BT. Oh, come on. <laughs> you might win it. You never know. Kids? You're the first caller of the day. Kids, are you gonna, do you think this is call is worthy? Uh, too soon. Too soon. Sorry, John. Hey, Tits, are you taking everybody's number? and We're going to call them back at the end of the show if they win? How are we going to pick the winner? Um, We're going to judge it. I hadn't planned on it. It'll be yeah. real time. But how are we going to know? How are they going to know if they won? Because we're going to say this guy wins. <coughs> all right. All right, let's, all right, John. Thanks, man. All right, bye. Bye. Hey, let's get to some listener email here, Kenny. I got a couple ones for you. Stephen Kenny, the OG K-Dub, right off the bat. You probably like this guy because he called you the OG K-Dub. First off, the show's the best. Mondays are my favorite day of the week, <coughs> or at least tied with race day. Kenny, the team and bikes look top-notch this year. IT9 had an off weekend last weekend, but I bet in the next few rounds he will get on the box for sure. Uh, also, way to go running the black bikes, uh, F Cowie. I would do the same damn thing. Why make them green if they give you guys a shaft on parts and bikes? It's great how even in the newer Trans World Behind the Bars video, the guys call the bikes PC Dodge race bikes, not Cowies. That's funny shit. I think the 2011 will be the H&H team breakthrough year. Uh, Steve, I, like I said, the Pulp Mech show makes my Monday, although Tuesday mornings kind of suck because I live in Michigan. And I have to get at work at 5 a.m., so five hours of sleep is one too, and one too many Bud Lights make for a rough morning. Um, I've been a huge fan of yours since you ride for Racer X. Uh, the BTO sports that you did at the Nationals were some of the video, some of the funniest videos I've seen in a while. My question for both of you, do either of you guys ride at all? And if so, what kind of bikes do you have? And, when, and, not, and if not, when did you stop riding? Kenny, how much do you get out in moto? Uh, once a year. All right. I usually go to Glamis in, on Thanksgiving. Uh, uh, okay. And, and then right. I can't, and then this is the first year I, or last year was the first year I rode a four stroke and, um, it was quite a, uh, quite a ride, put All it right. that way. I couldn't, I stopped and the bike overheated and I couldn't start it. I felt like a little kid again with my dad out there and I had to have heart start my bike and I was all in H and H gear. And as soon as we stopped, like 30 people came around us and Kerry Hart had to get off of his bike and start it for me. I felt like the biggest idiot. <laughs> and then we do, were doing drag racing up the hill, and I kept cheating to get in front of him. And he kept crossing over me halfway up and just roosting the shit out of me. Um, and I sold my Cowie maybe a year and a half ago, Cowie 450, uh, decked out in uh, Tim Ferry graphics. I had a cool custom clutch cover that Cowie guys gave me, and uh, I sold it. I was hoping to get another Team Green deal because that's what I got. It ends up being like thirty eight hundred bucks for a four fifty, and you got clipped. And then they clipped me, and then I didn't want to go and really buy a bike like a regular person. But also, too, Vegas sucks for riding. It's not very good out here. That's why I go to Glamis. And if anyone wants to see me ride, just go back to the original Moto Triple X videos, and they have some footage of me riding quads and dirt bikes. I'm the guy riding the dirt bike in the sand dunes with the girl on the back with the big fluffy yellow jacket with no top on. All right, of next uh, next email we got, and feel free to send them in. Uh, use the contact form on Pulpamex. I have a few questions for Kenny regarding the H&H team. I can't listen to your show live, so I won't be able to call. Oh, the last email was uh, from Rhino. Uh, not, not the Rhino. Rhino is? No, not oh. the Rhino. Uh, questions for the H&H team. First, if Kawasaki is not giving you any support whatsoever, why did you choose to ride Cowies? Because uh, Mitch Payton builds the best motorcycles. And All he right. builds. Uh, I went to Mitch, and I said, hey, if I could ride any brand besides a Honda or a Suzuki, what do you think? And he said, hands down, Kawasaki. 
Okay. Uh, uh, does you, Do you have a dealership helping with the bikes and parts? Yes, we do. We have a dealership, the best dealership in the country. Everything's hands, the best with Kenny. Hands down, Jacksonville Power Sports. Jeff Lewis, no, no bullshit. He gives us whatever we need, whenever okay. we need. Awesome. Within days. Um, if so, does the dealership receive incentives from Kawasaki for sponsoring a pro team? Uh, that's another thing. The dealership went to bat for us mm-hmm. and said, hey, we're a big part of this program. We want to do this. And we yeah. need some help, blah, blah, blah. They never even got a response back from Kawasaki Racing, Mike Fisher, whoever it was. Never got Probably back. Team Green, but and yeah. to make it even better, um, Brian, the head guy at Dodge, got a hold of Kawasaki. He got a hold yeah, of – Yeah, you told us this story a couple weeks ago. Okay. About offering the discounts. And yeah, and, all, and they offered all kinds nothing. of stuff, but they passed, so – Hey. It's crazy to me that they would do that. Hey, I mean, more power to them, and that's what they want to do. Everyone runs their program different, so I can't, you know, talk bad about them. They do what they do, and we do what we do. All right, okay. Uh, while checking out your bikes in the pits at A1, Kenny told me to F off. No, just kidding. Uh, while checking out your bikes in the pits at A1, I noticed that the oil was not filled up to where you can see it in the sight glass. I asked the mechanics, and they said they have found that they can run a little less oil than what Kawasaki recommends. My question that I didn't think to ask at the time is, what is the benefit of running so little oil? Is it for weight savings? Is it because less fluid and all that moving engine parts have to turn in? Just curious. Uh, yep, that's exactly right, Larry. Uh, less and I'll less tell drag you, on the motor. Less drag on the motor. And yeah. if you run Bell Ray, you can do that because the oil is so good. You don't have to run the maximum oil. You can run less oil, and it's going to lubricate it better than anything. Welcome to the Kenny Watson Sponsorship Show. So, <laughs> hey, you make sure you get to your dealer and you pick up uh, some of that Bell Ray because that uh, stuff is the best. Ask Chad Reed. He'll tell you, too. Thank you in advance. By the way, the white spokes on the black wheels look sick. Larry. Uh, the question I have for you, thank you for emailing, by the way. Uh, the question I have for you is, Bell Ray, how's your contact cleaner supply? Like, Do we have will there no- be any running to other trucks? No, only running I'm doing is running to Honda and drop off a case just in case they run out. In case they run out, <laughs> exactly. Um, hey, well, should we take some calls or should we do the listener calls or what do you want to do, Kenny? Um, Hanny's not call- Hanny's, we're, we're back again. Let, let's, not calling in for let's, Hanny. Let's take a call and then we'll do the voicemail. Which one's been a longer, hold longer? Hanny hates you, dude. He, he, um, he ain't doing I would say I find two. out that more people don't want to do the show because of you, not me. Who doesn't want to do the show? I, I know Hanny, Hanny, and I called that the the guy that used to race, um, the number four guy. That's pretty good, and I don't think he's backing it because first of all he played dumb like what show, and then I told him, and he never got back to me. So I just said okay. So he, I'm gonna give him a earful when I see him. I, I don't, I've never done anything to Ricky Carmichael. I mean I I, I don't know whatever. Yeah. I didn't say Ricky Carmichael, but you did. You said number four. Could have been number four a long time Wrong ago. Machine. Could have been Ezra Lusk when he was number <laughs> oh, four. Oh, good point. Ooh. <laughs> Kenny Touche. Uh, whatever. If RC doesn't want to do the show, he doesn't want to do the show. Uh, I don't like him uh, lying about things, and I wrote a few things about it. Anyways, what's going on? Who's on the line? Um, line two. Is who? You'll, you'll see. It's a surprise. Papa Mech Show, you're on the air. Who's this? Hello? Hello? Hello, I got a question for Kenny and uh, Steve. Yeah, yeah. Hello. What was that on James's bike? Was that traction control or what? Because this bike still looked like it shot off the hull, man. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty big deal from the weekend, I know. Uh, it wasn't traction control. It's uh, just a wheel speed sensor. Which, uh, okay, so it was you know, nothing. Right. No, it's really nothing. Um, but, uh, hey, keep listening. Let's talk about this right now. I'm going to let you go, but stay on the air. Stay listening to the show. It. All right. Uh, big controversy this weekend, Kenny, about that. Uh, it's really dumb. I don't know. First of all, the teams are allowed to run some data. And they do. They run wheel speed sensors. Honda's got some stuff on their clutch. I don't know if you ever noticed that wire that goes from the lever to a, a servo. Yeah, Jay told me about that wire. Yeah. Hold 
Uh, hey, we got to ask Gothic about uh, ask Grant about Gothic, and the drama there. Gothic's pack is his mechanic. Anyways, um, really, the whole thing blew up on TV. I feel like you know they cut into a JGR radio segment where the guys were talking about that Spencer and Jeremy Albrecht said, "Wow, they're really pushing the limits because again, traction control is illegal. Sensors are not, but you can use sensors." to control traction if you want to. As well, let's not forget the, the ignitions that the, all the teams use, Kenny, you, you use too, whatever you use, where they have different curves for different gears. In, a, in effect, traction control. That's what it is. So the rules are so vague that really these teams can do almost anything they want. I wouldn't trust the AMA to figure it out anyways, Kenny, would you? No. Um, they have a hard enough time figuring out Born Stroke. Thank you. Um, so, But I really thought that the – person who told Aaron Bates to ask James on the podium what his sensor was in regards to giving him traction control, I really thought that person was in the wrong. You, you can't look at a wheel sensor for data acquisition and just go, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's traction control. What did James say? He had the worst answer in the world saying, I, you guys are crazy. That must have just been a piece of dirt or something like that. Yeah, I like that answer. I think it's all <laughs> bullshit. Myself, I, I, I well, I, I don't think James's answer helped. He should have went. No, we don't have traction control. What are you talking about? And Aaron would have just stood there blinking, like because she had no follow up, because just some dude was yelling in her ear to 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 talk about it. Uh, it's a whole thing, and you know, Emig and RC were like, if that's traction control, that's illegal. And then, of course, everything struck up from there. And, uh, um, you know, basically... It, well, watch it's, the it's, whole race. If he has traction control, it didn't work too good. Exactly. Because if you watch him exactly. in the corner, if you watch him in two corners, if you watch him in the corner after the finish line where he had to go in the inside and he was just rolling the throttle on, and then you watch him uh, in, was it practice or the heat race, he crashes in that one corner before the mechanics area and his back end is slid right out. So... Right. If, yeah. the traction, if that was traction control, they better go back to the board because it yeah, didn't Yeah, no, it's dumb. It, you know, Reed's got get ignitions, and, and there's – I talked to Larry Brooks. I talked to Jeremy Albrecht. Albrecht, JGR is concerned enough to go to the AMA and say, hey, what are we doing? Are we, what are we allowing? Because those teams that have the sensors and things like that, they could be doing something illegal that you need to find out because, you know, with all these electronics – and like Larry told me too yesterday – if they were doing traction control, they don't even use wheel sensors anymore. The F1 teams and those that and road race bikes that use traction control, they don't go off a wheel sensor anymore. It's all in the black box. So if they were cheating, they wouldn't use a wheel sensor anyways. Yeah. Like just goes to the point of of it's just it's a can of worms the AMA doesn't want to open. They shouldn't open, but it's there and now they got to deal with it. And I thought that the director telling asking Aaron, I mean Stewart's on a podium, he just won. He's expecting, you know, softball questions. And for Aaron to just lob him, lob him one like that, I thought was out of line. I mean, what's Stewart supposed to say? How much does Ivan Tedesco know what's on his bike? He doesn't know. He tells you what to fix or what he wants more of, but he doesn't know, hey, what can we have? He doesn't know. You know, I think that that whole deal with the traction control is, I, I you know, if anyone was going to run it and, and have the capability of doing it, it would be JGR. I mean, that's why they're probably asking. I mean, they have the resources to that stuff because of, you know, their cup cars and the, the, that whole NASCAR background they have. Right. So I don't know much about it. Um, I talked to those guys a little bit about it, but I'm really – I'm not in the right position to even yeah. talk about it because I personally don't know. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i going to write a column. It's going to be up on RacerX online tomorrow about it, the whole situation. And 
I feel bad for James because those internet dudes are saying he cheated, and they're saying Larry Brooks is a cheater. And oh god, but it's the just internet. A, you just said it. The <laughs> internet guys. Right. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think it's a fair thing to do. And and uh, but I don't think they should allow censors at all. I just don't think they should. Nothing. You know. How are you so fat and so knowledgeable about motocross? Yeah. Exactly, Jason Ellis. Uh, I think that uh, uh, it just shouldn't open that can of worms. I just don't think that's a, a good thing for the sport. Because I it's going gonna, gonna to make the gaps between your teams. You know what You know what they pay for that, that, that stuff? It's big dollars. Are you, Kerry Hart, going to go buy it? Is Mike Genova going to go buy it? Where, do we, where does this stop? Dude, I, all I know is if they start running it and they legal, if it gets legalized, yeah. we're going to have to. Right. I know. But it's just it shouldn't have to. So um, I, don't, I don't know. I don't agree with it. I think it's dumb. And I don't think Aaron should have asked that on the on the podium. Hard hitting journalism. Yes, tits. I agree. <laughs> hey, I agree. let's let's talk about Phoenix for your team. How'd it go? <laughs> Ivan not so good. Blos not so good. But everything. I was, thought Ivan was riding good. Just came together. Ivan, you know, in the heat race, he he got bumped around by Short in the uh -huh. first uh, in the heat race. He he was up there. He was like in second going into the second turn and. You know, Andrew and him got together and, you know, whatever. He came back. He got third in the heat race, which was respectable. And then uh, in the main event, he came out and did a smoke show out of the gate with his tire. Started way back. He, I think he was like in 15th um, into the first turn, and he worked his way back up. He was into sixth or seventh, I believe. And right when Wyndham went down by a lapper, that same lapper moved over and went into the race line, and Ivan had to move over to do you know, the rhythm section and just faced the jump, like cased it, didn't even hit really? the wheels, yeah. and just went over the bars, and the bike took a little bit to get going. But, uh, hey, you know, his, his riding is good. I, and he's in ninth in the points. He's four points out of six. Right. And I did the math. If he would have finished right where he would have been, he would have been in six. Which he's, was an eighth? Ninth? When he, when he, 20, yeah, yeah he's in right now. Right now. No, he, no, when he went down in the main. No, he was in seventh. Seventh? Yes, he was in seventh. Yeah, I know. And you know what? Look, you know what was impressive a little and bit. And he was too? catching Dungey. You know what was impressive a little bit was uh, in practice he jetted out to the front, which doesn't mean that big of a deal. But then like he was aggressive and he stayed there. And well, he was do you know what? Do you know what happened in that no. in that freaking first in that second time practice or yeah the second time practice? He went out there. The third practice overall. Yes, the yes. last practice right. of the day after we got it all figured out, we got the bike dialed. He went out there, and Kennard, uh, he was uh, behind Kennard. In the in the practice, and he was going for it like he was riding really well, and Kennard was leading for yeah. like the first five laps. Kennard was on top of the board, and Tedesco wasn't even on the board, and he was right on his rear fender. So I'm going, what the right. hell's going on? Why? What's going on? Mm -hmm. So Berluti, the mechanic, got a hold of you know the right. timing and scoring on the floor, yeah. and they pull him in. And what happened was. The time it just would never happen in any other event. They didn't score him. They didn't turn, turn his transponder on. Yeah. on. Right. So he went out there. So they had to pull him back in, and he wasted five laps in there. So then Sounds he went. Like good laps too. Dude, his first four or five laps were amazing behind Kennard, but he still ended up qualifying fourth, which was good. Right. So I I think that his speed's good. Just one of those things. I think I knew going into that race that there was going to be a lot of people going down, and the track. Got super slick, and you know mm -hmm. Ivan went down, and it's going to happen. Right. There's a lot more races, and you know we'll be fine. Right. I mean, it's not like he's not there; he's riding really good. He so. is. He's still. Yeah. People and shouldn't then, look at that 14th and be like, and "Oh, Ivan had a." Blos just uh, had another, you know, struggled another night. You know, he had to go to the LCQ, and everybody seen what happened there. And then, you know, and when he got into the main, he fell again on the first turn, and 
that was it. You just don't fall in the first turn and give everybody a head start in this in this pack anymore. Yeah, no. Did you see his LCQ move? I I didn't. I I seen kind of it. I couldn't yeah, really see sweet. where I was sitting. I, I felt bad for Jared Brown, but short of pulling out an axe and and chopping a guy up ahead of you for the last transfer spot, anything goes. Yeah. And I mean, it was the last lap of the last thing to get into the main event, so he put him in the cheap seats. But yeah, again, you know, it's it's last lap. He rides with Ivan during the week. He he does his thing, and he's right there. I mean, his lap times aren't as fast as Ivan's, but he's right there with Ivan, like within a second. So I don't understand. We get to the race. It's just totally, uh, yeah. and, and I just throw my hands up sometimes and go, I don't understand, right. you know. But, you know, I, I need Chris to start using his size and be more aggressive. Right. Because he has that size where he could start being a bulldog. Yeah, he's, he's built, built solid. Yeah, he's a yeah. linebacker. And I go, dude, yeah. you need to start riding like a linebacker and start hitting people and bumping right, them. Right. Get some respect, and they're not going to knock you down in the first turn no more. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, all right, let's let's uh, let's take some calls here. We got Dave from New York. Dave, you there? Dave? No, this is Bill. Hey, what's up? Hey, how you doing? What's happening? Um, you know, I... I, I I did some racing in the past back in Bay Mare and, and Indian Dunes and stuff, and I need uh, you two rocket scientists to tell me how traction control and ABS brakes is going to help dirt bikes. I mean, I don't get it. It's not going to, you idiot. It's not. Why am I? It's not. It's not going to do it. Why am I an idiot? Because you're you Bay Mare, okay? You raced so long ago. They didn't have traction control, and they and they're use, they're not even using it now. It's all bullshit. So you're asking me about trash control on a Mako, probably, which you probably wrote or a Bull Taco. So I, I don't understand your question, Mr. Bill. It is. A, it's just a simple question. How is it going to help today's modern racing? I mean, you guys are talking about it like it's a big thing, and it's going to cost the industry a ton of money. I mean, it's like NASCAR. They won't put NASCAR in there because they don't want electronics in the cars. Okay, but my question is, is NASCAR, I can see how trash control... And, and I like braking systems just like an F1, worked in the cars. But well, how's it going to help a dirt bike, you guys? It's going to keep your wheel from spinning. On where? <laughs> where? Where? On the dirt bike track, on slippery surfaces. Oh, come on, you guys. T-track? We're not riding TT here. Hey, it's all about the throttle control there, guy, no matter what. Uh that's my point. Okay. Why do you have throttle control? I, I, I'll agree with you. Do you think Josh Hansen could use traction control, or is he just a natural with his wrist? I taught him everything he knows. Uh, obviously, you did, Papa Bill. <laughs> Thanks for the <laughs> call, right. there, Thanks buddy. Thanks for calling. Thanks for the call. Love you guys. Uh, Papa Mechshow, you're on the air. Who's this? Hi, this is Kevin from Ohio. Hey, Kevin. What's from Ohio? What's going on, man? Hey, not too bad. Hey, quick question. Why, um... What is the rule or protocol? Like, take a guy like Austin Stroop who qualifies for the night show but then decides not to race. Can they give his gate, say, like the third yeah. guy in the LCQ? Or well, does that, you just run a 19-man gate instead of a 20-man gate? You know, there's a new rule that if you don't line up for the night show, you can, you can put you in. But I don't think they did it for the main event. Um... um is they probably should. This year well, I don't think there's too many times where the ma where the, somebody makes the main event and doesn't line up. I, I really highly doubt that that hap that's happened more than five times in the last you know ten years or whatever. 
Um, right. So I don't Do think the writers it, have to. Is there like a time limit? Like the writers have to report before the main no, that they are racing. If they'll they'll lose their gate pick if they're not there on time. But uh, okay. pretty much they will hold the gate. I mean they won't hold the gate for you, but. You qualified. You quali- You earned your gate position. You qualified for the main event. So if you don't qualify for the main event, they're not going to give your gate up. It's just like um, at anything else. Like let's say they, uh, let's say um, there's a 20 man gate and their red flag goes out and three guys get taken out. You have to go back to your same gate that you lined up in. You can't take a better gate. So that's just the way it is. You're. I mean, if you qualify and you don't show up, you you can't mm-hmm. use that gate. And the story on uh, on Stroop is that his shoulder is still not ready. The team made a mutual decision with with trainer Randy Lawrence and Austin to pull him out. Uh, Kenny, you saw him after the race, though. You, you think he was a little winded? He's did I, I looked there. at him when he pulled off the track, and he was over the front of the handlebars. I don't know if he was tired or his shoulder hurt, but, dude, Austin rode awesome. He did, man. He rode yeah. awesome. Yeah. It, I think he just yeah, needs – Yeah, he looked really good out there. He looked if he aggressive. Gets, if he gets it figured out, he's going to be another one of those guys, man. He, where do you yeah. think he could finish? You think he could finish top five, like uh, six? Where, where do you if think? he's in shape, definitely. The speed's top five speed. Yeah, there's yeah. no question in my mind. Right. He has a he, he has a in the past last year when he rode 450s, definitely uh, ate poop a few times. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 a super aggressive kid for sure. I think he has some issues, um, you know, with phys- you know, with his body, and you know, maybe he has some issues that he needs to take care of. But I think if he gets it figured out, he's going to be a threat. I really do. All right. Thanks, man. Thanks for calling. Cool. Hey, can I ask another quick one real quick? Uh, only if it's about Tim Ferry. Uh, close. We got the uh, arena cross races uh, in my town this weekend. Where's the sheriff? I see he's not been on the uh, past two results from the past two races. Hey, can I give you a, a word of advice about the arena cross? Save your money. Yeah. And sit home and watch the Supercross live on TV this weekend. You'll, you'll enjoy uh, I don't it more. Think it's, I don't think it's live this weekend, I don't think. Nope. K- Kenny doesn't even know. Okay. Well, if it's not live, uh, just save your money. No. <laughs> Arena Cross money. is, if, I mean, you're a hardcore motocross guy, Arena. Where, where is the race this weekend? Uh, it's at the Motor Center in Dayton, Ohio. Okay. Yeah, there's not well, much going on up? in Dayton on a Saturday night. I'd go to that race. What's going on with, yeah. with, with Sheriff? <laughs> uh, Sheriff's um, recovering. You know, oh, you, I don't know he, if he you heard. Hurt? You don't know if the, you don't. He uh, he got hurt in the preseason, and uh, he's coming back. So hopefully he's going to make it back before the end of the season. Sheriffs. All good, right, man. Thank you for calling. Cool. Thanks for the call. Right. Thanks a lot. All right. Did you like what the guy said when you said Tim Ferry? He goes close. Yeah, and then he just <laughs> talked about the move. Hey, uh, the last the Pulpa Mech song. I just got an email. It wasn't David from South Africa. It was Tyson from Illinois. So I was slightly off. Just a little uh, bit. Tyson, thank you for that song. Uh, it made Kenny. I don't think it made him as happier as the original song. Do you have the original song? I do. Let's cue that thing up and see if Kenny's mood changes. My mood's fine, dude. Give me a second. Tyson from Illinois. Dude, that one guy that just called about the traction control on the on this Bay Mare Mako just got me all mind boggled. Mind boggled? Yeah, I'm really. He just over. has my mind spinning now. I'm let's, thinking uh, about a bunch of crazy let's thoughts. Let's see if this song makes Kenny happy. Kenny Watson and the other guy show. show. This is awesome. That's why you I like it, the other guy's show. Documentation. Copeland Max with Steve Mathis as your host. To 30 second border sideways, I'll be ready to go. Got Kenny Watson on the mic, spitting all kinds of things. This is the best mode across show in the world, don't you think? Copeland Max. I have documentation. Coming to you live from the Vegas Strip. It's total bullshit. What are we huh? doing, Kenny? <laughs> Sit back. I got O'Rourke, but... And enjoy. I don't know what your deal is. It keeps saying you're not available. Are you signed off? 
No, I'm trying. I'm on, but it's we're having technical difficulties. Hey, Tiz, did you hang up on that dude, Bill Payne? I mean, uh, Bill Bill from Bay Mare? I didn't hang up on anyone. Because I'm getting Texas, death Texas from them saying that you hung up on him. He's going to blow our Tits. house up. Hey, Good job. Hey, hey. I put him well, on hold dude, and that's it. He could, you know what, though? We're, we're coming live from Blasio tonight, so he's doing terrorist threats, so he could get in a lot of trouble. Hey, John? Yeah. Hey, what's going on, man? Thanks for listening. Hey, yeah, no worries. Hey, I just want to see from both your perspective, you know, team manager and then obviously journalist. Uh, Ooh, journalist. Are you guys opposed to, um, uh, you know, somebody like Feld taking over the, the rulemaking duties, almost like a NASCAR style? Because yes. Because, you know, everybody, it seems like the AMA is just kind of, you know, I don't know. I don't want to say a joke, but it's like you can't, nobody you really can pays say that. attention to it. You, know? you can say that all you want because you're 100% correct. So why why doesn't it switch in that way that you know just let Feld be the the keeper of everything I don't, you know and I don't here's the if if James Stewart does something dumb and has to be reprimanded suspended whatever I don't want the promoters who's in charge of selling tickets for the next round have to make the decision on whether James gets you know fine or miss race or he's upset and doesn't want to do opening ceremonies or he's upset and doesn't want to do TV interviews. I don't think the promoters, whose job it is to sell tickets, should be making the rules. That's and, not and, sure. and this is this is what the deal is too. No disrespect to Feld, because they are a, they do promote the event. That's what they do. If it was up to them, they do a good job. They do an awesome job. If it was up to them, they would put the top forty guys in a one semi trailer with one tent and let them sit out there, and they would do it that way. They would just yeah. put. They, if it was to them, it would be a show. They would say, "This week you're going to," because when they're in the office, they don't say, "Hey, the races start at seven o'clock." They say the show begins because that's all it is to them as a show, and they're sure. all they're all just about numbers and selling tickets, and that's what they're supposed to do. That's why they have the FIM and AMA, and the AMA really doesn't back the rules. It's those other guys. I'd love to see John Gallagher just have a full time job as a rule guy or somebody. I mean, it's just there's yeah. no, there's no. He should. John no Gallagher. Um, I really had a rough row with that guy, but I'm gonna yeah, give him did. some kudos. He has the sweetest mustache on the out there this year. <laughs> well, that's that's something. I'll yeah, tell you I, I would give it to him. That's about all I could give it up to the guy. But he has a sweet mustache, and he changed the rules because I bitched about something, and I will give it up for that. Okay. Have you noticed in the times that there's an intermission between the heat races and the LCQ? Yes. How it used to go right into it. Yeah. Well, we had a big problem with that because. It didn't give you enough time if you had a major problem. And it was more about the privateer guy if he had a major problem to get his bike fixed in 12 minutes to get back to the gate. So they changed that rule, and they put the sweet uh, competition where they're carrying the hay bales and putting them in the back of the Toyota. That's the best part of the race for me. Yeah. All right, John. Thanks, man. Our phone lines are lit up. I think people want that that gift certificate. Yep. All right. Thanks, John. All right. All right. Thanks. Bye. Uh, who's next, and who's been on hold the longest? Do we know, Tits? Um, I would say either O'Rourke on two. Is he from Australia? He is. Good day, mate. Good day, buddy. Hey, thanks How for you calling in. Kenny? <clears throat> Kenny, he's from Australia. Hey, yeah, I just, just wanted to call in and ask you guys a question. <clears throat> I was listening to Steve's Phoenix interviews with the writers, and um, the question of Chad Reed being a privateer came up. <clears throat> Steve sort of laughed. And I'm wondering what uh, his thoughts and Kenny's thoughts on, on Chad being a privateer this season. Yeah, Chad and I had a little uh, – he said he's just a poor privateer, and I'm like, you're not a privateer. And we, we went back and forth. I mean, we're, we're friends, and so we went back and forth. I mean, I, I guess he's a privateer. I, he has a – probably works tranny, which would eliminate him. But Where does he get his bikes from? 
I don't know. Does he get from Honda? I don't know. I don't know where he gets his bikes, but I think <laughs> he does. I think Honda supports him. Right. But I, uh, I just, I know he's, I just, no, he's not a privateer. But those rules are so. I don't gone. think Chad Reed's going to take money out of a, a no, privateer's no, pocket. I, no, I don't think he'd do that. I don't think so either. But I guess you could make a case for him being either one. Dude, it's all I know, area. all I know is Honda does support him, and those guys are awesome. When they support you, they get behind you no matter what Honda does. And yeah. you know, it's 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 crazy for a company like Honda. When they support someone and they get behind them, and then you see other companies from other manufacturers that don't support people like they should, well, they and it makes you cleaner. really, really great. Well, I'm not talking about that. They've given me a lot more than contact cleaner. Bill Savino's a good dude. Bill Savino? Yeah. Dude, he loves hockey, too. Yeah, that's why I like him. He's a hockey player. I know. But, hey, those dudes, they, they stand behind their, their – dude, it's even if it's like a privateer guy they're supporting. I could see those guys, if it's Dan Bentley, Kehoe, uh, even – Bill Savino that really doesn't have much Bentley's to do. Bentley's a good dude, too. They, they'll go over there, and they'll talk to those guys. Like, I've seen those guys talking Pete, to... Uh, cool, too. Who, Peter North? Yeah, Peter North's cool. I've seen those dudes at Honda when they were helping uh, number 30. Kyle Regal? Kyle Regal. During the Nationals, going over to I his like box he, truck. He loves Kyle Regal, loves his dad, you know, goes on and on our show, but doesn't know the number. I know the number. Yeah, I know. You but did. I'm just saying, the Honda guys are right. they're dope. The Honda guys are dope. All right, Rourke. Thanks, man. You Any questions? Hey, I know one more thing to say. <clears throat> I was uh, tweeting Dave Prater this week about getting Mathis to be the pit reporter in the mechanics area. Yeah. I, reckon, I think everyone should put a push on with the whoever the responsible people are for that. To hey, I would, I would, I would agree with you, but there's one problem. Chicks want to look at a people want to look at a beautiful girl doing interviews than an overweight middle-aged guy. Yeah, but no one wants to look at Ralph Shaheen either, and he's got a job. Who? You're gonna die, yeah. Ralph. Ralph is just uh, uh, barely on the screen, so he doesn't. I mean, Kenny's got a point. There's, I, I would love to do it. I think I would be good at it, but there's zero chance. Who does it? Well, Aaron is the pit Aaron. Nor- Aaron Bates. Yeah. I think Aaron Normoyle could do a better job with the pit reporter because she knows way more about racing than Aaron Bates. And I like Aaron Bates, but I just think that Aaron Normoyle knows more about the sport. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they had they had Pingree and DC, and you know what I'm saying. There's yeah. other dudes that have done that job that that. And that oil painting. Well, thanks for the support, man. I think I'd be good at it. I mean, I might talk about Timmy a lot, but, uh, you know. I, I think, think this is the first uh, the mission for the Dream Team to make that shit happen. Yeah. Hey, you know yeah. what? I think, I, think, I think they should give him a shot, at least at one race, and see what happens. Yeah, no doubt. And as long as, you know, he's got his Race Direct commitment sorted, it'd be cool. And I want to just give a quick shout-out to Moses' wife. She loves Aussies. Moses' right. wife? I don't even know he was married. Oh, Moses' wife. Oh. Yeah, Moser's wife. Yeah, Moser. She's got a thing yeah. for Australian accents. Right on. Thanks, O'Rourke. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, man. Thank you. Yeah. Adios. Australia. Calling all the way from Australia. It's dedication. Uh, um, some dude asking for Kenny yep. on one. Oh, God. Hello, it's Kenny. Can I help you? Hello? Can I help you? It's Paul Who is M- this? This is Paul Pemex. This is Steve. I'm sorry. Um, am I on the air? Yeah, you're on the air. Oh, God. I just heard somebody say they were talking about uh, having a problem with uh, mind-boggling Bay Mirror stuff or something like that. What's up with that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. Really? I mean, I... All right, <laughs> I ended that one. I don't know. Someone just hung up on this guy it's again. Really, I don't know. It's really cool to, to make a joke, but just get to it. Right? All right, just yeah. Get, just get All right, to next it. caller. Um, Brian? 
Yeah, Steve, how's it going? Hey, man. Uh, this, question's, this question's for you. Kerry Chola, by the way, guys. Oh, thank you. Uh, I know besides Rollerball, one of you always put you put on record that one of your uh, your biggest fans was um, of uh, Mark Barnett. I there was. was an interview earlier in the week, a JGR photo shoot, that uh, he might be making a comeback for a lot of wins. What do you think about that? And do you, have you ever done a podcast with him? I have done a podcast with Barnett. Look in the uh, Steve Mathis Classics on iTunes, and you'll okay. find it in there. Um, that would be awesome if Barnett came and rode again. I would be very excited. I was got to be fifty, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Barnett, what do you think, Kenny? Do you know who Mark Barnett is, Kenny? <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. I, um, it'd be cool. I, I'd be down with it. You know, one thing about the podcast I did with him, he's he's my childhood hero before Rollerball. I rode Suzuki, so I really liked him and all that. And I was bummed when he retired. The podcast, I thought, wasn't the greatest because he didn't, like, he has, he's got no ego on him, no assumptions. He just was like, oh, yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, for a guy who's... When he retired, he was in the top five all-time of career wins, and he was so mellow about it. Like, he just didn't remember a whole lot about his career and didn't really want to talk about it. But good guy. Really nice guy. All right. Thanks, Steve. I just wanted to get your take on that. Oh, yeah. Thanks for calling in. But check out the Steve Mathis Classics on iTunes. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Plug, plug, plug myself. <laughs> uh, what, are we, what else we got? JJ? Yeah, is what's this going J- on, man? Is this J.J. Walker? Dynamite! Uh, Kid Dynamite! <laughs> J.J. Cox, man, from Fresno. J.J. Hey, what? Fresno Smooth. What's your last uh, name? Cox. Dude. Any relation? Oh, my God, you're awesome. That was my <laughs> name. That, that was no. tits, tits, does J.J. get the BTO award? No. Uh, dude, he's in the lead right now in my eyes. No, Just because of his yet, last but name? you got to hear what I'm about to say. Let's hear it, buddy. All right. The guy that just called saying you need to do the pit reporting? Yeah. No. I, th- I think you need to go up in the box because we definitely need to get rid of Ralph the Mouse. Wow. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. do Ralph. I, I wouldn't want to do Ralph's job because uh, that's play-by-play. I'm say, not- that, that's hard stuff. That's really hard to do. I say bring back Art. Art yeah, I, that's what I've been saying Art was awesome. Bring back Art Ekman. Or before Art, how about Dave Despain? I'm coming through. You know what though? Like uh, uh, I did um, an interview with Fro, and, and I've talked to Wygant certainly enough. It's not easy to do that job. It, it Ralph's been around a long time, and there's a reason why he could be better at our sport. But I mean, the guy is—he's a nice guy. He's trying to get better. He's learning at it. And like I said, it's not an easy job. He is the the ringleader. He's throwing it to segments. He's got people yelling in his ear. He's got to know what's going on. Uh, the the Fro job or the Aaron Bates job is much much easier. So I have to respect Ralph for that. Um, I don't think I could do it. I do think I could do a pit reporting job, a damn good job yeah. of pit reporting. Yeah, definitely. But also about the uh, Aaron, we got to see a woman giving interviews. Yeah, it's cool. Aaron's cool. But I really I really don't mind. I go to ride my motorcycle to get away from my old lady. Like, yeah, there you I'd go. Rather, I'd rather see you or Weeds doing the What if you had a lady reporting. like What if you had a lady like Aaron Bates? Does your old lady look like Aaron Bates? Maybe you wouldn't leave her so much. Yeah, yeah, she don't look quite that good, but you know. Hey, dude, you remember that old Thor commercial with with Phil Lawrence on it when him he was out riding, and uh, his chick t- uh, took off, and the guy Brian Manley was in the commercial with him, and the chick said, "I'm leaving you," and he goes, "Dude, aren't you bummed?" And he goes, "Yeah, dude, that was my favorite jersey." 
She had like a jersey yeah. on. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, check that out on YouTube. That's one of the a reasons. One of the reasons why I sold my bike was I just couldn't stand leaving my wife every day to go riding. Yeah, that's. Aww. You know, so. That's good stuff. Thanks, JJ. Well, thank you guys. Yeah, thanks for listening. Appreciate it. All right, man. Who's hey? Yeah, great hey, show. JJ, who's better, me or Kenny? Oh, dude, me and my old man get in this argument all the time. Like, I love listening to Kenny. You got good stuff to say. But you love listening man, to Kenny. You, uh, man, it's a, it's a tie. But man, you got you got to make good with Hanson, though, man. You you got to get yeah. Hanny on the show. I don't know what else I could do to Hanny. I just write about how awesome a rider he is. I thought we ironed it out at the Disnations. I really did. Dude, Hanny yeah. is one of those hard-nosed guys. If you throw him under the bus, you're done. I just it's, don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. There we go. That is Hanson talking about Steve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man, man. Let me know what you Kenny, I do like how the fact you said, listen, do the show for me. Mathis won't say a word. Yep. And, and, and you I, just do and you know just me and you and you know and he what he still told me wouldn't do it. and he still wouldn't do it he goes because he it's his it's his show too it's not my show it's your show too hey, but the crazy he'd, thing he'd, is he'd be promoting you still hey what about what that. happens if this happened let's say Mathis did get that job as the pit reporter right and Hanson did win and Mathis had to interview him do you think Hanson would deny the interview no wow that, that's that a good a tough one what do you think he'd say that's a good question know. right we're gonna have to ask like, him that like, you know I, I rode good I know that you don't need to talk to me yeah, exactly. And throw out the Cali Pro Circuit. Thank you, everybody, right. but I'm out. All right, Dynamite. Thank you. Thanks, Cox. Right, thank Thanks, Mr. Guys. Cox. All right. All right. Later. Um, everybody's favorite caller is on line three. Has been. Hey, how you doing, guys? What's up? Hey, I've been doing extensive traction control testing here in New York City. Okay. And we de- and we determined that we switched from satin sheets to, to uh, flannel sheets. Yeah. yeah. Traction is unbelievable. Not as good as a hammock. Right. But very, very good. I suggest that to all your listeners. Thank you. Thank you. Kenny, how you doing, man? I'm awesome. How you doing, Hasbin? I'm doing great. Hey, uh, Tension building. They're actually, gi- they're actually giving you some pretty good press on the, uh, on the TV, uh, talking about you quite a bit. But uh, I want to know what your day-to-day is like. I mean, how crazy busy are you right now? Because it seems that the races, you guys have a lot, a shitload of people there. One of my buddies sent me a, a video of the pit setup and everything. It looks pretty good. You know what, but, though? Uh, like, have- what, what's your day-to-day like now? Dude, my day-to-day is a lot easier than it was in the preseason, I'll tell you that. Um, you know, with with, uh, with being on the West Coast, our truck comes back to the shop, um, you know, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and it usually leaves Wednesday. So, right. um, to be the God's honest truth today, I didn't even go into the shop because I had some personal stuff I had to take care of. Um, but the mechanics were down there working. I called in and made sure everyone had, everyone had it. Um, but, you know, there's just a lot of stuff you got to deal with with uh, sponsors. Um, make sure we have everything, like, you know... We're going to start doing a lot of crazy stuff, like um, for that pink race, for the breast cancer awareness, we're going to do like a whole theme um, behind it. So that's going to be a lot of, you know, preparing. Um, and you're, we're usually preparing two to three races out, you know. By the time we get to, you know, Houston, we're going to be pretty much set on what we got to do. So it's just, you know, the everyday ins and outs. It, it just matters week to week. I mean, this week, last week was really hectic because we did a lot of testing and we changed a lot of stuff. But this week, the bike was good and um, the guys were happy. So um, it's probably just rebuild and you know go for it. Yeah, I got one other serious question for you on the, on the graphic on TV when they show the uh, you know the, the standings and who else you know they always have the K for Kawasaki and you keep stressing that it's a pro circuit uh, Hart and Huntington machine. Are you guys looking to change that at all because you're not getting any support from them? That's a really good question. I got an email today um, from my man from from our management company 
um, and they are really pushing that we get that changed. Um, I um, I don't know uh, how that works. Um, I, I I don't really know if it's like you know they have a manufacturer's points. If we, um, you know, if they're going to, you know. If we do that, then Kawasaki doesn't get the points for manufacturer points and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't um, think about that. I'm not, yeah, I, and and don't get me wrong, like we're we're yeah. not like anti Kawasaki. Kawasaki lets us ride their track, which right. is cool. But you know they don't, um, they don't. You know budgets are budgets, and they don't want to support us, and that's fine. But why should we give them any press on for for doing what they do when they don't do anything? Um, you know, and that's we're we're not mad at them. We understand, but if they're not going to support us, we're not going to give them you know any coverage on the bike. And they should not, uh, if it's Feld or Speed, whoever does it, they shouldn't you know be able to to do that. We have a list of sponsors, and that's just the bottom line. It doesn't say Kawasaki anywhere on my paperwork, so I don't know what gives them the right to put that up there. I don't even know how they're they, they wouldn't know if we're riding a Kawasaki like a or not. Case for a detective. Well, yeah, that was that was my question because they do that a lot in sports car racing. You know, to be a Swift chassis or a Castle chassis or whatever, and if the chassis is pretty much bought by the manufacturer, and it's an engine manufacturer and a team, but they never specify who, what chassis or what what machine is being run, and then it, of course it goes to the primary sponsor. That's that's what my question was. So I never thought about the manufacturer's points. That's something else that I'm not really keyed into. Okay, right, well, thanks, n- well now you know, husband. Hey, I got, I got one more question. See, this would be for you, Ken. You're probably going to be mad at me for this, but uh, the rainbow goggled, um, rainbow strapped x fan goggles. Did, did you get a, a set for the uh, Bellway guy? What for for Lucatus? Yeah, did you give him a set? No. You running those? I was just wondering. No. Good question, though. Thanks, Asbin. Later, Asbin. <laughs> okay, take care. All right. He's trying to call out my boy Scott, but that ain't working. We ain't going to let him do that, Scotty. No, I don't think so at all. Hey, Jared Brown uh, Twittered me. He says, don't feel bad for me. I figured something's up in that race, so it won't happen again. Maybe I'll get him back at my home race. Jared what, Brown. What's Jared Brown's home race? I don't know. Maybe someone could answer that for us. Wait. Uh-oh. With Jared Brown... Okay, is Jet? That's Jet Jared Brown, right? Yeah, Jared Jet Brown, Jet Jared. Dude, when he <laughs> when he takes people out, he does a good job too. Really? I know, I don't remember him doing anything. I don't. All right, hey, let's uh, let's take a quick break of the night. Our first commercial of the night. Please support our sponsors, and we're going to have uh, uh, Josh Grant on the line when we get back. See you in four minutes. Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOsports.com with Steve Mathis and Kenny Watson. Keep in mind, this show will inform you, enlighten you, and will enrage you all at the same time. Please take precautions. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOsports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code M-A-T-T-H-E-S and any order over 100 bucks gets a Mathis-sized discount. BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799.
leasing since 1970, O'Neill is the original American MX company supplying fine apparel, protection, and accessories for over four decades. O'Neill is proud to support top racers worldwide, including the Moto Concepts Yamaha Racing Team in the U.S. Supercross and Outdoor National Series. In 2010, O'Neill worked with top racing professionals, including Grant Langston, Tim Ferry, and Ricky Dietrich, in developing its all-new 2011 line. O'Neill's hardware line is the toughest money can buy and has been critically acclaimed for durability, fit, form, and function by Motocross Action Magazine. Hardware pants and jerseys are designed to function while putting you ahead of the pack in fast-forward fashion. When it's time to gear up, check out O'Neill.com or an authorized O'Neill dealer near you. The next time you need to get your bike dialed, Think about contacting JGRMX for all your engine and suspension modifications. Joe Gibbs Racing jumped feet first into Supercross and Motocross a few years ago, and using their state-of-the-art engine and suspension dynos, they are able to provide you with the best mods out there. Using what they learned from team riders like Davey Millsaps, Justin Brayton, and Cooper Webb, JGRMX can get you and your bike to the top level. Look for an announcement soon for the all-new amateur motocross team. Check them out on the web at JGRMX.com. JGRMX is a semi-proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. If you live your life loud, then Kicker audio components are for you. Kicker has been behind the sport of Supercross and Motocross for a long time now and is a personal sponsor of some of the biggest names the sport has ever seen. Names like Jeremy McGrath, Ricky Carmichael, Chad Reed, and others rely on Kicker for all of their needs. Kicker's been around a long time and is known to bring their best into each and every product they make. Whether it's speakers, amplifiers, subwoofers, or any other product, we have you covered. Check us out on the web at kicker.com and remember, live it loud. Brand goggles are the result of over 25 years of experience in the eyewear business, and the product has been race-proven at the highest levels. For 2010, X-Brand has Mike Alessi, Moto Concepts Yamaha, Josh Strang, and many others wearing the Gox and Gox Liquid Performance eyewear. X-Brand goggles are exclusively distributed by MTA. Check out our complete line of goggles at your local dealer or at thexbrand.com. do that watson yeah van halen hope you guys like halen like van mathis halen. he was rocking Man, out that's a good song dude you should have seen yep. him he's looking at drumsticks in his hand van halen at 5150 hey can i say something real quick yeah you can i'm just thinking about something and i want everyone to know that i'm not bashing kawasaki i i respect everything that kawasaki does for us 
they come, they, they, they've been coming by the truck, seeing if we're all good, if we need anything. Um, I don't know if we got started late or what, but I want everyone to know that Kawasaki does help us by letting us ride their track and giving us some support when we need it, if we need a part or whatever. So, no, I'm not bashing Kawasaki. I'm very, very grateful that they let Ivan and Chris come there when Chris was in town, and they let Ivan ride there every week with Ryan and the Pro Circuit guys. So I'm just letting everyone know that Hart and Huntington and Dodge and all the rest of our sponsors are not bashing Kawasaki. And I can, uh, I can send a Twitter photo right now of nobody's holding a gun to Kenny's head. Yeah, I'm not. I'm just telling you. I thought about what I said, and and I, and I might have came across a little strong, but that's not what I'm trying to do here. But it is Maybe interesting. Some more haterade. It is interesting. The you know what team what the OEMs will give you and what a team will do back for them. Sometimes OEMs don't do much for teams, and they give. And I've seen teams that that blow up the OEM. And yeah. you're like, you're like, How, what kind of deal do you got? Oh, nothing, man. We had to buy bikes from a dealer. And I'm always thinking, well, why would you put the big red wing or big tuning fork on your bike well i don't you know, you know i'm not disres- i'm not trying to smash cowie no, no, but no, i but mean we're we're a team in a program that has a lot to offer on the back end it's just not them Kenny giving Watson. us they're um, them giving us bikes there's something in return that they could help and they decided yeah. not to do it they decided not to do it for yeah. whatever reason i think we're at the we're um we're a team that's at um a place right now that is is climbing, and we have a lot to offer. So if someone doesn't want to be part of it, that's fine. Their motorcycles are awesome. The Kawasaki 450 is probably the best in the class. So hey, we're we are grateful that we have enough money where we could go out and and be able to get bikes and buy parts and do right, that. Right. And hey, you know maybe in the future things work out, but right right now things aren't. So hey, let's just move forward. And thank you, Kawasaki, for the support that you do give us. All right, and with that, let's bring our next guest in, Josh Grant. Josh. Yo, yo. Hey, man, thank you for doing the Pulp Mech Show. You're on the air uh, with Steve Mathis and Watson. Uh, what's going on, man? Tough, tough start of the year for you so far, huh? Yeah, unfortunately it has been, but, uh, you know, just uh, trying to make all the positives out of it and, mm-hmm. you know, hanging out. So, what do, what do we know about your injury? What's the what's the latest that you can tell us? Here, here we are Monday night, uh, 20, 48 hours later. Yeah, I mean, I'm still waiting for... Pretty much the doctors, I guess. It was a holiday today, so it was hard to get uh, everyone oh, yeah. together to get all the readings and stuff. So we're still uh, we're still waiting on that, and mm-hmm. really don't don't really know yet. So yeah. kind of up in the air, and you know, holding out. Yeah, I was talking to the Honda guys about you on a Saturday night, and they're like, "Man, this kid, you know, he come off the shoulder, and then he hurt his foot, and took some more weeks off, and now he's got this problem." He's like, "We just want to see him get up to speed. We just we know he can do it." We just got to see him get up to speed, and obviously we've seen you, you know, win Red Bud, win Anaheim. We know everybody knows you have speed. How frustrating is it for you? Are you like smashing walls and stuff? Um, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, I got a few holes around the house, but I mean, it's just—it's one thing after another, huh? Man, it yeah. sucks, but you got to deal with it, you know. And it's—it uh, sucks for me just because you know I feel like I get to that point where I'm, you know, finally getting my speed together, everything's coming along, and then something stupid happens, and uh, it's just. You know, it's been a tough go at it, but, right. you know, I'm, I'm just stoked to be, you know, with the team that I have right now and, you know, the support that I'm getting because everyone's got my back over there and, I mean, they know they know what I can do and I know what I can do on a dirt bike and, you know, it's just, uh, just needs to, all the cards need to fall and, you know, in their place and everything needs to happen, so. Yeah. Um, now, we've all, we've all seen the video from the race on the weekend. I played it back a few times. 
Dirty, dirty move. Uh, are you a little upset about the way it went down with Jeff Alessi? That was not well, cool. I mean, that that's that's an understatement. But <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think the last name you know explains itself. So right, it is what it is. And I mean, I hate saying that. Like I hate that saying. Right. But, uh, you know, I mean, it is. So. Well, I, spoke, I don't know. Yeah. I just like I said, I got to take the positives out of this, and you know, luckily it wasn't anything worse than I, you know, than it could have been. And you know, uh, I'm just trying to think of all the positives to come out on this, and you know, come out forward, and hopefully be out in a couple couple races, and mm-hmm. you know, getting my speed back and building off for where I was before. So, Kenny, what would you do as a manager if that was somebody cutting Tedesco off in the air like that, looking back twice? You know, I I didn't I didn't really like I I went by it. Josh's truck because I heard he got hurt and I really didn't see what happened on the track and I went by there just to check on him and say hi whatever after the race and he was on crutches and I was like whoa and they were talking him and Eric and Randy and Bob his his agent and they were like talking about it how he looked back once and then looked back twice and cut him off and I was like who are you talking about and he said Alessi and I'm like Michael Alessi and then they said no Jeff and I was like are you kidding me and I was like, what's that all about? And Josh just told me. He goes, I have no freaking idea. Yeah. So I was kind of blown away. And then I kn- I didn't see it. I didn't watch the race. I didn't know. But then when I got here tonight, I was saying, hey, do you have the race? I want to see what happened. And then I watched it, and I was like, holy shit. That was worse than, than Mike taking out Ivan's front wheel at that national and jumping on his bike to me. Uh, yeah, yeah, much more dangerous, much, much. And much then I heard something dangerous. else, and I didn't want to say nothing. But I, I didn't really want to say anything until I got to see it. But I heard Jeffrey was running around yelling at Mike in the, under the KTM pits. I got him back. I got him back. So wow. I don't know if that's uh, true. It, hey, it's a bad move when the team that Jeff rides for has already approached the AMA to be like, okay, what are we going to get for this? Yeah. Which they have. Uh, Jeff's also scheduled for an AMA uh, phone call here shortly, I believe. So there could be something coming out of this. I mean, as a <laughs> – I mean, for me, I mean – Honestly, somebody needs to do something about the whole thing. I mean, even if it wasn't me or, right. you know, who knows, it could be somebody next. It's just, you know, Supercross is a dangerous sport to begin with, and I think you don't need clowns out there doing what they do, you know, trying to end people, you know, yeah. end somebody's life or career over, you know, something stupid when, you know what, this is kid games. It's like, you know, amateurs were, you know, 10 years ago, you know, get over it. Right. You know, that's what happens, and, you know, move forward. Let's just race, and I think, you know what, that uh, mentality is never, you know, going to cross. You know, know what's crazy is like, yeah. sorry, Josh, but you know what's crazy is like, I've known, I know the Alessi brothers from a young age. I know Tony for a super long time. And, you know, them, the way they were raised and brought up, like, if you remember when they were both amateurs, remember all the crap that used to go down with the Millsaps in them? And it was just like dirty, 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 like back and forth, back and forth. And I kind of, I I kind of, I, I kind of surprised me when I watched that move and I don't want to say that it wasn't on purpose and I'm not the judge of it but dude it sure did it sure looked like it sure looked dirty. dude that was that was totally on purpose I can't say that I'm not going to sit here and say it was on purpose I will. you can <laughs> but I I, I want to give someone the benefit of the doubt but I it sure looked like it to me and yeah. I'm, I'm not going to say it was and dude if it doesn't happen to anyone you know I'm bummed that it happened to Josh because I know what that kid puts into it you know I mean but at least you have something on the positive you can home and see your new baby right yeah, I mean, Louie left Wyatt at home for the weekend, and, you know, it was just, uh, yeah, it's cool to come back home to him and stuff, but, man, I mean, my whole life is racing, and that's what I want to do, and, you know, I stuck my neck out this year and really put everything I can into, you know, doing everything with Honda and 
and the guys there. And, you know, it just sucks that it has to end up this way. But, you know, uh, I mean, we'll figure it out, you know, at some point. And, you know, I've got, uh, I've got good backing, and they've stuck behind me. And, I mean, even, you know, the other the guys at Militia and MSR, I mean, they're behind me too. So it's, uh, I don't know, it's all got to get worked out. And hopefully for the best, we can, uh, you know, overcome it come out, you know, in a couple of weeks, hopefully, and, uh, you know, figure it out. Yeah, I think that uh, you, you got, I mean, just like you said when I was talking to you earlier in the day when we were texting back and forth, and you said, um, I'm just looking at it like another bump in the road, man, and you've had your bumps. I mean, it is, it is, it's a speed bump, dude, and I mean, that's how life is. You got, you're on a roller coaster ride, and especially when you're in, you know, in racing where that's all it is. It's a lot of ups and downs, and it's really how much you can bounce back from it and, you know, really overcome it. I mean, like, like they have that award for Brett Michaels thing of adversity and coming back. So, oh, yeah. you know what? There you go. Who knows what this, you know, who knows what this could bring? <laughs> yeah, dude, that'd be awesome to see you and Brett Michaels side by side, the militia and <laughs> Brett Michaels. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, Every rose has a thorn, Kenny. Yeah. Every rose has a thorn. I could see the general, dude. He'd be pumped because I know he digs. I know he digs <laughs> Brett Michaels. I don't care what Brian says. He listens to poison. Well, yeah, certainly, certainly you would know. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I would guess the only thing I could think of, obviously you guys have been rivals forever. With You and Mike have been rivals forever. And, you know, the Colorado thing two years ago, which I felt was an aggressive move, but certainly not anywhere near on the level of what uh, you, Jeff did to you. I, I don't know. I, I guess we'll see what the AMA has to do. they got to do something. They have to. That was brutal. Hey, so. remember, remember what Tony said? The universes will get you. <laughs> Oh, yeah. God, that, wow. that's not the universe, though. That was a dumb move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, look, I mean, what can you do, you know? Right. What, uh, let's let's uh, switch topics here. We already, we already talked. We beat that one to death. But what do you think of the new Honda? How, how is the bike compared to your JGR Yamaha? I'm really interested in knowing about that. Uh, what do you think of the bike? What does it do good? What do you like about it? What attracted you to it? Well, I mean, I've always... I mean, I've always been on a Honda, growing mm-hmm. up through amateurs and, you know, and all that, and being on the uh, Honda Houston program, and then you know, going to Factory Connection for, you know, a couple of years. And I've just always been really familiar with the bike. So when I got the opportunity to get back on it and, you know, rode it, I mean, it instantly just felt comfortable for me. I just, I've always agreed with those bikes. Mm-hmm. Even though I haven't rode the fuel injection ones before, it was, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm just stoked with everything, like how it corners and, and, I mean, the whole bike. I mean, especially the way that they run, run their team and how, you know, how tight Eric, keeps it it's just uh you know it's really professional and i like it it's just more about business and doing what you need to do and getting your job done and mm-hmm. and i like that better than you know kind of just the freelance of just you know kind of running it and this is what you got and this is what we're going to do so right. I mean, we have endless endless options over there at honda and i mean i'm uh i'm thankful for you know the opportunity over there it's i mean it's great and i mean that's <laughs> as a dream i've always wanted to be you know at factory honda and you know it's uh it's cool there you go how, how are you getting along with trey Oh, you guys working Trey's out. awesome. Yeah. yeah, he's you know we uh, we were teammates on the Geico team and uh, before that, and then uh, I had to make the switch over to JGR. But uh, you know Trey's a good guy, and you know he really uh, he puts a lot into it, and mm-hmm. it's cool because we uh, we kind of are on the same page in that way. And you know having uh, having someone to ride with like Trey is uh, it's awesome. It pushes both of us, and you know I think uh, it helps us out. One of the Honda guys told me that as far as testing, they're like, Trey's pretty demanding and, and, and uh, you know, he's really uh, sensitive to bike changes and he really wants to, uh, you know, to, to specifically direct what's going on with his bike where they said, they said, Josh, he's just so talented. He can ride anything. So anytime we do a change, he goes, yeah, it's good. And, but like, you're just talented enough where you'll just adapt to the bike um, and ride it 
however they give you. Uh, what do you think about that comment? Is it true to a certain extent? Um, I, I agree. You know, it's, uh, I guess it's how really I grew up riding, you know, mm-hmm. it's, we didn't always have the greatest parts and we just run whatever. And, you know, it's just like, all right, this is how your bike's going to be this weekend. And it's you <laughs> know, like, something right. I just adjusted to, you know, and I never had a, uh, something to where I'm just like, Oh, I need this part or I'm not going to ride good. Or my bars aren't this way. I won't be able to turn. I've just, you know, I've always ran it. And, you know, even when having crashes and the bars are bent, you know, it's, about not giving up and just, you know, pulling through that. And I've just, uh, I don't know. I feel like I can ride, you know, anything in, in the way it is. And, but, you know, like all the changes they do make for me, it's like, yeah, everything feels better. And then, like, there's some areas where, like, oh, maybe it does, I don't like it as much. But mm-hmm. for the most part, I feel like I can ride anything that they, uh, they put on the bike. Kenny, do you think that's because his dad wears work boots? That's, it could be. That's 99. Or he could Ken- fix Kenny, Kenny, He could fix anything. Kenny Mike is, could fix anything, dude. Kenny that has gone on the on record it. many times as saying that uh, he loves Mike because Mike wears work boots at the races. He's That's awesome, dude. He won't, he won't ever get rid of work, work boots. Dude, he's a working class man, dude. <laughs> dude, Mike, if you, dude, he could be the, the guy, Mr. Gadget. Dude. He could fix anything. If you have a problem and you can't figure it out, you call Mike, he's going to be there. He'll with bring his, his work boots. He'll bring his work boots, and that's all he needs. He'll pull them off to hammer and nail if he has to. <laughs> guy's awesome. Yeah. Hey, you know what, Josh? I, I don't think I've ever told you this, but when you when you got your first ride at um, at Geico, I don't think they were Am, they were Amsoil back then, correct? Yeah. And you came in you, after Supercross, correct? Yep. Okay, and... You went out and tried out, and then I, I made some calls, and I had Timmy Wiegand, one of my boys, that at the time that I was kind of like not being his agent, but just you know trying to help him along, go out and ride. And Kehoe called me, and he's like, yeah, we're going to go with Josh Grant. I'm like, Josh Grant? Are you kidding me? What You're making a big mistake. And then when Sacramento came around, <laughs> shots. and he, he, he freaking goes out leading, dude, and I had to go back, and I go, hey, Kehoe. Uh, I was wrong, and that kid's <laughs> gonna do something, and that's why you do what you do, and and I'm I'm passing out goggles. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, but you didn't let me. Hey, go. Uh, one thing we got to touch on, and I don't know how much you want to get into it, but Gothic J is back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, uh, J is back. Um, you got to respect that dude going to go to war for you, dude. Ready to almost lose his job because dude, he didn't believe in something. I can't believe Jay did that. Wow. Yep. Uh, the, no, it, that's yeah. awesome, dude. I, I'm so stoked on that. The one thing Jay said he had in his corner was the uh, guy helping Josh and Anaheim one didn't speak that good of English. <laughs> <laughs> no, Toshi, Toshi did a good job. It was just, right. it was hard to communicate. You know, it's just yeah. it's just that language barrier is hard to break. And you know, uh, when Jay and I have been practicing, you know, for the whole time leading up to Anaheim, it was like, all right, you know, we had our schedule we had our routine right. of what we do and how to pack the gate and, and what to put on the board and just all that stuff so hey, let me ask uh, you a question bud yeah i don't mean to cut you off i'm sorry how how is it work i know you work with different trainers and riding coaches how off. is it working with uh with randy i mean oh, i'm a, dude, I'm a I believer think, i think it's good man i've i mean i've had you know plenty of trainers and done the whole you know around the world thing with all of them it's you know it's cool but with Randy, it's different because I think he sees it from more of a rider's perspective of like, all right, this is what we need to do and still keep it fun. And, you know, it's just, I think we get, we mesh well, you know, really good just because, you know, we, we enjoy the same things. We're on the same page and, uh, you know, it just makes it that much more easier to do, do our job and, and, uh, and get the training done. And I mean, he's a, uh, Randy is a really good cyclist and, 
and whatnot. And I, you know, I feel that, you know, that's something that I might, may have lacked in my program where I wanted to go to the gym a lot instead of uh, doing a lot of cardio. And he's kind of, he's showed me a little bit about, you know, base rides and what, you know, all that stuff can do where I never really knew about it. I just trained when I thought, you know, I needed to go and work out where I'm like, oh, you know what, I need to work out. I'm going to go do that today. Instead of having a program and having a set thing of what we're going to do, you know. That's more awesome. of a yeah, it's good. Hey, do you want to hear a good Randy Lawrence story real quick? This yeah, is let's this hear is it. this is this is a good one. When he worked for Jeremy, I think it was the first year when they did the the Chaparral thing when he was pretty much doing his thing with him and Brooks. We were in it was the week before Daytona and we were all there. We're staying um in Florida and RL's, you know, on his road bike doing his thing and we're in the parking lot, everyone's working on bikes and stuff. So on RL takes off on a road bike by himself. And he's gone for like an hour, whatever, and he comes flying back into the parking lot. And he's like, this dude's chasing me. This dude's chasing me. He, he came up and he hit me with his mirror. And I came by and I slapped his mirror. And I see this like Escalade flying in the parking lot. And dude, Randy gets off his bike and there's like 10 of us, Dean, Gibson, myself, Larry, everybody. There was like, and we're like, oh, we're going to kick this guy's ass if he jacks with you. This guy gets out. He's about, I'm not shitting you, dude. This guy's about six foot. 10 just this black dude and he's just big as shit he's an older guy and they start screaming and yelling and, and everything everything calms down and it was shaquille o'neal's dad he came <laughs> no back way. ask randy we didn't believe him he we were in orlando he came back about 10 minutes later with a signed tennis shoe and gave it to rl ask him about that no way yeah, that was the funniest shit ever. Like we thought for sure we were he was getting killed and we were all getting killed. Like he was gonna come back with like <laughs> guns firing and the guy came back with like a size eighteen tennis shoe right. and gave it to him. Nice. We're like, What? Hey, for pe- for people who don't know, uh, in the chat room, Gothic J is Josh Mechanic, longtime Honda mechanic. He was building his bike, he refused to put a part on his bike, and Honda benched him for a weekend and actually he stuck to his guns and I don't know. I guess he ended up putting the part on his bike. I don't want to get into what part it was because I don't think Honda wants me to get into what part it was. But uh, anyways, um, that's what he did. He took a stand. He said he was taking a stand for mechanics everywhere. And I said, you're going to be doing that at Burger King, Jay. <laughs> and, uh, and then he said, now it's all fixed. They're moving forward. And they want to get over it. And so that's the story for people who are wondering in the chat room. Um, hey, Josh, do you have time to take some phone calls? Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Hey, Kyle, you there? Yeah. Kyle, what's up, man? How much is going on? Hey, thanks for listening. You got a question for Josh Grant? Yeah, I uh, I, I saw that live, and I I, I couldn't believe it. Just same, you know, same as you guys. I, it was one thing for him to look over once, but then twice it kind of made it pretty obvious that I uh, he was he was going for it. And that was yeah, that whole nepotism shit with him and Mike. I think they're pretty much out to get Josh, and it's bullshit on AMA's part to even let him go after him. Well said, Kyle. I think Josh agrees. <laughs> I think, hey, Kyle, I think you're in the lead for the best, que- uh, what was it, the best question of the night? I don't know, Tits, does he get, a, to get the award? I think so. Oh, no. Oh, Sorry, Kyle. Kyle. We already talked about oh, it. Oh, damn. Thanks, bud. All right, see you. Sorry, buddy. Thanks. Uh, Tyson, you there? Yeah, I'm here. What's up? What's up, man? Thanks for listening to the show. Uh, I appreciate it. Do you have a question for Josh Grant? Yeah, well, I was just wanting to uh, ask you guys to kind of see what you, your thoughts are this year so far. Because with the tracks, I mean, from the rider standpoint, like, do the riders, are they digging the tracks this year? Um, maybe, like, on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the best. What would you guys rate the tracks so far this year? Let's ask the rider. What do you think, Josh? Uh, well, the first couple rounds, I mean, 
I, I think that they've actually been pretty decent. I mean, there's some areas where I think, you know, a lot of the riders uh, would agree with me of it being, you know, uh, the track really not flowing that well. And, um, you know, we we thought we were going to get bigger whoops at Phoenix just to kind of separate a little, you know, a little bit more. But um, it feels like uh, they're kind of making the tracks a little bit mellower where, you know, I feel like Supercross back in, you know, 2000, 2004 through that, you know, eras, like, those were the technical tracks, the hard ones, a lot of, you know, cool jumps and big rhythms and stuff where everything's kind of getting pretty basic now where everyone's doing the same thing. So um, I think that they could step up, you know, a little bit on making the tracks a little more difficult and, you know, more uh, more technical. But, I mean, uh, you know, some riders would agree, and I guess mm-hmm. some wouldn't. So, Well, for you being honestly one of the better jumpers out of anybody, I could for sure see you – being uh, one of the guys that wants to track more technical, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it just separates guys that have, I think, you know, a little more technical skill of getting in jumps and, you know, making different lines and rhythms and stuff. And, you know, it's, uh, it makes it more fun. It, you know, you got to think a lot more about it. And, uh, yeah, it just it separates a little bit more. So, mm-hmm. hey, uh, I, I know oh. back in, like, 2000, I think 2008, 2009, they had a, the riders design some of the tracks. I think Pastrana did St. Louis. Wyndham did one of the Texas rounds, and yep. I think even Red Dog did Toronto. It's a good one. Is, the best was one there any series. feedback as to why they didn't do that again? I mean, I thought it was kind I like of that idea. kind of see the writer's perspective. What would you think, Josh? I like that idea. Yeah, no, I thought it was pretty cool. I mean, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, like Wyndham, he built the track that was at his house, which was pretty good for him, <laughs> and he had winning on it, so that was cool. And he won, but, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I think it's cool, like, to get writer's perspectives on what, you know, like, you know, a different track or something where it's not just, you know, the same guys trying to design something where you kind of get a little more, you know, variety in there. And I think that, uh, you know, I think people like it. And I think, you know, some of the riders would, you know, like to have that opportunity of, oh, yeah, let's design a track and let's make it like LaRocco made that one uh, in Indianapolis. And that was one of the hardest rounds we yeah, ever yeah. had. And yeah. it was uh, and it was a cool track and it was fun to ride. So, I mean, I think it's a good deal. And Villeman's Pontiac one was good, too. It was gnarly. Like, the guys were like, holy crap, DV, you can't even ride this. <laughs> That's what they were saying. They're like, you can't even jump this stuff, Villeman. Hey, uh, uh, do we got a prize for that caller? I was I was just going to jump in and say, Tyson, you're the winner of the uh, gift card. So $100. Congratulations. Be- How could you give him the gift card already? We're not even done with the show. We just want the best caller so far, Hi, Kenny. Kenny. Okay, dudes. <laughs> Tyson. Uh, hey, Tyson, how about you go buy some H&H gear? Or how about this? Absolutely. Or, or, or you go buy some militia Kenny. gear. That's what, I'll go out and buy the H&H gear. How about that? How about you spend 50 bucks on MSR militia gear and 50 bucks on the H&H gear? Split it up a little bit and support Josh. You got it. Support Josh. Uh, Tyson, well, do, do, yeah. do you want the $100 BTO gift card? Absolutely. All right, BTOsports.com, hooking us up tonight. I'm going to put you on hold, and uh, Tits Legendary is going to get your info. Yeah, give me a second. Sweet. All right, thanks, bud. Hey, Josh, I got a question for you. What's uh, yeah. It's probably going to be a dumb question, but just hang in there. Actually, this guy's kind of an idiot. It was Hasben who an- asked me to ask Josh. So was uh, what's Honda's opinion of you being sponsored by the Meta Militia? I mean, usually Honda's, they're more straight line, and militia, the Meta Militia's mostly the opposite. So did they have any issues with you yeah, having that's a dumb, that sponsorship? That's a dumb question. Of course they don't. It's big on his jersey, and it's all over him. That's a dumb question. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's – I mean, yeah, Honda's, you know – it's the corporate world and it's, you know, it's, they got to, you know, watch their image too. And, you know, I think that a lot of people get the wrong idea about militia and where it actually came from, you know, 10 years ago, it's a lot different now. And, you know, I think, uh, 
I think a lot of people are seeing it now, and it, I mean, it's it's everywhere. I mean, you see people wearing militia shirts that are out on mountain bikes, and just I mean, it's all over that. You know what? It's not just this gang, you know, sign people, you know, getting in fights and all this crazy, you know, crap all the time. Where it's, you know, it's becoming more of a bigger brand, and you know, a lot of people are, you know, sporting it, and it's, you know, I mean, those guys have come a long way, and it's, you know, it's really cool to be part of that that whole deal, and to get them to be with American Honda and myself, it kind of just like opened up, I think, a lot of doors with hey, I mean, a lot of people. So. You know what? I feel. Jeff, Jeff Alessi better watch himself when he goes to the local tracks with the troops out there. <laughs> be a they got a big, they got a big, big following, dude, and they're going to take one of the troops down. There'll, be, there'll be a black CR250 coming. Oh way. God, it's uh, coming. And then, actually, uh, Josh and Kenny, question for both of you guys: How close did Josh come to riding for you, and vice versa? Like, well, that's was, a good question because I was going to ask him okay. before he got off the phone. Yeah. When your contract is up, would you like seriously think about riding for H and H someday if you were not with militia anymore? I don't know, man. It's it's hard to say right now, but whoa. I mean, I'm just, whoa. Do you think our team is legit now, or do you think we still need some? We're going through some growing pains, and we need to get better equipment. What do you think? I'm trying just to make my program better. No, I think no. I honest, I think you guys' team is you know really stepped up in a big way, and I mean, obviously, look at how Ivan's doing on the bike. He's doing really well, and you know. uh, I think every team has to kind of go through that, you know, that tough, you know, stage of starting up and kind of getting all the ducks in a row. And, you know, I mean, what better way to do it with Kerry? You know, he's got, you know, he's been in the moto industry for a long time. He, you know, you've been there, you've got all the resources. And I think that, you know, once time goes that it's just going to make it better and better. And I mean, I think that you guys have a pretty good team and I think that it's, uh, yeah, it's well-rounded. Yeah, I know. I mean, I know if you didn't ride for Honda, you were going to ride for Valley. And I would like to think that we're at least in the same league as Valley. Yeah, I so, thought Valley was a done deal. Was it Honda just come in late, Josh? Was it like a last, last second thing that they said, okay, we're we're good to go? I mean, because everything leaned towards you riding for Valley. Yeah, no, I mean it was at, at some point, but uh, you know, I just I was sitting around, I was just kind of waiting, and it was just something that you know, I just was like, all right, you know, stuff wasn't getting done, and right. you know, people were kind of taking a long time, and it, you know, really got me thinking, you know, that hey, there might be options open, and. And you, you know whatnot, and when I heard that that uh, spot at Honda was available from Shorty leaving, I just I you know I talked to Eric and I just said, hey, you know I'm not done with my con, you know I haven't got any contract stuff done, it's not all there, and mm-hmm. you know I just wanted to you know kind of touch base and see what was up, and you know we kind of start talking that way, and you know next thing you know, it, I mean it's always been my dream to be there, and I know what I need to be on to to do really well, and it was to be on Honda and. You know, I don't take anything away from the Valley guys. You know, I think they're all great guys, and yeah, we almost, yeah, we almost had a deal done. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I, uh, I wanted to be, you know, where I felt more comfortable, and you know, being on Honda is, you know, it's one of my biggest goals ever. So that's a logical move for a factory Honda ride. I think I, I agree, and I just want to let you know if 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 anything happens over the summer and you are not able to race. You're still welcome to come to Cabana 43 this summer, and you could take part in the H and H Great Outdoor Tour. <laughs> because that's what it's going to happen. We're going to do our own video. It's going to be called the Great Outdoors, and we're going to show what we do when people are racing outdoor races. Yeah, I think Josh. Has to go, I think Josh has to go to the outdoors. I'm just saying, if something <laughs> happens and he's not if something around, something goes wrong. Hey, uh, uh, yep. Josh, thank you for coming on the show, man. Really appreciate it. Yeah, no it. worries. I, I'm, I'm a bummer deal with your thing, and I'm I'm actually upset that Jeff did that. I don't think that's cool at all. That's what kind really... of goggles does he wear? Jeff Alessi? Uh, I don't know. Not X-Brand. 
If he did, you put itching powder in his goggles next week. Yeah, yeah, perhaps. Uh, but uh, yeah, thank you for coming on the Public Mech Show, and uh, good luck with the recovery. Hopefully, do you think we're going to see you this weekend, or do you have a a, a a little itch that you may not make this weekend? I may I may not make it this weekend, just mm-hmm. by how sore I'm feeling right. and uh, and whatnot. But it's it's something that I, like once I figure out what's going on tomorrow, I'll uh, I'll have a better idea of when I can come back. But for the most part, I mean, I'm pretty sore, just banged up. Like, that's how I feel until I get the readings back of what I know is wrong in there, or if there is anything wrong, or if it's just, uh, you know, soreness or what. So, for uh, for me, I just got to, you know, play it by ear and hopefully, uh, you know, try to make it back. I mean, either way, it's, I'm going to be back racing Supercross, and, I mean, yeah. that's my goal is to get up there and, you know, start figuring it out, get up there with the mix of guys, and, you know, I want to uh, want to get on the podium. So Yeah. Yeah, the, the the year is so deep. I can just imagine like a healthy and ready to go Josh Grant into that mix too. Hey, like, did you sign a yeah. one year deal, Josh, or do you have a two year deal? Uh, I have a one year. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right, uh, Kenny. I I think if you got fired, he possibly could go right for your team. It seems like what it's like. probably. I mean, that's what was the saying like before the year. Like all like when I would talk to Josh, and uh-huh. I talked to some other riders. He like said, they, were, they were saying, oh, they're unprofessional. They're under you know. What? Kenny, you have a cheeseburger tattoo under your arm. Big deal. Do you, you think Peter North has that? No. I know a few people that have that. The cheeseburger? Yeah. Oh shit. Actually, it's a double double from In and Out. Who knew? Exactly. <laughs> wow. He got all he got all bummed on me too because I got a picture of my hood in my phone. He goes, "Who does that?" I go, "Desperate single guys." A picture of your what? <laughs> your, your rod? Yeah. Oh, I know. That's ridiculous, Kenny. And he asked you. You asked who did that, and I said. Desperate single guys. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And it's not even mine. So funny. And the deal is, it's not even mine because mine's really not that impressive. So I got to put someone else's in there and pretend. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> All right, thanks, Josh. Hey, Josh, thanks, yep. buddy. I hope you uh, works. It works. Uh, everything works out for you. And uh, yeah, tell your dad. It. Tell your dad. I said, hey, and uh, we'll see you either way this weekend, right? You're going to be there no matter what. Yep. All right, bud. Right on. Take care, Josh. Thanks All for right. thanks for uh, calling in. All right, Josh Grant. Hopefully, he heals up and uh, yeah, he'll be back. It's gonna get ugly, I think, if he's got a chance to. <sighs> he sees the eight hundred one out there, man. Dude, I feel bad for the dude. I really do. I know how hard he's worked, and mm-hmm. it's just. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna get hurt, you get hurt on your own terms. But when it's, you know, happens from someone else jacking with you, it's it sucks. Right. Totally yeah. Sucks. No. No. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. You ready for our next guest? Who's that? Guy who works at FMF. Knows uh, okay. Little D. Yep. Who? Little Donnie Emler. Yo, yo. What's up, man? Thank you for coming on the show. No problem. Stoked to uh, be a part of the show. Yeah, let's let's get that. Let's, let's announce that right now. Uh, let's, let's get that out there. Let's, let's break the breaking. Yeah, uh, starting with this show, FMF has come on board with the Pulp MX show. They realize the greatness that is this show, Kenny. Well, uh, um, yeah. Well, and the fact that you're Canadian, I figured you need some help. So yeah, no, absolutely. Thank you for yeah. coming on, and, and thank you for supporting the show. Uh, what's happening with you, man? Um, big, big news. I don't know if you knew this or not, but you getting FMF on the pipes of the Monster Kawasaki were uh, kind of a big deal. We're on the we're on Kawasaki. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't I didn't know that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you should check it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. We we're on the box. Uh, uh, when, yeah, that was yeah. good. That was good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, first uh, first night out. No, uh, congrats, man. That's awesome, and uh, caused a lot of uh, people talking for sure. You guys made a splash. It was uh, it was a good way to to uh, start out Anaheim one with a uh, little bit of drama in the air, you know. And uh, it 
it, uh, it, it got a lot of people to turn their heads, and I think it's pretty mm-hmm. cool, and we're stoked to be a part of it, and they got a great program, and it's, yeah. uh, it's moving along really well. Yeah, no, for sure, absolutely. Can you talk a little bit about sort of as much information as you want to divulge how that came to happen? Like, when whoever got the phone call, I imagine it was your dad, from maybe Rick Ash or Mike Fisher, they probably thought it was a prank call. <laughs> but yeah, how did it come together? Actually, yeah, actually, I got the call. Um, I got the call from Rick Ash. I, I think he probably tried to call my dad and yeah. uh, couldn't get a hold of him. And so uh, I jumped on the line, and it, exactly right. I was kind of like at first, it was kind of weird when they're asking us to send some product <laughs> over. They wanted to test, and I was like, huh, this is kind of weird. Yeah. And uh, we kind of we went with it, and uh, we sent him over something that was uh, that we thought. Uh, was going to be really good, and uh, they tested it, and they called us back, and they were like, "Wow, this is really good. Um, can you get us some more stuff to try?" Mm-hmm. And we had it. We had it to them the next day, and I think one of the reasons we reacted so quickly to the request, and uh, I think that's kind of why we we are where we're at right now with them, is because we were able to react, and mm-hmm. you know, the product was obviously. Uh, worked really well uh, for their motor package. And, um, you know, we just kind of continued moving forward. We, we didn't really know uh, for sure how far it was going to go. We, we got really excited. You know, they kept wanting more stuff to test. and um, But we never knew if we had a deal. And, uh, you know, then they asked us to send stuff to the riders, and we got more excited. And then they asked us to send stuff to their poster shoot, and we got really <laughs> excited. Yeah. And But we still didn't really know quite yet. And then... Uh, and then I got an email from uh, Ashley, who works in the marketing over there, and she's like, I need your logo for the uh, the poster and our semi. And I'm like, wow. okay, so <laughs> <laughs> what does this mean? Right, and so yeah. finally, uh, finally we got word that uh, they definitely wanted to move forward with, uh, with FMF. And, man, it's been, uh, it's been great, you know, to go out and uh, with someone like Ryan. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we sponsored Ryan when he was on YZ85s, you know, so – it's pretty cool to have it come full circle to, to this now, you know? Um, yeah, I know exactly. And actually, I made a mistake in my last week's column. I said the last guy to win a premier class 250 supercross race was David Villeman for FMF. But <laughs> I'm an idiot, and it was Josh Grant, our last guest, who yeah, won Anaheim. Yeah, like Josh. Right, yeah. um, um, which, is, which is awesome for you guys. And I'm curious to know, like, uh, with the KTM switch happening what what kind of were you guys looking for a factory a top factory team to work with or was it one of those deals where you're like oh whatever until Cowie calls I mean how how aggressively yeah. do you go after these teams or do they come all come to you? Um, I mean, as you probably could imagine, I, I would never have thought to uh, to go to to Kawasaki mm-hmm. um, just because of their past and their history that they've had, and uh, you know for them to ask us if they could try some product and and so that was really cool and. You know, that's two Anaheim wins, you know, with Josh Grant winning and then RV2 coming out of the box swinging like that. And, um, you know, I think all things happen for a reason. And I, uh, you know, we, we lost one team and we gained another. And I, I think it was, uh, I think it was a great move, you know. So, yeah. so far, so good. I mean, those guys are great it's, to work with and we couldn't be more stoked. My dad's just related. <laughs> my, my dad and George Ludig, who heads up our R&D department, I mean, they work so hard. I mean, everyone in our shop does. And, you know, and to to have a team that puts so much work, you know, behind an effort. And for us, we've always, you know, we always put in that effort, uh, all of our teams. So it's cool to go out and, and win, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah. Um, well, yeah, it's kind of funny because you sponsor KTM for so long. 
that uh, all of a sudden uh, your first race with Cowie just bam, you know what I mean? Like nothing against the KTM guys. It worked out good for you, I'm sure, and you still build their FMF by KTM exhaust. But uh, talk about a, a, a bang on the return of labor and parts uh, first went out. But uh, uh, good times. What did you think of Phoenix? What was your impressions of that? Phoenix was gnarly. Yeah. Like just from just from the get go, watching you know some of the practices and stuff. I mean, at, at Anaheim, I was so busy, you know, uh, that I didn't really get to watch too many practices. And and Phoenix, you know, uh, I got to go see some uh, some practice. And gosh, man, rocks! And I just had that guy had a, the hardest night. That poor kid. I mean, yeah. he was just <laughs> getting. I mean, that that case in that in the heat race was just brutal. I think he got really lucky by you know I saw a replay on TV and I was like, geez, that could have been really bad. Huh. And then for him to go out and, you know, and then that sand section in the main, kid's probably pretty beat up right now. Yeah. Hey, uh, Donnie has a giveaway, uh, FMF, to celebrate him coming on yeah. the Pulp Mech show. He has a giveaway. So call in 702-586-PULP, 702-586-7857, and uh, Donnie will determine the, the best uh, person to give whatever it is away. I don't know what you have. Let's reveal it. It's going to be pretty, okay. yeah, it's gonna be something pretty cool. You know, our first uh, first giveaway on Pulp. We're yeah. stoked to be a part of it. FMF, uh, it's really exciting, you know, for us. And, yes. you know, you guys do a great job and you have some great listeners. So let's give some stuff away. It's funny because, like you said, you talk to your dad and your dad's like, who has time to listen to this? Because your dad <laughs> has time to do nothing. I mean, pretty much, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it was one of those things where, you know, I listen to the show. So I, you know, get really fired up on it. And I want FMF to be a part of your show and, and you know, to, to get him to sit down to kind of explain to him and show him what the show is about and and uh, I did and he thought it was he thought it was awesome but he couldn't believe that people you know had the time well you know most people have more time than than just my dad because uh, he's always running around like crazy but yeah it's good right, right hey I don't even think he has time to change his spare tire that's what it looks like on that video. <laughs> yeah. Well, after, after that video, it's even funnier. After all the rain, there's all these potholes in California, and and uh, he was driving home one night and and blew out two rims and two tires, <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. just hitting his potholes. And now now he's trying to find rims for his car because they're not the easiest rims to find. So he has some old like BMW wheels on the car, and they don't even like really fit right. Like they're he took me to lunch today and was wobbling going down the road going like thirty. I was like, <laughs> we're gonna die. <laughs> like this is. You probably have these things all bolted up, right? For people who don't know, like your dad, Don Emler, has been around forever. And I worked for Parts Unlimited as the FMF guy. So I've got a lot of experience over there, um, uh, being there with meetings and seeing what's going on. Your dad truly is a mad scientist kind of guy. I mean, he is in the dino room. Like, his office is covered in dust. He doesn't sit in his office. No, no. He goes in there like once a day when they track him down long enough to make him sign checks yeah. and stuff. Other than that, he's in the back getting his hands dirty. It's a pretty cool thing to, to watch and be yeah. down at FMS. I mean, you know, being that we build everything right there under one roof, it's, it's pretty exciting. And, you know, that's his hobby that he started in his garage in 1973 and, you know, almost 40 years later now. And uh, he has a 90,000 square foot garage that uh, <laughs> he makes everything under one roof. And it's really cool, too, how you guys do running changes. If your dad sees something down the road on a model, that works better, it will be a immediate change. And I mean, in some ways, yeah, if, mean, you're, if you're the guy who bought the very first one, it might may suck for you. But in other ways, it's a company yeah. always striving, striving to get better. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I mean, it's really cool. Like, already our production's changing for our KX450 stuff. Oh, imagine that. We, we, <laughs> yeah, we, we found out some new, some new stuff, being able to uh, have a bike, you know, constantly down at FMF. Um, so we're able to mess around with it, you know, all the time. So, you know, uh, going into this weekend, we already made some changes for more, more power and performance for, for RV, and uh, we're already putting some of that technology right back into the production pipeline. So it's, it's really exciting, and yeah. it's... Uh, it makes my job a lot easier and, and Jeff Northrup uh, for, you know, going to the races and, and having to, you know, take care of these race teams and stuff and just knowing that, like, if there needs to be an immediate change, we can do that, like, uh, no problem. So NorCal jacked up? That's what I hear? Yeah. Man, he, he got so excited about RV's win. <laughs> he goes out the next day for the Racer X ride day at Paula, and I guess Rhino saw the whole thing. He was out there. And I'm surprised Rhino didn't Paul. do it to him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tried to trying to uh, train because he heard Jake Moss got hurt. So he figured maybe he could be in for that spot <laughs> for Phoenix and uh, just was going a little too fast and ended up crashing, unfortunately. And he, uh, he broke his femur. Oh, um, so gosh. yeah, it's been really tough. You know, hey, for, do, you, do for, you know, sorry for cutting you off, bud. Hey, do no. you know, do you know uh, what's going on with the Cowie? Like, I know they have like the three race rule where they have to fill that spot. Can you give us a little insight on anyone that they're looking at or what your input is on that? Like, what's the deal? Are they just going to run? You no, know it's, it's kind of one of those things still where like the thing that like our relationship's so new. Like I don't want to like my dad wouldn't even go over to their pits at Anaheim one because he's like, oh, I don't want to bug them, you know. Like I'm like, Dad, it's okay, you can come over and, and hang out, and they're all they're really cool guys, and you know Williamson and everyone. And uh, I drug him over there in Phoenix. I'm like, come on, we're going we're going to Cali right now. He's like, oh, I don't know. Like he gets like kind of nervous. And once we went over there, and he's like, oh, I'm glad I went over there because those guys are so cool. And but. It's one of the things where I haven't really bug, bugged him yet. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I have, so I honestly have no idea, unfortunately. Uh, Porcel put something on his Twitter, what Mike Fisher being, being asked about Porcel by Jim Hawley. Wow. And, 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 and Fisher's like, we've reached out to him, or his agent has reached out to us. I forget which one it said, but maybe Porcel could be back. I don't know. Um, he needs to race, that's for sure. Hey, Kenny and I would like to apologize uh, to you for oh. working with Coy Gibbs. I know that must just be horrible. <laughs> What a, uh, what a uh, jackal you know he what? is. <laughs> yeah, you know, if, if Coy Gibbs is part of the show now, too, is that what I hear? Uh, yeah, he's on our – he's, he's uh, been a supporter. You're probably going to pull your sponsorship, and I don't blame you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this this weekend, Kenny was pitted right across from uh, JGR. Yeah, and, I saw him. And he kept yelling to, to Coy, Daddy, Daddy, we need more money. We need more sponsorship money. Daddy. <laughs> You know, because he was talking crap on me. He was on his knees, um, like on his knees, looking over their barriers. And he goes, Watson, this is what you look like talking to me right now. So I'm like, all right, dude, you want to play? Let's play. Daddy, daddy. Oh, man. Hey, we got our lines are lit up for, for this giveaway. So uh, let's, oh, cool. let's, let's, let's do it. Hopefully uh, somebody's got, I don't know what your criteria is, best question, sexiest voice. Hey, I don't know. but is it, is it Chad Reed? He might be calling in. Oh, yeah. hey, I like that little Twitter battle, we, by the way. Hey, yeah, yeah we got a Twitter battle. He's been he's been drinking the Kool-Aid. It's okay. I told him I'd give him a big shout-out tonight on Pulp. Yeah, yeah. Um, Didn't I, he I, used to ride for you back in the day? Yeah, he, he won his Troy. first championship with us. Wow. All right. How Where's, soon they yeah, forget. Tough, tough crowd, huh? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, hey, wow. Brian, are you there? That. Okay, how's it going, uh, Donnie? Uh, I'm actually unemployed, and I do anything, you know, to go racing every week. I got a 2010 YZ450. I'd love to do something to it. You sound like Scott Sheik. So, you're, what what happened? What's uh, why are you unemployed, sir? <laughs> I 
And yeah, it's America. You know what's going on right now. No, I'm actually a union but, carpenter, and there's no work. You know, but I raced all summer without being able to go without work. You know, I mean. All right, state your so, state uh, your state your story. What uh, do you want? Yeah, we'll put you on hold. We'll let Donnie judge after after a little while here. Um, so just uh, tell him, give him your best sob story. <laughs> like I said, I I I, try, I went racing every weekend last summer, and you know. And uh, I'm still paying the bills. I don't know how, but where are you from? I, I, uh, Chicago. Okay, that's your problem. Get out of there. <laughs> are you are you an FMF guy already? Yeah, I've used it in the past. I just can't afford to put something on right now. What did you have on I'd your last bike? Than, I'd rather go racing than do something to my bike, but I, I'd love to do yeah. something. Okay, so you're still riding. That's the main thing. So, so you have a, you have a stock right. exhaust on your bike right now. Is that right? I've got a stock YZ450, 2010. All right. Well, hold on, Brian. We'll uh, we'll take some other calls. We'll see where you rank here. Hold on. All right. Who do we got on three? Uh, Derek, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, what's going on, Derek? Thanks for listening, man. Do you have a uh, question for uh, Donnie Emler, Jr.? Oh, uh, yeah. I got one for him. I was curious. I'm in Racerhead this week. On Racerhead, they're talking about possibly going, putting a couple 125 classes together for the Outdoor Nationals. Not getting on the whole two stroke versus four stroke thing, and how you're not a fan of that, Mathis. I just think it's ridiculous. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't. I mean, if there's one company that supported two strokes, it's uh, it's FMF, no doubt about it. I just feel like, hey, we are where we are. We're racing what we race, and nothing against two strokes, but if you're competing on a two stroke against a four stroke, yeah, good luck. You know. So. Oh yeah, you know, I was just gonna ask, you know, Emler here. You know, I mean, I know that's kind of where his dad, you know, made a bulk of his. You know, career for him. I was curious if he'd be interested in like fielding some 125s for this. You know, what do you think about that, Donnie? Idea that they have. Did you hear about that, or did well, you read about it, uh, Coombs? What Coombs wrote? Yeah, I read it on the Racerhead. So. Yeah, Donnie, did you read it? I, I haven't, but uh, you know, we worked really closely with with the Coombs and uh, the the Outdoor National Series, and you know, they let us do the two stroke uh, two stroke national, which was really cool. Carmichael came out, Todd the Hoop, Emig, Stanton. You know, so that was a pretty cool deal, and. And, uh, I mean, two strokes for us is kind of where everything started. We all started riding two strokes, and it's, you know, it's sad to see where the, where the two-stroke market's at. But, um, yeah, like you said, Steve, it's going to be tough to go racing with a, a 125 versus a, a 250F. Yeah. Um, Derek, anything else? No, I want to say uh, Kenny Man back in a couple years ago, he was a utopia rep, and he hooked me up with some goggles at the Houston Supercross. Wow. Still got them. And uh, you actually need to go tell Coy to suck it after freaking Anaheim won because both your guys did better than his. So. Yeah, yeah, he got me back this week, though. He got me back this weekend, though. Uh, uh, Man, hey, that's, that's, one, that's one weekend. Hey, you got the rest of the season. After Kenny gave you those goggles, did he tell you to F off, or did he? was he nice? Yeah. I think he actually was like, suck it, you know, and was like, all right. So, you know, hey. Did he tell you to go you hang yourself? Said, Are you still wearing Maybe them? this year. Uh, I have them out there somewhere. I don't know. I, I've updated since then, you know. I don't uh, blame you. I would have updated. a couple new pairs, but I you know, I've been pretty pretty consistent with Utopia. But I would have updated. I don't know, maybe I would have hooked me up with something, Kenny. Okay, I, I would update you with something besides Utopias. X brand goggles. Uh, yeah, X brand. Oh, definitely. All right. Definitely. Well, you know, all right, well, my dad normally has some vintage bikes at the Eastern Race, so come by and hook me up, Mathis. Hey, uh, Derek, I'm going to put you on hold. You're in the running. Thanks, Derek. All right. All right. All right. We got. Uh, Matt, you there? Yeah, how about you guys? Hey, thanks for listening, man. Unfortunately, uh, we're still here. Good job, Kenny. Uh, um, what's You got a question for little Donnie from FMF? Yeah, well, I just heard you guys were giving away something. I really could use a pipe for my 125. I still ride a two-stroke. They're great. Hey, Donnie, there's your winner. It's cheap. <laughs> it's a 96 CR125. 
Goes like a bat out of hell still, though. 96 CR125. If it was a 97 or an 87, you'd be pumped. What? Uh, <laughs> oh, no. This did, is the good year right here. Did but, you, uh, uh, my, my FMF pipes I always run for forever and ever. My last one I caught on a rock on my, my trail that I ride, and it, it plump pulled it out of the manifold and smashed it against the bottom of the uh, wow. cases there. Mathis, you got a lot of two-stroke listeners. This is definitely the right show for me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now they're kooks, but whatever. Uh, no. Hey, be nice to our listeners. You're calling them all kooks. What's wrong with you? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Hey, Matt, you want to hold on? Yeah, yeah. All right, hold on here. Thanks, Matt. Um, Hasbin's on five. Oh, yep. he, he's not eligible to win. So just hang up now, Hasbin. Uh, that's our regular caller. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Hey, Dale, you there? Yeah. Dale, hey, thanks for calling in, man. I appreciate it. Uh, what? Uh, well, I just want to tell a little D. I've got a KX450, and I've had a FMF pipe on it from the get-go. And I run, like, PC suspension stuff, but I've always thought FMF was the better pipe. And I was super pumped when, when oh, RV man. went to the FMF because kind of, my bike's kind of look alike to, to his bike. Okay. So it looks a lot and, like Ferry's bike. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, kind of, kind of the same idea. Right. Actually, I bought two cans for mine because a guy uh, hit me going over triple and, and destroyed one of the one of the cans. But I was wondering, uh, are you guys going to sell that uh, carbon end cap, or maybe that could be a prize? Whoa, he's got something on that, I'm sure. Yeah, um, actually, uh, we kind of just uh, obviously launched it with uh, with RV, and uh, it's uh, it's going to be it's already on the website right now. Uh, people are ordering them right now, and uh, you know something that's coming out in the next couple of weeks for sure. Um, but yeah, maybe that could be a prize. That's uh, yeah, I've got a, like I said, I've got a KX450 with a 4.1 uh, with a Mega Bomb. So do you really Wait. need whatever Donnie has for you? Sounds like you're already an FMF guy. Well, yeah, but but that's why I should win. I mean, I, I support his product. Oh, yeah, he's got me there, well, too. Right yeah. for, right I like so that. I'm, I've always been, a like, a fan of the PC team, and I have a lot. I have PC suspension parts on my bike, but I went kind of against the grain and bought an FF, MF, FMF pipe. I just thought it was a better performer pipe. Even though I was trying well, to you're, build you're a pretty smart guy. photo. <laughs> Uh, Even though I was trying to build a bike to, to kind of look like Villa Photos, I didn't buy the PC pipe. I bought the FMF. Okay, Mark. Well, you want to hold on? Dale. Hey, can Dale, I? Dale, Dale, you, I mean, Dale. You like Mark's on fire. Uh, made in the USA, too, so that's good. Hey, can I yeah. tell you something? We're a pro yeah. circuit program over on my team, but I've seen you the are. sweetest FMF product this weekend that I've ever seen any team ever do. What and it was it? the the... JGR poster holders with the with the mega ball. <laughs> that was sick. I was I seen them like they already had their whole deal set up. Yeah. And then I don't know the girl, but the girl came over and handed it to him. And I seen those dudes were like they could have said, all right, we'll put them up next week. They pulled the nail like they shot them down on yeah, the ground yeah. with the gun. But I seen them like pulling the things out, and I heard the gun going <laughs> off. And I looked over and they're sliding the, the the poster holders on, and I was like, what are they doing? And I looked over, and I'm like, oh okay, that makes sense. Those that things was, those, are sick. Those were sick. Yeah. They look good. Those good job. Were, on them. That was actually. Uh... Uh, JGR guy's idea. We oh no it. way, no way. Yeah. It wasn't Koi's idea. I'll tell you that. The only thing yeah. Koi comes up. Koi. Koi wanted me to make a bicycle, a BMX frame, but I told him no, and uh, so we did poster holders instead. Can you yeah. imagine him on a bicycle? He looked like a no, kid. but his kids. Were oh, he did. Good. He took out. Uh, he took out some girl and broke her like arm or something like that. He was telling me, <laughs> and he's probably laughing he's about it too. You, you stay classy, Koi Gibbs. Uh, uh, <laughs> Dale, can you hold on? Yeah, sure. All hey, right. let me ask you a question, Don. Did you see J Bone's ad for Hammerhead? <laughs> okay. Yeah. okay, that's all you got to do is laugh. <laughs> that's all you, you got to do is laugh. Need. That's all you need. Uh, hey, we, he was, 
He was totally Zoolander, trying to Zoolander it for the 2010, 2011. Dude, all yeah, he needed steel look. All he all he needed to do was borrow a scar from Jeremy, and he would be in. Oh, from <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hammer? Yeah. <laughs> you know he's listening right now. I love That's you, good. Hammer. Hammer's rad. I think. Hey, and I was more pumped that all those guys showed up at our after party after theirs. And I got oh, the really? in. You were there, dude. No, I wasn't. Yeah, oh, yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hey. your body was there, but you might not have been there. Hey, it was, it was my birthday. It was a dirty 30. You know, like, oh, I might have been, it was like, I was like Bernie Lomax. I was walking in. I didn't know why I was, someone was controlling me, probably. <laughs> I thought you, you guys looked like the dudes from Night at the Roxbury. Hey, nice. what's going on? What's going on? Nice you guys were all over the place. Bernie did Lomax. Did you see my double denim I was pulling off? I did. I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. You're always so, uh, old school Canadian right there. You're always, gr- ground, you're always groundbreaking, J-Bone my friend. J-Bone needs hammer scarf for the hammer ad. Dude, hey, we got we got one more guy here, uh, Mark. Right. Mark, yeah, you're uh, you're on the air. What's going on? Why do you want uh, something from FMF? Yeah, actually, I didn't really call the grovel for that. I was oh, going to okay. call and applaud you guys on how cool the show's gotten. I uh, stalk you probably once a day on Twitter, Mathis. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sorry to hear that. You must be pretty to, bored. Hey, try try stalking Kenny. He never gets back to you. He doesn't care about the fans or That's people. Right. In That's general. right. I don't give a shit. Actually, Kenny's turned over a new leaf this year. He's pretty good. Oh, he hasn't wow. been late for the show yet. Yeah, he's been on time in 2011. Three, Early. Three shows. Even. Yeah. I, I yeah he's, he's made it on time. He doesn't flip anybody too much shit, and he's been pretty nice. Well, he did tell somebody that's to why, hang That's why FMF joined in, because, uh, yeah. you know, the show's really coming alive. There you yeah, go. Yeah, there but, we go. Uh, here's my technical question for the MF, MF uh, Little Donnie. Um, if his placement what? was What'd relatively you call close, on the MF little Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> FMF. Okay, there Sorry, we go. Dude. Hey, uh, if the place this placement was relatively close, how do you, do you think the two strokes would be better than the four strokes? I'm uh, sorry, Mathis, I'm a little two stroke freak. No, no, I mean it's really cool. I mean, um, you know, my dad still rides a two stroke. You know, it, so it's it's really important to us that a lot of people still do. Um, you know, I don't know. I think just the, now the tracks are just being built, you know, for four-strokes, one thing, you know, and I don't know, the traction that a, that a four-stroke can get and it's the smooth, smoothness of the power doesn't hit so hard. No, it's just it's tough. I, I think, yeah, but if the four-strokes were like, say, 375s or 350s. Or 167. Yeah. Yeah, I think you could probably have a pretty good battle between like a, a nice, like a built-up, like why two fifty and like a, a three fifty or something? What do you guys think? Matt? Hey, little D, check this out. Our old buddy what Matt up? Wallace, dude. What about him in Mammoth every year on White Lightning on the CR, whatever that thing is, on the one twenty five ripping like getting top three starts against in the open class against everybody, and then just whittling oh. and just does not shut the thing off. And that's just a proven fact. You can yeah. be. I'm not saying you're going to win at a pro level, but at an amateur level, like most riders are. To, dude, you you got to ride what you enjoy riding. I mean, it's not like a lot of these people go out and they try to ride to think they're going to win a championship, you know. Dude, if you're 40 years old, dude, you're not you're, – you pretty much got to say, hey, it's over. I'm going to ride what I want to ride to have fun. It doesn't really matter if you're exactly. riding a two-stroke or a four-stroke. And I I'd rather ride a two-stroke. Two I'd rather ride a two-stroke because I can't start a four-stroke. <laughs> He's got short legs. I got short legs, yeah. That's why Coy was bagging on me. Uh, <laughs> hey, Mark, thanks for calling in, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah thanks, worry. Mark. All right. Nice to see hey, somebody who's hey, not. Hey, Watson. Yeah. What up? I, I, got, I got. What's up with your your boys on the team? They're just like out for just death death race. It's like you guys are just cleaning people out. 
Yeah, we're trying. No, I don't know, dude. They're just <laughs> riding, dude. I mean, like the deal that happened this weekend with Ivan and Short. Short cleaned him, and Ivan's just like just like he did with James last week. He's just like, I'm not going to be pushed yeah. around. If, if I'll like ride that. a clean race, and then Blos. I mean, he had to do what he had to do to make it in. I mean, that's that that was just a bummer. Move. Speaking of uh, was... of Blos, I got a tweet, another tweet from Jared Brown, Jared Jet Brown. Uh huh. He says, yeah. uh, just so we are clear, I have no hard feelings toward Blos. I don't think it was a dirty pass. I'm not trying to start up any bullshit. Perfect. So, okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's how we have. We have an interactive show. Uh, uh, we don't know who's calling all the time or who's twittering or whatever. So. I guess. Hey, speaking of Twitter, I got a Twitter. Yeah. What is, what is it? What is it? little D. Check it out. F-M-F-L-I-L-D. Dude, you can just add about 500 I, on to your followers. We do that well, over here. You know, and you and you can see me and Reed battle it out. We get we get a little Twitter battle going. Yeah, no, it was good. Uh, okay, well, I'm bringing him Kool Aid this weekend for LA. I'm bringing him a, a box of Kool Aid. Uh, so, tits, do you want to take Doug as a, an entry into this contest, or do we? Since uh, last guy didn't didn't want to get in there, why not? Why don't okay. we let Why don't we let Donnie pick it? Because he no, is we're gonna the, let Donnie pick oh, it. Okay. But I'm just saying, if we should even answer any calls, if we have yeah. if we have our winner yet, let's do one more. All right. Hey, uh, uh, Doug. Yeah, I'm here. Hey, thanks for calling, man. I appreciate it. What's going on? Do you have a question for Little D? Yeah, I do, actually. Uh, being like that you're such big in the industry, your family's been there for so long, I helped my cousin out racing, and he does, you know, his family, expensive sport. What would be the best way for a young amateur family or rider to approach you for sponsorship, in your opinion? Well, yeah, I mean, actually, uh, sponsorship for us is a huge deal. The whole grassroots of, of motocross is where my dad got his start, you know, amateur racing. He was just a rider uh, out there racing himself. So he definitely, you know, we know how, you know, expensive it is. And, you know, we support uh, so many events and racers. But uh, for us, it's pretty easy, man. You just go to our uh, to our website, and there's, uh, there's a whole rider support application. It's pretty basic to fill out. Um, it eliminates you having to send in a resume. And, uh, yeah, we love to help the local racers. I mean, that's really important for us. It's what's built our business. So, um, I mean, definitely uh, reach out to us, and, and we'll get back with you for sure. FMFRacing.com. All right. Thanks, yeah, man. And uh, one last thing. I'm up here in Oregon. I'm glad that your pipes are on RVs. I can go RV. <laughs> there you go. Thank you very much. All right, man. Have a good night. Thank you, all guys. All right. Thanks. Cool. Thanks. Hey, Doug didn't want anything anyways. Okay, so we got Brian, the cool. unemployed guy. Okay. We have uh, Dale, who had a – I forget. I should have wrote this stuff down. Derek was on three. Hey, yeah. Matt's on four. I got the names, but what were their six. stories? I don't remember their stories. I don't know. I don't remember. Well, yeah, uh, why don't you just ask Donnie because he's smarter than both you knuckleheads put together. Well, do you know the stories, Kenny? Yep. Okay, tell us. Okay, you got the dude that's unemployed. Yep. Okay. Yep. You got the other guy that wants to know about the amateur support, like you just called. Okay. Yeah, he's yep. gone. We hung up on okay. him. Okay. Nice try. And then you got uh, the other guy that wants us to free pipe. <laughs> <laughs> now, Good job. And there's two guys in there that ride uh, two strokes. So uh, yeah. Let's 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 do this. Let's. Uh, the guy that dented his pipe. Remember that guy? The, yeah. With the yeah. '96. So let's, that's let's, my. That's uh, my. We're gonna, we're gonna give vote. him a new pipe. Sweet. Okay. First so two stroke. That's the guy who dented his pipe. He smashed yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know. He says he has two. Uh, CR, that was an 80, 97 CR125? 96. I think, I think 90, that's, 96. That's, is that Derek? 96. Is that Derek on three? Hey, Derek. Yeah. What was your story again? Uh, I was just asking about if they were going to support the 125 oh, yeah. races at the okay. Nationals that they are going to have. Yeah, you're out. Uh, <laughs> is uh, Matt, Matt, are you there? Yeah, guys. Matt, what was your story? 
My CR125. Ah, yeah, Matt's the winner. Matt's, Boom, boom, Matt. Matt's the winner. Matt, 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 you're going to win a free pipe from, from FMF. But you got to buy the muffler. you got to buy the muffler. You're getting a free Watson pipe. Watson White Lightning is going to be looking really good with that thing on there. Yeah, Wallace. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. No, Wallace doesn't win. Yeah, he does. He has to pay for his pipes. No, Wallace doesn't win. What are you talking about? What is he, what we picked, Matt? I did not lie. That was the truth, and I will whole shot 450s all day long on my 125. I don't know. It's up to, it's up to you, little Donnie. I don't think Matt should win. I do. Why Why not? Why not? What? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not employed. What the hell? I mean, exactly. I've been living in the mountains, Mathis. I'm packing up mules now, dude. Dude, hey, Wallace, hey. this is the God's honest truth. If you ever got off the couch and went to Mammoth, <laughs> you would think he deserves the pipe. Up to Donnie. Up if to Donnie. anybody saw me, right, Watson, anybody saw me at Mammoth Hole Shuttle, uh, 39 450s, they'd give me that pipe. <laughs> exactly, it? dude. And, and, it, on just, and it just doesn't happen one year. It happens year after year. It's up to little Donnie. <laughs> little Donnie. Hey, wait, I'm really next year right now. I'm, I'm super confused. Matt, was that you the whole time on the phone? The was. whole time, Donnie. I was, I, oh it was my so gosh, hard to not laugh. <laughs> How did I not recognize your voice? That's too funny. Because I, I have right, my well, hillbilly voice going. I told yeah, you, you that. Well, yeah, you broke well. Matt's, Matt's still going to get whatever he needs from FMF. He's an FMF <laughs> lifer. But maybe we should you get know, together. I just wanted to talk to all you guys. So, uh, so sorry to interrupt you. But get, hey, Matt, are you coming, hey, Matt, are you coming down this weekend? I, I'm thinking about it. Please possibly. do. If you need tickets, you call me. I got you, bud. We have a suite. Okay, You're more got, than welcome to come up. I got a Brandon to do, but uh, if the Brandon gets over, I'll, I'll head on down, all right? You're more than welcome, dude. We, need, right, to, we need to catch up, Thanks, dude. Man. I got some stories for you already. <laughs> Sounds oh, good. Thanks. You take care. Hey, All right. Wallace. All right. All right. No, I, then, I hung up on him. Matt, hey, so, so the, the guy that's unemployed, let's give him uh, we're going to give him a punt. Nice. Uh, Brian? 450. Yes, sir. Brian, uh, you are the yep. unemployed guy. Yes, I am. All right. You are the winner. Donnie Emler is hooking right. you up. I don't yeah, ever win anything. <laughs> you did tonight, my friend. Yeah. Welcome to the Pulp yeah, Show. Gonna, Thank FMS. I'm going to hook you up with a slip on for your YZ450. Donnie, that would be awesome. There will be FMS stickers all over my bike. Make sure well, you take like pictures and send so them much. to him. What a kind guy. Hey, Brian, can you stay on the line? Uh, Tits Legendary is going to get your info. Yes, I will. Thank uh, you very much, up, Donnie. I'm sorry. Take care. Yeah, if he hangs up on you, just call back. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. All right, yeah, wow, Brian's was, the winner. Why are you trying to clip Wallace, dude? That was bullshit. No, because Wallace and dude. Donnie are buddies. They can just... It doesn't matter, dude. That was He just came out and told his story, and he deserved to win. Dude, I'll tell you what. When we were in Mammoth one time, I, I, Wallace's pipe broke, and I swear <laughs> to you, bro, I go, let's just go get another one. And he goes, no, this is the pipe, dude. I've had this pipe on there. Dude, he went to the main lodge and found the people at Mammoth that, like, weld the, the freaking snow plows and crap. Yeah, well, and he, you... You know why? Because he had one of our old race team pipes from that thing. Exactly. Like, I'm not letting this go. Do you remember that? Yeah, so funny. Yeah, Wallace is a freaking character. I love that guy. I uh, can't believe that was him the whole time. I, know. I had no idea. Yeah, I had no idea either. Funny. Dude, he had me fooled. None of us. We've all known him for years, and none of us figured that out. Dude, the guy worked for me for two years, dude. I was around the guy every weekend, dude. I could never. <laughs> yeah. dude, he never he, good senior, job, Wally. Senior suspension. Maybe you should get him back. Nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he did a good job. Dude, I would, I would recommend him to anybody. That guy rules. Uh, all hey, right. you guys, so I missed part of the show, but uh, so what, what's the status with Josh? Uh, doesn't Man. know yet. Uh, gonna, hard to get doctors today and Martin Luther King Day, so uh, not going to know till tomorrow. FMF was work. FMF, so was Pulp MX. Um, he thinks that he'll, he'll know more, obviously, tomorrow. He thinks he's going to miss a race. Hey, what's your, out, so. what's, your, what's your output? What's your input on that? Did you see that at all? I missed that. So I heard something. Was it Jeff or Mike? 
Jeff, Jeff, the universe Jeff. got him finally. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I know. Do. I didn't see it. I heard things. So, uh, yeah. what do you guys think about it? Do you support Jeff? Do you support Jeff with FMF products over there on the I, Rock River? I, I do. I do sponsor the Rock River team. Well, Alessi and uh, the Alessis and FMF have a long, long relationship, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. You guys have helped them out forever. Uh, yeah, I thought it was bad. I thought it was dirty. I don't care what kind of exhaust he's running or not. I'm, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. It, I don't. I don't think it was good, man. It was. It was. Yeah. Hey, Donnie, do you want to hear a good FMF story I got for you? And it's Hit about one of one about one of your original FMF grinders. There was Varner. <laughs> oh God. Oh Varner. <laughs> Where do you start? Where do you start? <laughs> I would say this was probably ten years ago. We were at the river, and I was just with a bunch of my buddies that have nothing to do with racing, and we're at we're at Copper Canyon. And Does he have, like, a ski boat that he takes out to the river? Yeah, but this is the key. He was on his ski boat. It has a barbecue mounted to the, f- to the front of the bow. He had him all by himself and three dogs in his boat. <laughs> okay? And I see Varner. Like, and they're just hanging out at Copper Canyon, shirt off. Yeah, dude, just drinking beers. So I look at Varner, and he doesn't see me. And he's, like, two boats over from me. He goes to the bow of his boat. He taps himself on the belly three times, and he goes, and dives in the water. Dude, by this time, I am on the ground, and I'm thinking, like, there's someone laying on the bottom of his boat. He's going to get back up. So I go over there. I jump across a couple boats, and I go over there. I'm all, Varner, what's up? He's like, hey, what's going on, blah, blah, blah. And I'm all, who are you here with? He's like, it's me and the dogs. I'm like, who the hell goes to Havasu with their three dogs and by himself? He goes, little R&R. I said, holy shit. Yeah, that's Varner. We've all got stories of Varner. Varner's awesome. Uh, when I worked for the FMF Honda team, he took me to Loretta Lynn's Quad Nationals the week after the Bike Nationals. And our routine would be showing up maybe, I don't know, 9 o'clock, making sure everybody was good, making sure Doug Gust was handled. And then we'd go and fish in a creek. So, sounds about right. Uh, good times. Um, oh. All right. Well, hey, Donnie, thanks for coming on, man. Hey, well, uh, thanks, Paul by Max and Kenny and Steve. And I'm stoked to, be, uh, to have yeah. FMF on board the program. And, uh, yeah, so are we. Yeah. It's the first time I've had anything to do with FMF in 14 years. I'm, I'm, I don't know how to take this. It's kind of shell shock. Did you have FMF ever, Kenny? Never. Never. Never, never ever. Never. Every rider, every rider I've ever worked for has been Pro Circuit or somebody else. You were Pro Circuit else. at Triple X? Yeah. Wow. One sixty. Well, we were kind of. but On, on the 167? <laughs> what would you run then? A stock pipe? No, we ran a PC. Oh, okay. Kenny ran, uh-huh. a, one, Kenny ran a 167. Kenny drank the Kool-Aid, too. Yeah, <laughs> we ran a 167, and, and Rick Peterson was tell, was was saying that we'd have the best performance with your pipe, so go figure. Uh, but we had to run the other figure. thing. Good job. Hey, well, thanks again, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for coming on. Will you will you come back on uh, and just uh, rap with us some more sometime? Yeah, I just want yeah. to uh, to BS with you guys. It's pretty fun. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, we'll have to get you back on. We're, we're running a little late. We try to keep the show yeah. under three hours, but it never seems to work. Well, uh, to all the listeners, thanks uh, for the phone calls and thanks for an FMF, and uh, yeah. we're, we're excited. It's going to be a good year, and let's party. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, man. Thanks, Tom. All right, see you guys. All right, bye. bye. FMF's on board with the Pulp MX show. Sure sounds like it. Right? And when he says, let us tell everybody, he just did. He told them himself. Yeah, and he gives away a free pipe. That's awesome. Welcome aboard, bud. But having said that, we're still going to have Mitch Payton on the show. Of course. From time to time. So don't worry, everybody. We're not selling out. You know what's crazy? Like, 
when this whole thing happened. Oh, you know what? Mitch, I didn't even get to talking to him Mitch, about Mitch. Mitch, Mitch never, like, uh, he never, like, talked bad about them. And he's all he ever told me was, hey, you know what? They have a good, they have a good, pro, they have a good program. They do what they do, and we do what we do. And, you know, that's kudos to Mitch. That's just a class act. And, and class act is what Donnie said. I mean, they're doing what they need to do, and that's hey, it. Let's, uh, let's mow through these calls really quick and see what's going on, and then we'll go to commercial, and we'll come back with Michael Byrne. The burner. Open Mech Show, who's this? No one. They're no over one. it. Hey, who's this? Da- Daryl? Yeah. Hey, Daryl. What's happening? Calling in for the pipe. Uh, dude, uh, you get, missed it. We gave it to Brian. He was unemployed. Are you unemployed? Uh, I could be unemployed. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> hey, you guys are doing a great job. Oh, thanks, awesome bud. Seattle. All right. ORV, K-Dub. Oh, K-Dub, but no K-Dub Mathis. One. K-Dub, not Mathis. Nope. Mathis, you suck. No, no, we love you, Steve. All right. Thanks, man. I love Seattle. Hey, hey, before you get off the horn, are you still there? Oh, that sucks. I wanted to ask that guy where, you ever see Man vs. Food when they go to that place and they have that omelet that's big as a, a, like a, oh, dude. I wanted to take you there, see if you could take it. Who's on five? Dennis Jonan. Dennis? Jonan. Dennis? Dennis Jonan. Steve? He was on five. Hello? Hey, Jonan. No, this is Steve Cox. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Hi, Mimi. Oh, oh, Mimi. Don't get hurt. What's up, Steve Cox? How are you? Uh, I'm doing good, man. How are you guys doing? Uh, Good. Yeah, real good. How's Dirt Rider? Uh, It's good. Source source Interlink. Good. What was that? Source Interlink. Source, yeah, yeah. I mean, technically, that's more who I'm working for, but... Hey, you, my pay comes out of the dirt rider you could, uh, deal, though. You could go on motocross.com, which is what you write for now, and right. you, you could write the words, James Stewart won this weekend in Phoenix, and it would already improve that site 50%. <laughs> well, I, yeah, so I, I think you're going to be well, good. You're going to be good. Well, you can't well, do any worse. Is that motocross.com um, is like, that's what, it's, that's what we're kind of aiming for, is to make it more newsworthy, whatever stuff, and then Dirt Rider will just be, you know, all the product stuff, which is, you know, they were really good at, and they have a good following with that stuff. So, um, but no, I mean, mainly it was just a matter of, uh, uh, I, I don't know about improve. It's just different. You no, know? it's, it's just, improved. It's gonna be I know you, you can't right. say that, but I'm, I'm going to say that. All right. Well. Uh, um, but uh, uh, what's going on? How, how's everything? <laughs> it's good. All right. I was just calling in to, to, Talk to Mimi. I wanted to see how he's doing. You know, I mean, I heard the story. You told me that he like uh, told told somebody to hang themselves or something. So I just want to make sure he's doing okay. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. What, what's your yeah. uh, What's your take on the whole Jeff Alessi Josh Grant issue? Uh, I haven't. I didn't see it. Um, but from what it sounds like, I mean, it sounds. I, I know that back in the ra- in the amateur is the Alessis used to do the Millsaps thing to Josh Grant, too, at a lot of the amateur nationals where, you know, they'd line up on both sides of them and try and squeeze them out off the start and just always be jacking with them and stuff. So, I mean, I didn't see it at all, but but it wouldn't surprise me that way. Wow, okay. I mean, you know, it just sucks that people hold grudges for so long like that. That's what that's the part that kind of bothers me. I mean, they... they when did Josh debut? What was it, 2001 or two or something? You should know this. You should know no, this. You should know this. It was like 2004 or something, but it was a long time ago. So the point being that, like, you know, it, people should be growing up at some point and figuring out that, like, this is a real job and, 
You know, I mean, if, if me and Mathis acted that unprofessional and, and, you know, not in the way of taking somebody out, uh, you know, in a dangerous fashion like that, but if we just were, were just jackasses at our jobs, we wouldn't have jobs. Some would say that I am a jackass at my job. Josh Hansen Yeah, would. but you're, yeah, you're, you. you're like, you're a jackass in the way that, you know, I mean, it's like a circus clown, you know, you got to be a little bit of a jackass, but. So you're saying it, I'm a clown. <laughs> How am I funny? How am I funny? Hey. We got to go to a commercial, and then we got to get Michael Byrne on because Byrne's on the East Coast. Do you want to? Yeah, say hi. Do you want to hold? Yeah, if you, you want, want me to, but say hi to Byrne for me. No, no, no. Do you want to hold and then come on with Byrne? Oh yeah, I'll do that. I like Burner. Okay, we're gonna put you on hold. I don't think he likes you though. We're gonna run a commercial, cool. and then you're gonna come that back. Surprise me. All right, later. No, too many no, no don't do. go later. Hold on. No, no, no. <laughs> later, as in like later, not as in like the euphemism for you, goodbye. Our commercial is how long, tits? Uh, four minutes thirty-eight seconds. Okay, so four minutes thirty-eight seconds. We'll come back to you. Yeah, four minutes thirty-eight seconds later. Later, jerky. All right, Steve Cox is on hold. Thank you for listening to the Pulp Mech Show. Don't forget, go to xbandgoggles.com. Uh, please buy some snow and snowboard goggles, fifty percent off. Type in the code X Snow and uh, and get yourself some snow goggles. Little known fact, tits: the snow goggle is the same as the moto goggle, so you could get a snow goggle for fifty percent off. Buy a lens, and you're back. That's how good the goggles are. You could just switch your lens yeah. out. You could go for a two and two. You could go to the to the dirt bike track uh-huh. and then load up and go to the mountain and wear your same goggles in the same day. I wonder day. if my wife's listening right now. I really need some more coffee. Um, but we're going to go to commercial. And thank you. And we will be right back with Michael Byrne. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Presented to you by BTOsports.com. Featuring Kenny Watson and that other guy. Thanks for listening. Please support our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOsports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code M-A-T-T-H-E-S, and any order over 100 bucks gets a Mathis-sized discount. BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. Racing since 1970, O'Neill is the original American MX company supplying fine apparel, protection, and accessories for over four decades. O'Neill is proud to support top racers worldwide including the Moto Concepts Yamaha Racing Team in the U.S. Supercross and Outdoor National Series. In 2010, O'Neill worked with top racing professionals, including Grant Langston, Tim Ferry, and Ricky Dietrich, in developing its all-new 2011 line. O'Neill's hardware line is the toughest money can buy and has been critically acclaimed for durability, fit, form, and function by Motocross Action Magazine. Hardware pants and jerseys are designed to function while putting you ahead of the pack in fast-forward fashion. When it's time to gear up, check out O'Neill.com or an authorized O'Neill dealer near you. The next time you need to get your bike dialed, think about contacting JGRMX for all your engine and suspension modifications. Joe Gibbs Racing jumped feet first into Supercross and Motocross a few years ago, and using their state-of-the-art engine and suspension dynos, they are able to provide you with the best mods out there. Using what they learned from team riders like Davey Millsaps, Justin Brayton, and Cooper Webb, JGRMX can get you and your bike to the top level. 
Look for an announcement soon for the all-new amateur motocross team. Check them out on the web at JGRMX.com. JGRMX is a semi-proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. If you live your life loud, then Kicker Audio Components are for you. Kicker has been behind the sport of Supercross and Motocross for a long time now and is a personal sponsor of some of the biggest names the sport has ever seen. Names like Jeremy McGrath, Ricky Carmichael, Chad Reed, and others rely on Kicker for all of their needs. Kicker's been around a long time and is known to bring their best into each and every product they make. Whether it's speakers, amplifiers, subwoofers, or any other product, we have you covered. Check us out on the web at kicker.com and remember, live it loud. Brand goggles are the result of over 25 years of experience in the eyewear business, and the product has been race-proven at the highest levels. For 2010, X-Brand has Mike Alessi, Moto Concepts Yamaha, Josh Strang, and many others wearing the Gox and Gox Liquid Performance eyewear. X-Brand goggles are exclusively distributed by MTA. Check out our complete line of goggles at your local dealer or at thexbrand.com. Welcome back to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOsports.com. Hey, another thing to tell you guys about BTOsports.com. You spend $100, you get, and use the code discount code MATHIS, you get a you get a discount on your order. So 15%, I believe. Tits, 15%. Can you believe that? Amazing. If, 15%. How much? I turned your microphone off because you're, you're answering calls during the show. 15%? Hey, Cox. Yeah, what's up? Hey, welcome back. Hi, thanks. Uh, all right. Michael Byrne. What's happening? Hey, thank you for coming on the show. You're on uh, the Pulp Mech show with uh, Mathis Watson. Steve Cox is on the line, too. So, nice. I yeah. know you don't give a shit about Cox. Not many people do. Hey, <laughs> Daddy <Daniel> Cox. <laughs> That's it, dude. <laughs> only, only Cox I like is Cox Cable. <laughs> hey, Cox. That's my how dad's m- company. Yeah, Steve. Yeah, right. Steve, how many uh, Cox jokes <laughs> can you possibly have heard in your life? Oh, man. Since. since Kids knew what a cox was, like, you know, since yeah. they knew how to make that into something. So that's what, like, second grade. Do you have a particular I, favorite? Uh, well, I think that Maeda, when I was working over at Transworld, you know, he was the first one that, like, did the likes thing. So that was that was yeah. relatively original. Otherwise, right. it's always the same shit. Right, right. Do you, have, do you ever own a cox airplane? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I bet you loved Walk Hard, huh? The Dewey Cox story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, Burn. Let's uh, let's talk to our guest, Michael Burn. Yeah, Burn, exactly. Burner, what's going on? How's the prognosis? When are you coming back racing? 
Uh, actually, I went to the doctor today. Uh, he said everything's healing up really well, and mm-hmm. uh, I should be able to start riding um, end of the week. End of the um, week, nice. So then, how much? So, so then, how, how long is it taking you? Realistically, I want to ride for. You know, I, I want to be in shape and be ready to go when I come back. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to rush back and uh, you know just be riding around out there. That's for sure. But so 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 give us what two weeks? Two to four. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking definitely. Uh, yeah, three to four weeks. Okay, all right. Um, well, that's a real bummer that you got hurt. I know uh, BTOSports.com sponsor of our show, big sponsor of you. They they were bummed too. They were looking to make a splash with Michael Byrne this year. Not that we're not making a splash with Jason Thomas, but uh, I mean you're. Yeah, no, it was. I mean, it, it you know it definitely sucked. You know, everything was going really well before uh, before Bessie as far as just getting the bike set up and how I was feeling and. Uh, you know, I actually felt really good at Bercy, too. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, I can't help it if I hate ball sticking out. And, you know, it's just unfortunate. So, mm-hmm. uh, Tough year last year for you, but uh, what is it about – one of the things that led you to sign with the team was back on a Suzuki. What is it about the Suzukis that you like so much? Uh, it's just a bike that felt comfortable to me. You know, like it, it uh, just seemed to suit my riding style really well and, I would ride, I rode a Suzuki for so long. I know exactly what I, you know, what I want to accomplish from that bike as well. So mm-hmm. that uh, that definitely helps. And it's still the same. Really, it's still the same motorcycle. You know that uh, I raced in '08 and '09. So just you know, minor changes all the time. So mm-hmm. um, it's definitely something that I'm comfortable with. And uh, you know, they you know they working with Mitch too with engine and stuff. And uh, you know, factory connection. I've I've worked with them before for suspension. So. Right. You know, they have a, you know they have some good people behind them. So people who I've had relationships with before, and um, you know wanted, wanted to work with again. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your take on the season so far? What do you what are you seeing? What uh, give us some bench racing? Uh, I mean, I think uh, on the weekend definitely. You know, James and Alvi were a little bit faster than everybody else, but uh, it seems like it's the uh, you know the guys who are ready are were ready again. You know, I think it's uh, it's always a lot of build up each year, and mm-hmm. um, you know when it comes down to it, it's, it just still seems like the same group of guys always. <laughs> so I don't think uh, you know. Obviously, there's more guys now. I think that's what uh, what most of the hype is about. Just that there's more more guys who are going to go that same speed. But you know, as the year goes, you always find that there's just a you know a group of guys who are in front. Of this group of guys, mm-hmm. so um, it, I mean, it, it's great racing. That's for sure. There's, there's a lot of big names out there, and a lot of guys who can win mm-hmm. or or can be on the podium. So I think that's what makes it a little bit more exciting. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, did you? What's uh, what's your take on Chad and his uh, his riding so far? I thought he rode much better in Phoenix um, than he did in Anaheim. What, what's your take on that? Yeah, I think for Anaheim, you know, realistically, for him to put everything that he put together and come away with the top five, um, you know, I thought that was a win for him, really. Mm-hmm. You know, what just to get to where he was in that short amount of time and uh, put that whole program together. I thought in Phoenix, he actually, yeah, I thought he definitely rode way better. I mean, I watched him off the start, and he got a terrible start. Mm-hmm. was way back off the start, maybe any... He was probably 15th when I looked around the first corner, and you know to come up and you know battle with Ryan and you know and you know beat Ryan and 
and get a fourth was, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I thought that was definitely more progress. Right, right, right. And uh, um, for yourself, working with uh, JT, you guys have really become buddies, huh? Yeah, no, JT is awesome. You know, it's it's great to, uh, to have someone who lives close and we hang out and, you know, I can try and help him and, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, try and help him put the BTO team in the, in the final each weekend and, you know, until I get back and, uh, you know, just, just help him out and make it better. Yeah, uh, if anybody wants to call in and ask Burner a question, 702-586-PULP, 702-586-785. You got a question, Steve Cox? Yeah, yeah. Hey, Burner, is there something about Bercy that makes it a little tougher or easier to get hurt because it's like a one-off and so tight and all that stuff? What is it about that place? Uh, I mean, I think this year what made it so difficult was that the dirt was just was so soft uh, for the first night. Um the, you know, like it was really, really rutted, um, which which definitely made it tricky. Um, some of the spots, some of the track is narrow or it gets narrower. You know, as I found out when I hit the hay bale, you know, I took off, you know, definitely well clear of the bales. And when I landed, there was a hay bale that wasn't perfectly straight and I was on the edge of the track. So um, there's a lot, of, a lot of little things that, come into play, but I think this year the, the main reason for a lot of the guys crashing was just because the soil was so soft and rutted and it was just catching people off guard. Yeah, Sunday it was much better, but you were by that time in a hospital. Yeah, I'd already spent a couple of days in the hospital by then. Yeah, yeah, Sunday. No, no visit from you, by the way. My Steelers did beat Oakland, so <laughs> I was hey, pretty happy about that. I think that Bercy... Um, the chances of getting injured there are higher than any other race in the world because you're racing three nights in a row, back to back to back. Yeah, so. yeah, that that definitely. Uh, yeah, this year they cut the laps down for the final. I think there are only maybe 14 or 15 laps, so they were trying to, you know, I guess make it a little easier, you know, because definitely three nights of of full mm-hmm. racing with heat races and sprint laps and you know 20 lap finals is would definitely be really, really demanding on a track that's, you know, nearly 50 seconds long, so. Right. Um, sorry about the non-visits. I was probably deep in Bear Claws. Yeah, for uh, sure you were. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I did. yeah you were enjoying Starbucks and Bear Claws while I was enjoying <laughs> hospital food. Well, I had to cover the, now you make me feel bad. I had to cover the race. <laughs> <laughs> I, I told your wife, to, I told your wife to say that I feel sorry for you. Maybe, maybe she didn't pass that on. Um. Uh, and your Steelers caught a huge break with the Pats losing, by the way. So, um, yeah, I was I was pretty happy about that. Yeah, really, huh? They might go to the Super Bowl. Well, that's hopefully the plan. <laughs> that's the plan. The wife, would be, the, the wife would be happy. I've never met an Australian who's so into football like you. I mean, Reedy's like. You ever get? Sorry, Reedy's like. I think I know all the rules. You know what I mean? And I don't think <laughs> Maddie's into it too much. Well, I was forced into it, like married. My wife is from Pittsburgh, and their family is crazy, crazy football people. So whether I really wanted to enjoy it or not, and I didn't really, I mean, I enjoyed football in Australia when I was there, you know, because I understood our football and, you know, I loved to watch it. And then I didn't really get into it here because I didn't really understand it. And then once, uh, once Betty and I were together, just having, like, she would want to watch football more than what I would, you know, every <laughs> Sunday. So, yeah. I kind of got dragged into it, and then I started to understand it more. And, uh, you know, I definitely enjoy it now that I understand how it's all played. Yeah. Um, 
Does she make you wear that ridiculous Steelers hat? Yeah, she packed she packed the Steelers hat for me for the weekend. Oh, jeez. We usually have jerseys and stuff we have to wear on Sundays. You're kidding me. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, well, her dad, your father-in-law, has a Steeler tattoo, correct? Yes, correct. Wow. Um, they did beat the Raiders, too, that weekend in Bercy, so it was like a double whammy. You got hurt, and they beat the Raiders. Um, uh Hey, JT hasn't answered. JT hasn't answered any texts or anything. How angry is he? What happened to him in the heat race? Did Freeze clean him out? Ah, uh, yes, they definitely. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, yes, they definitely came together. Uh, <laughs> I've never heard of that ever in my life. Vince Freeze. Right? <laughs> uh, as hard as it is to believe, I yeah. think it did happen. That's uh, expert goggles, Vince Freeze. Um, no doubt, his vision was clear as he saw JT in that corner. Um, what? They they were pushing each other, weren't they? Kinda. Yeah, it was. I don't know. It was kind of silly, really, mm-hmm. because they were both in qualifying position. So, yep. You know, to take each other out is is kind of pointless. You don't really want to go to an LCQ these days. No, no, not you at all. Who, you never know who's going to be in there. So. Hey, dude, did you see uh, that maneuver? Know, they fell on top of each other, and then he was trying to get his bike up, and JT was already on top of his bike, standing on it. So, kind of hard to pick up your bike if that's the case. Hey, Bernard, did you see that maneuver that happened between Chad, Dungy, and Brayton. Uh, Brayton over the triple? Was that gnarly or what? Did you see that? Yeah, I, yeah, I was actually, when I, when I watched the final from the stands, I was actually standing, like, facing that triple. So when they came out of the corner and hit that, and I think, like, it was crazy. Like, they hit really hard in the air, and they flew, actually, like locked together in the air. I don't yeah. know how. I don't know how someone didn't get hurt there. I'm, that's yeah, I don't know how they didn't didn't crash for sure. I would definitely uh, very, have my best. Very scary. Absolutely. Yeah, I was uh, I was right in the press box. That's where that that was, and it was. I mean, usually guys do not both survive that. <laughs> no, it's, three no, guys. You, yeah. you usually don't hit that hard and mm. actually no stay together once you've already hit. You know, in flight. Who's the ag- Who's the aggressor of that whole deal? Thing. Who do you think the who the, who who should have let off? To me, it was Brayton because Reed didn't jump the triple, and Brayton <clears throat> cut over to jump it. You know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Chad obviously blocked on the inside, and then you know JB cut back because he didn't jump the triple. But I don't think Justin realized how close Ryan was. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ryan was going definitely straight, but JB was like took off behind Chad and was cutting across, so he was going to miss him on the landing ramp, but I don't think that Justin realized he was there, and and Ryan was already committed, and we know both committed, so you couldn't really back out, and it was definitely, definitely a close one. Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of that kind of stuff going on this year, and I just don't want to see anyone get hurt. That's lame. Hey, uh, um, yeah, I mean, no one really wants to back off. <laughs> that's, the, that, uh, that's the hardest part, you know? Hey, Steve. Wants to, no one wants to give up a spot. Hey, Steve, did you see that? See which? Yeah, he doesn't know what you're talking about. He wasn't even there. Was he there? <laughs> he know he no, wasn't. No, what? You Not right here. You weren't even at Phoenix. No, I was at Phoenix. I didn't see you. I didn't see you either. Dude, no, everybody keeps saying that, but I'm wondering if it's like because I'm so thin now that, uh, you know, people just don't notice me. You know, I, I blend into the crowd better. Yeah, but we usually can't see you, but we could hear the mouth. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why, but I keep I do keep getting that a lot though. I don't know why. Hey, pulling a Tony Alessi. Hey, Burner. Yo. How often does your is your browser set to go to uh, motocross.com right now? 
How often is my what? How much? How often do you go to motocross.com on your computer? I guarantee you, he doesn't even know what Steve Cox is doing right now. So I doubt it doesn't even go to motocross.com. That's because I'm not news, dude. I'm 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 yeah, the uh, dude that reports. News. When I go to motocross.com, I just unless it's on Twitter, I whatever's on Twitter. Really <laughs> um, uh, no, I'm just saying Steve Cox is there and he's making it much better. So uh, maybe you should check it out more often. Hey, Steve, might give me some love. I'll uh, I'll check it out. Yeah, exactly. Why don't you do something with Burner Cox? Yeah, normally I just hate Michael Burn, right, Mikey? So, Mikey, you talk to him like he's like one of your boys. Cox on me all the time. Dude, if you ain't in the top five guy, you're not one of the top five guys. Cox ain't giving no one love. Or if your name's not Jake Weimer or Burn, Burn actually is one of the top five guys if he's healthy. True. He's got to like. That's the whole part, you know. <laughs> actually, be racing, yeah, which you will be soon, right? Yeah, realistically, Bernie, when you come back, you want to get in that mix. You think you can be in that top five or challenging for that spot? I mean, if I'm in no, he doesn't. Well, I'm, just be. I'm just saying. No, he doesn't. He wants to be fifteenth every week. What the hell kind yeah, of question I mean, is that? All right, fine, forget it. Okay, fine. You know, so I, I want to be ready. I don't want to come back unless I'm right. Unless I'm in shape. Yeah, that was a dumb question. Hey, Tits, write that down, what he just said on this date. Hey, JT <laughs> has already said that he's, uh, you know, JD doesn't think he can win, so I don't think yeah. it's necessarily a completely stupid question, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, well, it's not about winning, though. It's about knowing that you can at least be in the mix or whatever, like, you know, up in that, that group. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to, you know, win those events or, or whatever. And I mean, JG maybe didn't feel like he was ready quite yet, but... I mean, the guys, I don't think there are, you know, there are very few, I think there are very few guys in the top 20 that go to the races, you know, with rides and stuff who don't expect to be somewhere up in there, like, right. every week. You know, that's that's why they... Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, even if, if, you're at the, if you're at the race right now and you're in anywhere from 5th to 12th, I mean, you're in a pretty heated battle right now. Yeah. You know, that's a big group of guys, so... I mean, you, yeah. hopefully yeah. you beat Watson's guys because, good God, I mean, he's managing these guys. That's already a deficit that you should be able to make up on. Um, <laughs> hey, Watson, you almost hired Burner, Plano Honda. Yeah, he he came to Australia and denied my ride after he got here. Wow. I did <laughs> Matha said, I almost hired you at Plano Honda, and I said, yeah, we had everything ready to go, and you showed up, and you said you, you didn't want to ride. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> uh, uh, good times. Um, what was I uh, – oh, my train of thought. So so JT is just angry. That's why he's not responding to any calls or, or texts. Is that it? Is that the deal? Or has he locked himself in a room or what? Like, seriously, I, mean, I can't I get a hold of I'll, I'll see him tomorrow. Maybe I'll try and get down to the bottom for uh, – I'm sure he's upset. Yeah, I mean, I just – it's unlike him. I'm the little he's guy. usually the LCQ king, too. And... Yeah. It just didn't work out for him on the weekend. Hey, what's your take? Did you see the race on TV? Yeah, I checked it out. What'd you take on uh, Jeff Alessi, Josh Grant? Yeah, that was, I don't know. I didn't really know what to think. At, at first, I thought, like, Jeff was, like, definitely blocking him bad. And then, uh, and then at the end of it, it looks like he was, like, trying to get out of the way, like, almost. And then, you know, obviously, it's just, didn't end up good for Josh because he was just pinned up against the bell the whole time. So yeah, um, I definitely don't think it was very fair, and definitely not something that you, uh, you know, that I would that I would pull on the tracks. 
for sure. So yeah, no, Michael Burns not known for that sort of those sort of moves. What about the traction control thing and the absolute uh, ridiculousness that that is? Do you have any comments on it? Yeah, I don't think. Uh, I mean, traction control. I mean, you don't need a wheel sensor to, to have that these days. I mean, mm-hmm. they do that with just ignitions. You know, on the factory teams, you can do that. So, right. I think. Uh, you know, I think the whole wheel, wheel speed sensor thing is. Um, you know, it's definitely blown out of proportion. I think obviously they're trying to learn some stuff about changing the bike when when he's on the track. And mm-hmm. um, you know, I know that Sergio, who, who I work with at Kawasaki, you know, is working with them now. And um, you know, he's definitely into the to the whole getting data and stuff from the bike to make it better. And mm-hmm. I think that's what they're trying to do. You know, right. maybe they're searching for something. Maybe they're you know searching for a new setting and. They're just trying to find out some data on the bike. I don't really think. I, mean, yeah. I don't think it's an advantage. Kind of unfair for. I, mean, for I think he's definitely adding adding weight. You know, those computers and all that kind of stuff that they're bowling on ain't ain't really uh, the lightest. Just under two lightest. pounds is what Brooks mm-hmm. told me. Just under two pounds. That's what Larry told me. Um, which I found surprising. It would run two pounds. You know. Yeah. Um, Cox, what do you, what's your take on all that? I think uh, I lost two pounds after dinner yesterday. So I don't know that that's a, a huge, I mean, I, I guess it's a big deal because I always count grams, but like two pounds, I don't know. It seems like it's kind of a small amount in the overall scheme of things, especially when it's down low on the bike. So it's not like adding the higher center of gravity or uh, anything like that. But honestly, I don't know. I don't understand uh, what all the hubbub's about. Like it's something you can literally buy, right? You can go out and buy it yourself. Yes. Not like something they may like. So who cares if you don't, if you think it's unfair, go buy one. Yeah, I think I think the main thing is is that obviously with Sergio being with James now, like James is a guy who is into that stuff and can read the data. I think that's the important thing, you know, that, right. that they're trying to take out of it is that we could all have it, but you need someone who knows everything about it and and is into it, you know. Yeah. Otherwise, you just wasting your time, you know, because that stuff's very complicated, and um, you know, you've got to have the right guy working it. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. It's only, yeah, I mean, at Yamaha, we had it at Yamaha, obviously, it weighed a lot more, and we didn't, we used it a little bit, but we didn't have a dude um, to really interpret it. You know, we had a road race guy, but he wasn't a moto guy, and he didn't really know what was going on, so we were like, okay, scrap this, you know, like, you're exactly right, Burner, that, that, that's the deal, so... Yeah, and yeah, I, I, mean, I think maybe obviously they've got it worked out. Maybe with the new fuel injection system, that it doesn't and it doesn't really weigh much because I mean when we did it at Cali and you, know, you had to have a special tank that was made because there was so much electronics that you needed to to hide underneath the fuel tank. The fuel tank was very small, so it definitely mm-hmm. didn't go twenty laps. Yeah, and you know we get data that way from testing. So. Um, I mean, to be able to get data from the race situation would be ideal, and obviously they've figured it out. So, I mean, yeah. it's definitely not like it's traction control, like he's cheating, you know. I don't yeah. think it's even traction control at all. I think they're just trying to get wheel speed data. Maybe it's spinning up in the whoops or something, or he's losing traction here, and they're just trying to figure it out. So, mm-hmm. um, Yeah, I thought, I, it was definitely un- think it's I thought it was unfair of Aaron to ask that to James, you know. I thought that was a little bit of an ambush job that she was told to do anyways, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's their job, you know, they're trying to find out what it is, and, you know. 
Yeah, but they. That's, what, that's, what, that's what they're trying to do. Yeah, but it's it's a friggin' wheel sensor. You know what I mean? The way they don't know what it is, and that's their. If you're gonna ask a question, no problem. I agree, but know what you're talking about, which they didn't. So yeah, I mean, I maybe have one, I have one of the wheel sensor for that. You know, like, yeah. Dude, Cox, no one cares if you have one. Maybe dodging a little bit, made it a little bit worse. You know, but yeah. I'm uh, sure he's upset that they even thought that, that that's what it was, so maybe that's why he dodged it, because it's like, you know, he's mm-hmm. accusing me of cheating, and it's not even cheating, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, uh, Cox, would you agree that Burner is one of the nicest guys in the pits, always for the interview or for whatever you need? I would say it's not even like one of. He was probably the nicest guy if you ever need anything or whatever. And, and you know, it's funny. One, one of the things I wanted to say about him um, when you said I was going to stay on for this whole deal or whatever um, is that one of the coolest things I thought was last year when I was in Australia and he was trying to figure out what was going on for this year and all this different stuff. Um, you know, he, he's just going to go racing. I love that. Like his attitude was, well, if I don't get a ride in the U S I'll just race here in Australia, you know? And I just like that, that, you know, he's, he just wants to race. And, uh, I think that's, that's a really cool thing. You know, got, uh, today a lot of guys get caught up in all kinds of other bullshit and Mike, Michael's just like, you know, give me a starting gate and a dirt bike, and I'm gonna go go Guy, do that. Guys like Burner and Ferry, they're warriors. That's what they are. <laughs> yeah, they're warriors. <laughs> uh, hey, Burn, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Uh, we got to wrap up a yeah. little early. We're we're running behind. We took too long talking to guys like Cox. So, um, <laughs> thank you for coming on. No problem. I'll see I'll see you guys this weekend. Yeah, thanks very much. Uh, see you, man. Uh, man. See you. Bye. Hey, do you think Regal has that? Thing on his or yeah, Regal had everything that James had. Does he? That's okay. been BTOSports.com. Michael Byrne, uh, Cox. Uh, thanks, man. Yeah, thank you. All right, see you guys. See ya. All right, let's uh, let's move the show along and go right to the uh, news segment here. Uh, we might end up going long tonight. Kenny, can you can we go long or you got to go? Let's let's not talk about me right now. Not me, me. The uh, show isn't about me. All Cox. right, time for the BTOSports.com news. Miss Justin. Breaking news from the BTOSports.com news desk of Tits Legendary. All right, starting off, uh, there's a press release that Arma Energy Snacks was partnering with Dodge, Hart, and Huntington. Kenny, can you elaborate on this, how long the deal is for or anything like that? One-year deal, and Arma is a partner with the race team. They came aboard uh, right before the first race. You got yourself some solid sponsors there, Watson. I think so. You got to deal with Hollywood, though, huh? Hollywood's all right. Hollywood's he's uh, I think Hollywood is uh misunderstood. I really do. He's one of those guys Somebody that Somebody check the archives for previous Kenny Watson <laughs> words about Hollywood. No, I've never said it. I've told you what I said about Hollywood was he might have done some some stuff, but he's always been an asset to this industry. He he's does brought, he, he does bring things He's to the table. brought a lot of things to this industry and you know what? He's bringing a, another big time company into this industry so you can, anyone can say what they want about Hollywood. He's doing it. Uh, also, Armor Energy, Energy Nuts teaming up with Suzuki City. Let me tell you, it's not nuts. It's Arma Energy Snacks. 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 Yeah. Ar- Get it right. Arma Energy Snacks teaming up with Suzuki City. Exactly. Bringing up Jason Lawrence. Correct. Going to come back. So, it's rumored that he'll be riding for them for uh, possibly some of the East Coast rounds, yeah. maybe the Nationals. I don't know. How's that going to turn out, Watson? I have no idea. That's I think that's what everybody says, yeah. They have I have no, no idea. idea, but I know that they have Bubba, or uh, sorry, they have Bubba. Mal- they have Mal- Mal- they have Malcolm. Yep. And uh, Lemoyne. Yep. Lemoyne. No, Lemoyne's doing his own thing. I heard. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Malcolm and Jason Lawrence. 
probably shouldn't be much going on over there in those pits. Mm-hmm. Uh, else? Um, yeah, good times. Uh, tits, what else you got? All right. Uh, did you guys watch hey, on the – You got a phone call. <laughs> I'll, I'll get to the phone call in a minute. Whoa, whoa. I'm sorry, wow. listener. Kenny. You'll have to hold for a minute. I'm Kenny, in he, the middle of something. He here. calls shots. Yeah, deal with it. Anyway, I like it. It, it. I like it. At the end of the TV, they had Brett Michaels on uh, talking about his rock hard, ride hard. I put award. the guy on hold, Tits. Don't worry about oh, it. I did your job. Thank you. Thank you. Anyway, he looked absolutely Michaels. awesome. Yeah, Brett Michaels in did his Fox that? jersey and uh, his bandana. I'm not. Uh, I like the guy's music, but I'm not really that into I like the, the whole. Guy's music. I'm not. <laughs> I do. I like Poison back in the day, but I'm really not into that whole. I think it's kind of cheese ball. I wonder if his Fox jersey could have got any tighter. I thought, and, and no disrespect to the guy, but it was an awful choice to have him wearing that thing, like to try and make him look like he was in. Or, I mean, he could have worn whatever he normally. But you wears. know what he did yeah. wear. Yeah. But I guarantee you, he did wear that jersey because you know why? If if it was from Feld, he would have had a parts unlimited. He would have had a Thor jersey on. Mm. So I guarantee you, he showed up in that jersey. Do you or do you not make fun of dudes? And I hope nobody's listening to the show or in the chat room. Dudes, if you show up at the track with a tight jersey tucked into your pants, we do make – I will make fun of you. I don't make fun of him. It's just like going to a concert and see some guy with a concert shirt on tucked in. That's what I wear when I go to the Supercross, so I'll try and avoid you. I don't want to get made fun of. Just answer the call. <laughs> Hold, please. Hey, the guy's, the guy's into it. Brett Michaels? Yeah. I can't believe you brought him up tonight to Josh Grant. Like, hey, dude, you might win this award. No, Josh Grant said it. I didn't. I said you should. No, you, you said it. No, I didn't. Yes, Josh you Grant. did. My, he, he agreed with you. He didn't bring up that, hey, dude. I might win the Brett Michaels award. Tits? Yes, he did. Tits? He said that's why there's an award like that. that I'm Brett sorry. Michaels. I'm answering the phones. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Why did the guy hang up? Because I don't know how to take calls off a of hold. Perfect. <laughs> So I'm sorry hey, to whoever did, called. But did Kenny Watson not? Did Kenny Watson not ask Josh Grant about what it would be like to win that Brett Michaels award? No, I didn't. I said he said it. It's cool that Brett Michaels is coming in to put up that money for an award like that. And I said, yeah, maybe you can win it now. You're going to go over diversity and you're going to come back. Uh, no comment. I, I don't remember. All right, we'll go back how, to the archives and we'll, somebody in the chat room says that uh, Josh Grant did say that. That's all right. I'm not going to argue with you, dude. I'm, right. I'm above you. What else you got, kids? Uh, anyway, Paris Raceway is reopening under new management. It seems like the people with uh, Paula Our, Raceway. RJ and Tortelli had it. Team together. Didn't work out. Best dirt in California. Best dirt in California. At Paris Raceway? Yes. Okay. Awesome they need dirt. to borrow the dirt from there for the for the races. Oh, I love that track. When it was when you show up at like 9 and it was groomed before it got rough because it gets rough, oh, I just felt like Johnny O out there. It was hey. awesome. What about when they used to have the warm-up race there? I, I know. I never went to any of those. Those are awesome. Would dudes show up with their full bikes, or was it kind of just – Yeah, yeah. yeah they, was like that was like their pre-race right, right. back in the day. I mean, Breaking all the semis the would be there. Really? Oh, yeah. It was awesome. And they didn't they stop you at halftime and give you uh, – Everyone would line up yeah. at halftime, and then they would drop a Timmy, flag. Timmy said one time he couldn't start his bike, and a guy ran him from behind, ran into him from behind. You know, because they just throw a flag. I don't know they how they go. did. They lined them up, like, side by side, like, the one, two, No, three. it was one guy in front. He said it was no, single it line. Wasn't. No, well, it wasn't. Right, don't was doubt no. Tim Ferry. I did. I was there. Uh, what else you got, Tits? Well, to elaborate on what we were talking about, the uh, they had a limited opening last weekend, and they should be fully functional within 45 days. So all the California people out there, uh, you got that to look forward to. Yeah, but next, next th- dirt in California. Right. Next thing is – Best uh, dirt in California. Okay, best dirt in California. 
next week, Supercross heads to Dodger Stadium. It'll be the first time. Kenny doesn't care. Ever. We already cleared. We already talked Dude, about Dude, I'll this. tell you what. I'm pumped for Dodger Stadium because I, I bleed, think it's going to be awesome. I bleed Dodger blue. I love the Dodgers. And Chavez Ravine. I'm I went there pumped. for a baseball game. I'm drove pumped. It it, and I got to say, I'm really happy I watched a baseball game in my life at Chavez Ravine. Yep, so cool. You should be. Fenway Park, I've been to. I've never. I will not set a foot in Fenway uh, Park. Wrigley, Wrigley Field is the last one on my list. Yeah, perfect. Um, Kenny right. doesn't care. I think it's awesome. It's good. I'm looking forward I, to this weekend. I, I do think care. It'll be great. I do yeah. care. Kids, I care are you about coming to any races? Um, you know, I don't know. Yeah, hey, about know. it. You're gonna go it's to Vegas Supercross? You think? Uh, if I can get a ticket. Yeah. I don't have anything yet, but I certainly wouldn't wouldn't count it out. I don't think this show is gonna help you get a ticket. <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> I'm not counting on it. I wouldn't. Oh. Anyway, I wouldn't. <laughs> if I were you, I'd sit home and watch it because I know that one's live for sure. It is live. Yeah. It is. It Believe is. me, if I didn't have to be there, I wouldn't. Well, okay. Did you um, Did you actually watch the race uh, from the manager's tower this weekend? Uh, no, I sat in the rider section. <laughs> you did? Yeah. But better than a suite with a mixed drink, which you also have been. Yeah, seeing. but you know what? They we didn't have a suite, but we'll have one at Dodger Stadium, and you can count your red ass. I'll be out there. Yeah. All right. With your monkey butt. All right, anyway, this last weekend, Josh Coppins won the New Zealand Supercross Championship Ooh. in the fourth and final round. So that's big news there, Tits. All, all you, uh, <laughs> hey. That's hey, huge. I don't, like, I don't like your attitude. I, right? I guarantee you people are, like, at the edge of their seat going, oh, really, Coppins won? <laughs> yeah, it's big news. Oh, come on. Yeah, buzz his ass. That was right. retarded. <laughs> I hate you guys. Um, anyway, uh, next week, or sorry, not next week, uh, it the, during the A1 telecast, they talked about the race it was going to be taking over for the uh, U.S. Open that'll be in October. Supposed to be some huge deal, taking all stuff. You guys know anything about that? Care to elaborate? Yeah, I'll elaborate on that. I'll believe it um, when it happens. They always say that, and then shit happens where they pull the plug, just like for the Open. Oh, okay, Steve. Yeah. Yeah. You exactly. Next question. He doesn't care. <laughs> All right. Uh, also on the got a Twitter, got a Twitter. Suzuki City's roster also includes Sean Lipovanovich. Lipovanovich. Lipanovich. Not Billy Lanovich. Lipanovich. Yep. Okay. Thank you, Gio. All right. Kerry uh, Hart mentioned during the A1 telecast that uh, having he's immediately Dodge firing his team manager. <laughs> he announced it live on so, the air. Sorry, Kenny. Kenny, have you been? Those are your two weeks' notice. <laughs> Glad to hear it. I heard it here first. Yes, I would like to formally announce that uh, we're having a good race. Tedesco's riding good. Blos is good. I'd also like to take the opportunity to announce that we have let relieved our team manager of his duties in we, two weeks. We have a six-year goal, and Kenny Watson is, <laughs> is not part of it. Kenny Watson is three years, and he's fulfilled his, <laughs> his duties, and I'm done. I helped get the program to where it's at, and now I'm SOL. Uh, well, uh, for, more on this, for more on this, talk to Burns Jordan. And uh, Wagner Steve. Yeah. Because <laughs> Jordan was your boss. He's just looking at him. <laughs> Next. Next. Well, Jordan anyway. was at Anaheim. Oh, he's one guy who won't do the show, right? He doesn't like Yeah, me. he don't like you either. He's, he's letting the dream go? The, tri the triple X thing Never. lives on? Never. Never. All right. That's all. And that's the news. You're welcome. Kenny, is, it, is everybody awake still? Hey, you ready to do a Kenny's Corner? <laughs> everybody awake? Kenny's energy level 
drop down. Perhaps we give him his energy boost that he needs. There you go. Yeah. yeah. The other guy show. 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 I have documentation. Pokemon Max will see Mathis as your host. The third second border sideways on the red. All right, Kenny, you better now? You didn't get to my part and you cut me off. That's bullshit. <laughs> All right. You want me to start it again? Kenny's no, part. I'm over it. Uh, I listen to that shit every night before anyway, I go to bed. Here you go. Yeah. I'm kind of a big deal. People know me. I've been around. I know a lot of people. It's Kenny's Corner. You if you don't like it. Suck it. All right, Kenny's Corner. Three random people. Uh, he does not know who these people are, and he's going to give us his best story from these three people. And uh, always a good time. And I never know what Kenny's going to come up with because, God damn it, he's done a lot and seen a lot and been there. So know a lot of people. Know a lot of people. <laughs> been, been around. Uh, first name for Kenny's Corner, Steve Boniface. Ooh. What do you got? Well, Steve Boniface and I have never really been cool. He, oh, he wow. doesn't like me. Shocker. French Rider doesn't and like me. He Kenny does Watson. not like me, and I really don't like him. Um, I'm trying to think of like a, a decent story. Can you talk a little quieter? Kenny's, Kenny's thinking. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you how the Steve whole thing started. Yeah, how did it start? Okay, well. Deegan. No, way before that, <laughs> after that. I mean, I, I was. I think it was I when Ivan first rode for Suzuki. I think it was in '06. Um, I was with Ivan, and it was me and Ivan, and we were walking back to our rental car. But early in the day, it was Boniface and these two other French guys, and I don't know who the other guys were. One guy was like a jet ski racer from France, kind of a, a well-known guy, I think. And Le Victor Sheldon. No, I don't know who it was, but they were walking. They were walking like. The races were about to start, and I was walking back to the tent, and I was doing something, looking down, and they were walking, and I seen these three guys walking towards me. So I walked all the way up against where the the um, fence, not the fence, but it was the where the skirts were against the tent in front of the Suzuki tent, and I was walking, and they were a good five feet away from me. And then I look up, and all three of them are walking like right in front of me, and there was nowhere for me to go, and I wasn't about to stop, so I just kept walking. And one of the guys, like, threw a shoulder into me. Wow. like, And he turned around, and he looked at me, bleh, 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 and I said, what? <laughs> and I just lost it. That's French. And, dude, it was right in front of the Suzuki truck. Oh, yeah, and yeah. I was Ivan's goggle guy, and I just lost it. And I just started, I'll fight all three of you. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> and I was, like, pissed. And they were just like, bleh, bleh. so this big thing started, and Ivan and Dr. G were there. They are like, dude, calm down. So they all go down to the tunnel, and I'm standing <laughs> down at the tunnel, and Volomin says, hey, what? Hey, what what happened? You know, blah blah blah. And I'm like, dude, those guys are idiots. You know, one thing right. led to the next. So he and they're just like, oh, those guys are gonna find you after the race. I'm like, fine, find them, bring them. You know. So I told Ivan that, and Ivan had a bad race. He was pissed, and we were walking to the rental car after the race, and we're walking across the parking lot. No, and you didn't. Ivan has his gear bag, and the dudes come behind us in a rental car and pulled the e-brake behind us, and scared the shit out of us. Right. I was so pissed, I picked up Ivan's gear bag, and I freaking threw it at the car, and it went into the windshield and cracked the windshield, and I would freaking, I jumped on their hood. I was like, come on, and they were like looking at me like, oh, my what God. Is this B.A. Baracus? Yeah, like that was it. So from that day on, like Boniface and me weren't cool, 
And one time, like, we were in an airport, and he was with his dad, and him and his dad kept staring at me, and that's, and that's when I was kind of doing with the Tyler Evans deal, and Tyler was with me, and the dad was looking at me, like, taking a knife like he's going to slip my what? throat. Yeah, in the airport. Come on. I, God is my witness. So I get on the airplane. We were flying, like, uh, Alaskan Airlines, and I sit down in my seat, and there was two seats open next to me. Who had the two seats? No. Yes. They get on the plane, and they wouldn't do it. They wouldn't sit next to me, so they sat in another seat, and they keep looking back at me, and the dad's like this, going like going like this. Really? On the, yeah. So Evans comes up to me. He goes, dude, when we get off the airplane, I told Boniface, we're going to meet him at the baggage claim, and we're going for it. I'm like, no problem, no problem. Dude, <laughs> they literally got off and boogied. They ran. So, dude, just like, like World War II. So I tried to let it go with Boniface, you know what I mean? But, dude, right. every time I see him, I just, like, cringe, man. I'm just wow. like, Ew. but you know what? I know the dude got seriously injured. And I felt bad for the dude. I really did. When he got hurt in Bercy, I was like, oh, man, that sucks. That yeah, really sucks really that hurt. he got hurt riding. I'd rather right. have him get beat down than that happen to a guy. <laughs> but you know, this is the same thing. You could go fight a kid that races motocross, and you could beat him to a pulp. But you know what? It doesn't hurt worse than crashing on a dirt bike. So it's like think twice before you fight some kid that races motorcycles because you could beat him up, and they're still going to keep coming. Yeah, uh, can you imagine the Tedesco in a fight? He probably just brawled you till he died. Dude, don't even talk to him. that guy. Thinks he's the baddest dude ever. Uh, Tedesco, you, he'll he'll tell you all the time. He could take anybody. Two week, four weeks Olympics. Oh, four years. He, MMA, four years. He says if he was like six feet and over, he'd be an MMA fighter, and he can beat Brock Lesnar, <laughs> no problem. That's if he has a couple. I drinks like these and... Tedesco stories. Uh, second name, Kenny's corner, Seth Enslow. Seth what do you or... got? What do you got about that guy? Dude, I, I just remember the, the jump at Sinkmar's house. And, you know, we were all trying to talk him out of it because it was windy. And he, when he got hurt and... Is that when he messed his face up? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, it was, that was probably one of the gnarliest things I've ever seen, you know. And, like, we were always like, Seth, you don't have to do this. You don't have to prove nothing to no one. Yeah, yeah. And he, was the t- he is, still is the type of guy that... You know, he he will go for it. He he does not fear death. He doesn't fear getting hurt. And once he thinks he has something in his head he could pull, he could pull it. And when after he crashed, he was screaming and yelling. And by the time they got him in the ambulance, you know, he was pissed that that happened. He said there's no way, you know, that he should have got hurt like that. Mm-hmm. And I was with Sinkmeyers, and Sinkmeyer was like, man, if he would have hit his brake and corrected himself and slowed himself down, he wouldn't have got hurt. And then afterwards, he was like, he's right. I bonered out. Right, right. Wow. Uh, third name, Kenny's Corner, Buddy Antonis, the Bud Man. Ooh, Bud Man. <laughs> Lost for words. You know, where do I start, Kenny thinks? It's it's crazy because um, I worked, when I worked for Sheik in 96, um, I got let go. Um, yes, that's Scott, Scott, Scott didn't fire me, his George, dad did. Georgie. And it was like his dad was like giving Scott ultimatums, like you either lose him or you don't have nowhere to go home to. So uh, he had to let me go. And him and Buddy were battling for the top privateer award. And it was really weird. There was one race left, and I had to go work for Buddy at Steel City. And roles were changed. All year long, I'm having my guy try to beat this guy. And now I'm on the other side of the fence holding the pit board out for for Buddy and trying to, you know, get him to beat Scott. (laughs) And, uh, dude, it, it. it worked out where he did beat Scott by like one point because Scott DNF'd a moto, the second moto, because mm-hmm. didn't have me working on his bikes and something happened probably. But Georgie, but it was funny. We went to. Uh, can you re- can can, uh, can you be Scotty and I'll be Kenny? Sure. Okay. 
Uh, hey, Scott, um, I, I don't know, man. Your dad really wants me out. Oh, I, I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> you you I, I are just, an awesome mechanic, but it's my father. I mean, dude, I, I don't know. What more can I do for you? You're a top privateer. You know, I, what can you talk to your dad? Okay, well, K-Dab, he's my father, and we've. <laughs> I'm going to go to bat for you with Honda. I'm going to really yeah. try to get you, you a job. Can you get me a Honda? I think so. Okay. All right. Well, then hopefully we can make this work. I'm sorry about my green hair and my pink hair. Oh, it's okay, K-Dub. All right. Fantastic. Dude, that's so funny. Uh, uh, all right. Let's, we got some calls, Tits? Yes, sir. Yeah, hey, let me tell you about what happened. We went, oh. When I was with Budman, we went to – they remember – I don't know if everyone remembers. They had the Mexican Supercross yeah, Series. Yeah, yeah, And the first round was in San Antonio at the – It's the Mexican Supercross Series. Yeah, but but you left – we left there yeah. and hopped on a bus and went across the border. And uh, – Budman was. I was in, supposed to do that series until I got fired. Budman was in third, and I was on cloud nine. What do you think happened? Clutch lever fell off. Better, the seat fell off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude, like, hey, Budman. <laughs> hey, but and Bud was cool. He's like, oh, dude, it's not your fault. They 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 had a problem with the seat coming off. I'm all, how could it not be my fault, dude? <laughs> right the fucking tiny. seat fell off. It just didn't come unbolted from the gas tank. Yeah, yeah The yeah, thing yeah. fell off. Yeah. The guy was riding on the airbox for the last two laps. There's two bolts that hold it together. He was trying to make me feel better because he, but uh, right. We went to uh, Mexico and had a good race. Nash. Yes, gentlemen. How are you? I'm well. Well, good. A lot of action on the show tonight. Tried to call a little earlier because I oh, had a dude. question for hey, little D. The lines were lit up while we were giving something more free. So it was buried. I mean, you need a shovel to get through to, onto this phone. Well, if we weren't, if Kenny wasn't so cheap and let us spend some of the show's money, we could have got a twelve line system. But no way, no way. We need. I need to get paid to do this freaking show. Just twelve calls oh, has hey. been. So what does it really matter? <laughs> uh, what's up, Nash? I got uh, a question for Kenny, genuinely. Uh, on the main event, Kenny, right when IT was coming through the first turn, uh, it looked like he was rubbing with short a little bit and that the commentators actually said something about it. To me, it looked very minor and nothing to talk about. But since we have you here on the show, and it was mentioned on national TV or speed. What, what I don't get, what, sorry to interrupt you, what I don't get is uh, your buddy RC continually mm. – Throw Shorty mm. under the bus for dirty riding. Blows cleans out Brown, okay, which is fine. I'm okay with it. And RC's like, Robin's racing. Robin's racing. Meanwhile, Short kind of hits IT and he Can goes. Can I tell you something about uh, this? Right. Is, this is what the deal is with Short. I wish RC would stop. I wish, I wish that I don't know. I don't really, I don't watch the races live. I mean, even, I don't even. What about research for the show? Uh, you know what? I, I do my research when I'm at the track, and I and I get my knowledge there. But what I'm trying to say is, it, it started in the heat race. Um, if you go back and watch the heat race, watch the second mm -hmm. corner after the start. They go left and they go through that rhythm section. There's a right hander. Ivan mm -hmm. is is totally clean and short rollerballs him, gives him the bump. Then Ivan has to roll that next section, and he came out in fourth. That's why short was in front ball. of him. Rollerball so. Mm. I came back and was pissed, and he says, "I will. I owe him one." <laughs> we I all know him. Justin Brayton. <laughs> but the thing is, they grew up racing together, and a lot of people that grew up—if you could ask people that come from Colorado—short mm -hmm. is like that clean cut everyone loves. But for, he has a bad rap among the riders of being a dirty rider. I don't think he's dirty. Uh, that's your opinion. You don't race, Steve. You, I used to race. I got four Manitoba titles. Dude, you don't oh. race, dude. You eat. I'll show you. And my, that's fine. I'll show you my four titles. I don't think they count. 
I don't. But that's Whatever. what the deal is with them. And and you know what? Short and and short knew it, and there was nothing said to Ivan. And I guarantee you, there's going to be. It's crazy too because Ivan's old mechanic Frankie works for Short. And that's short, true. I never thought and of that. Ivan, yeah, yeah. And Ivan and Frankie knows the rival that those guys have right. always had. Right. So Frankie's on the he's yeah. role playing on the other side. Yeah, Big, Big Mac. Mac is like doesn't really know what's going on. You so. called him Big Mac this weekend. He yeah, was not happy with that, I he know. told me. <laughs> so it's it's just a weird deal, but you know what? It's it's tough out there right hey, now. Shorts or dress, whatever. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. Well hey, and IT's a level headed guy. You constantly hear that through and through from what you share, Kenny. Well, I mean he's a class act. One thing for mm-hmm. sure is Ivan is not as aggressive as short. There's no way. And Ivan's the type of rider, you ride him clean, he'll yeah, ride yeah. you clean. But if you do him dirty, you're getting it returned. And he said that. He'll say that to anybody. Right, right. Ivan is mm-hmm. not <laughs> Justin a dirty. Justin had to wait 10 rounds. but <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And he, Ivan will get you back. Uh, uh, you know, if you ask Ivan, he still probably thinks he owes Michael Essie one. Oh, that was I, – I, I remember seeing that as we all did. And IT being like, dude, what are you doing? I thought IT handled, handled that perfectly. Yeah. He did. He, he did. was um, legend. Legend uh, for that. All right, Nash, anything else? Uh, two real very quick things. How's Button doing? And, I mean, he looked great. I saw him do a little cameo thing in a Dirt Shark video in regards to his ride from California to, to uh, Florida. Has anybody heard anything? Yeah, in he's, terms of- he's golden. He's leaving the, the day after San Diego. Milesformiracles.com? Yeah, he's doing killer. He's, he's on it. He's been is- training. And he's doing um, Corey... Uh, one of his old buddies is coming out with him, and that's going to be a good deal. Button's going to pull it, man. They, they, I was pretty amazed. He told me the whole route, and yeah. they have like a full, you know, motorhome, and you know, the whole deal trailing them. They got like five cars with the flashers, and they're going to do like media in every major city. So it's going to be a good one. He's going to race some dough. Cool. I th- it's pretty neat. And the, I mean, from again, just seeing him in the video, the guy looked good. Last question, Steve. I got to put you on the spot, and I'm hanging up. When will the factory fill? podcast occur i've left Dude. subliminal messages on the answering machine i hate to call you out on the show no I'm, I'm I, got no, I need to do it i need to do it i need to do a few of them you know what i'm gonna do you know i'm supposed to podcast tomorrow i don't really give a shit but ryan you know. dungy no, call me ryan this dungy. Is, I, I yeah. okay this is what i'm what? gonna do i'm gonna pull out money out of my wallet mm-hmm. and i'm gonna get filth to sit right here I'm going to fly him out out of my pocket Please. to have him come and be a guest in studio. Really? I'm going to hit him up. That'd be pretty cool. Kenny, cool. I would be forever indebted as a fan of mid-90s motocross because I really don't think anybody encapsulates it like Factory Phil. Yep. That's a legend. Oh, dude, He's yeah. a legend. Factory Phil is the guy. And you know what's crazy? A lot of people don't know this, but Damon Bradshaw used to be Factory Phil's one of his best friends. And Damon Bradshaw used to live in Cherry Valley at Phil Lawrence's house. So they got some good, they got some good, good Phil. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Phil seems anti-Damon Bradshaw. No, Phil has some great, great stories about that whole deal. Great stories. Steve, Steve, when when Kenny came on the show, this is the kind of resource that's untapped. It was like an oil well up in Alaska. You just never really know. No, I know. I know. know. They just keep coming. I mean, he's insane. I wish you would crack open a can of Red Bull every now and then. Oh, oh my shit. God. But, uh, oh, my God. Gents, have a great, have a great show. Bowl. Thanks for Red doing what you're doing. Hey, I asked Lindsay about that, too, when he was doing that thing. I go, are you going to crack open a Red Bull before you do this interview? He goes, I wish I could. I'm on did. <laughs> hey, Dan? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, what's up? Thanks for waiting so long, man. Appreciate it. Nope. No problem. I'm sitting here feeding my kid. Right on, Jeez. man. 
watching Wubsy. <laughs> What's up? What's Wubsy? Not much. Actually, I got to listen to Nash ask all my questions. I was wondering if Kenny was was um, teaching him <laughs> old school style. I was out of my seat for blows, and um, it just um, it's, I'm wondering what's going on. Your riders are just knocking people around. That's good. It's better than getting knocked around like it has been. I mean, Ivan, Ivan, I, like I said earlier, Ivan's get Ivan's returning the favors. He's not the first guy riding dirty, or I'm, I shouldn't say riding dirty, but getting bumped, and he just. Doesn't, he's not going to be pushed around. And Blos had to do what he had to do to get into that main. The track, he wasn't making up much ground, and he had to do what he had to do, man. And, I, and, I, and I'm telling Blos, you need to use your size for your advantage. You know, I, I, that's one thing I've always, you know, believed in. If you're a bigger guy on a bike and you're going to go into the first turn, lean on some people because they're going to lean on you. Absolutely. I was just out of my seat screaming for him. And I saw when he was, I mean, Jared left the door wide open there when he ran wide after the triple there. And it was Blos's only shot. It was it was perfect. And um, yeah, like I said, I'm writing, I'm writing for LPMotocross.com now, Kenny. And I, I wrote about that and sent Chris over the article. Oh, cool. <laughs> he loved it. Uh, I wrote you, all about you, the LCQ. Where are you from? This is Danny Lamb. Oh, hey, yeah, right on, Danny. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, like I said, short of short of uh, shooting a dude, last lap LCQ to get in the main event, almost anything goes, man. I mean, you know, really. Um, but yeah, Dan, I read some of your stuff. It's good. Keep it Thanks. up. Thanks. Have you guys noticed though that in the last, in the last, I don't know, five years? I mean, the LCQ used to be like that every time. Yeah. For and sure. lately, it doesn't seem like it's like that anymore. People are just letting it go, and there there used to always be a last corner stuff in the LCQ for that last spot. Yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with you know the rules and regulations, how they're like try, they're 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 throwing out there to the riders, and the riders mean that they're going to get fined and you know all this bullshit yeah. if they ride dirty. So I think a lot of these guys are like scared to to really let it go. But dude, I mean, you're one hundred percent correct. Dude, back in the day, they would go for it. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, Dan. Thanks, yeah. man. Thanks, Dan. Keep hey, the good Steve, work. Bud. Thanks for the compliment too, man. Yeah, just uh, maybe don't ride so good because you'll have my job. So <laughs> stop it. <laughs> Thanks, man. Well, hey, wh- wh- where can people check it out? LPMotocross.com? LarryPaulMotocross.com, and you can follow me at, at DanDunes818 if you want to check anything out. There you go. All right, man. Thanks, thanks a lot. Yep, thanks. Always said Pulp MX is, is everybody's site, except if you write really good or talk really good, then F off. Uh, hey, we got some listener voicemail that actually I'd like to get to. Some of them are pretty funny. And uh, Kenny, are you down with that? Yeah, let's go. Right. Any more callers or we're done? No, no more callers right now. If you no. want to call in, you can. 702-586-PULP. Or Kenny will tell you to go hang yourself. Whatever. Uh, all right, let's do it. Hey, I'm just calling in with some of my own observations. Um, used to be you start off a show, hey, I'm here with my buddy Kenny, and Kenny would say, you're not my buddy. Well, not only has he stopped saying that, I'm pretty sure on last night's show he said, I'm sitting here with my friends. You're so special. I don't think he uh, goes out on too far there. I'm sure next week he'll, he'll throw you in the dirt. Oh, and Kenny, uh, buddies. Tony Alessi. Gold. Every show. Call him up. Give him five minutes to let him rant. What's eating Steve? Nothing compared to what's eating Tony. He is direct and insane tense. Give it to him. That's what we want. Bye. Uh, We did try to call Tony tonight, actually, uh, to get his take on the races. Um, And uh, it it didn't. uh, He went to voicemail. But we'll. Maybe we'll. You want to try again? Yeah, give, try him again. Let's try to let's call, try to call Tony again. All right, let's try to call. Before you do that, let's hit. Uh, let's listen to the rest of the messages. Hey, did anyone from the whoever it is, Steed or, or the 
who put the show on, when they're on the stage, on the podium, talking, no one could understand a freaking thing they were saying. I was walking around the stadium asking people, can you understand what they're saying? Nobody could. So, like, the idiot girl's on the stand interviewing a writer, and she's looking at the crowd, and I think she was saying, let's have a hand, and everybody's going, what, what? She's going, come on, clap. I mean, don't these idiots have somebody give them a little feedback? You couldn't hear shit. Anyways, that's my big irritation from that race. There you go. Someone in the chat room just hey, posted Steve that. Hey, Kenny. This is Jeff calling from Meadville, Pennsylvania. Just listened to last week's show on the podcast, and it was definitely one of your best ever. Um, best your guest, ever. Ken Roxon. That kid's awesome. He's so full of enthusiasm. And uh, I was cracking up. Did you meet Ken Roxon this weekend? I did meet him. I did he get you a jersey? No, I, I, I forgot. But you met him? Yeah. How'd it go? Like cool. you were like, hey, I'm Kenny from the show? Or? Yeah, I said, hey, I just want to thank you for getting on the show. And he goes, I know who you are. I know who you are. Thank you. Thank you. That was so fun. It was so fun. Yeah. It was so fun. Uh, he was a cool kid, huh? Yeah, good kid. It was funny. Watch him try to ride a skateboard, like to be like a U.S. kid, like uh -huh. skating down. He was like all squirrely yeah. on the skateboard. He was trying to fall up. He was trying to throw a football with Big Mac. He didn't have much skill in that either. Yeah. I've I seen him with a soccer ball. The kid has skills with a soccer ball. Yeah, I imagine that, right? Yeah. European kid. Uh, I got a lot of emails and texts and stuff from the weekend. Uh, this show's catching on for sure. More and more of the industry are listening to yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to be able to get a lesson because there's, there's some stuff in the chat room saying that he can't talk about it. It's legal. No, they don't know. They don't. I'm just telling you what's going on. Uh, hey, Tits, hit play on the, on the thing. Let's listen to the rest of these voicemails. Tits, hit play on the thing. When the guy called, they were talking to each other in German. That was hilarious. Dean Wilson, another one. He's a good guest. He's funny. I love it when he tried to do the uh, redneck voice. Great. And uh, Chad Reed, I'm really surprised, you know, as I get to know him through uh, interviews like you guys have. I wasn't a big fan of Reed in the past, but through listening to him. Yeah, another uh, guy Reed like is one over. I've become a big fan of his. We need more guys like that in the sport. I wish that these guys like uh, Stewart and Dungey could see that it's important to uh, let people see who you are other than just seeing the racer on the weekends. It's nice to get to know these guys' personalities like Will Hahn. He's a great kid. Anyways, keep up the good work. Uh, you guys' show has been awesome. And uh, thanks for bringing it to us. See ya. Yeah, thank you for hey listening. Hey, guys, this is the factory pilot from Vital. I uh, just wanted to make a comment on uh, all the hater aid that's been uh, going around about the H&H &H Dodge Kawasaki team. Uh, Kenny, you're doing a, a great job, man. I know you've been around long enough that you know not to listen to these haters or or uh, put any, uh, take a grain of, you know, take, Take what they say with a grain of salt. Um, you've got an amazing program going on right now. I'm so stoked on the way your guys rode. Uh, you know, there's always room for improvement, but they belong in the front, uh, especially hot sauce. There's definitely hot sauce left in the bottle, and I, I fully agree with what you say. If he can run up there for four or five laps, no reason he can't run up there for the rest of the race. So keep doing what you do, man. you got a legit program, and uh, you guys, the only direction you're going to go is up. So... Uh, keep up the good work, and thanks right. for getting back to weekly shows. Right now, Kenny is uh, right now. Hey, Matt, Kenny is uh, negotiating with Tony Lessing. Work, so I gotta be quick before I get fired. But how about Chris Bloth? First of all, this weekend, smashing his way to the main—that was sweet. Um, I'm a new fan. And did anybody see Wyndham's crash? 
knocked him out of the race, but Gnarly. I never saw it. Must have been pretty good, but and then uh, Roxon, what happened to him? Got carted off, lifted off the track, but then I never heard what happened to him. Is he good to go? I don't know. Anyway, love your guys' show. Adios. Yeah, what's up, Steve and uh, Kenny? This is Gondo976. Uh, just wanted to have a question about uh, the podcast you had last week with, uh, or right after the Phoenix race with Reed. He said something about um, trash control bikes, but then he also said, well, we've had assisted bikes last five with Suzuki. What exactly does the assisted, what exactly is that, the assistance on the bike? Uh, with the samples, we're going to have a um, at least a, a four-inch thick sample. Um, we're going to have a half of it groomed. We will show a tool joint. Um, <laughs> what is that, tits? Sorry, those are work notes. <laughs> hey, let's go. We got what? him on the line. We got Tony Alessi. Tony Alessi. Right. Tony. Tony, it's, hey. it's Kenny. I know that you weren't at the race. I really know you, you don't really know what happened. But I just want to talk about the boys' weekend. How pumped were you to see Jeff in the main? Oh, Jeff did good. He got in the main. He, uh, I knew it, though. I mean, I, I think I told everybody, like, he was riding pretty good for his 18 minutes of riding during the week. And he rode really <laughs> good. And uh, I thought that, um, thought that he was going to make the main this week. Right on. What about the, uh, what about the other guy, Your, the, the, um, the 800? Nah, he, well, obviously, remember that Mike is um, – Signed up to race motocross only. He's doing supercross because they asked. You know what I'm saying? Not because it was like in his deal to do. So he's remember he didn't race supercross last year, and I'm not trying to make excuses, but obviously he's improving. You know, last week he qualified better by seven, six, seven places than the week before. And I think his heat race, he got a good start, and he was running about fourth with Chad. And I think he would have finished right there, fourth or fifth, which would have been an improvement. But obviously crashed in that sand section or whatever. And, uh, and so, you know, that kind of was a big setback, you know, for him. And, and, uh, but, I mean, I thought that I saw improvement. I think what I could tell just Holy. on paper, obviously I wasn't there, but I saw improvement, you know, on uh, paper. Is he all right? This is Mathis. Is he okay? Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, he okay. got a little banged up, but you know how that works. You get banged mm-hmm. up. It's hard. It's hard to, like, you know, keep racing when you're, like, do a big crash, you know? It's hard. But he did. He went to the LCQ, and, you know, he got a, a bad start in the LCQ, and I think he was fifth or something. You know, hey, but, have you talked to the boys after the weekend, both of them, Jeff and Mike? Um, I haven't yet even seen Jeff. So, I mean, he called me today, and uh, he was like, what time are we riding tomorrow? And I said 10. He said it would be okay if I come at 1. So <laughs> that's all I know. That's all I heard from him. So he's going to be 10 three hours late tomorrow to practice. but uh, And uh, I did see Mike, and he was up really early this morning, like 6.30 in the morning running. So so I know that he was up, like, like I, I leave for work to go to the shop and do the tracks and stuff. I leave at 7. And so he was already coming back from a run when I was getting in the truck. So Nice. Wow. Hey, are you bowling? How's that going? Yeah, I am. Yeah, we're bowling. How's your we're score? Bowling. How's your score? Uh. I was 141. I don't know if that's good or bad, but that was my number. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. Who are you bowling with? You got some girls with you, Tony? Because you always have little, <laughs> um, little trailers I, I, with you. I actually do. I have um, two ladies, and um, I have uh, Mike is here with his girlfriend, Danielle, and Jason Langford is here. Can, so, you ask, can you ask Mike how his vision was on the weekend? Vision? Yes, yeah, goggle uh, vision. Hey, Mike, 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 how was your goggle vision this week? said it was very good. Ah, fantastic. Yeah, that's awesome. Check him out, xbrand.com. <laughs> 
Hey, Tony, as I, I know this is like kind of a sore subject with everybody right now, and I know you weren't there, and I know, I don't know if you've seen or anything, but you, I mean, do you think any of this stuff is rolled over with uh, all this bullshit with, with Mike from Grant to, to Jeffrey? Because there were some people running around saying that, that Jeffrey was running around, you know, in the, in the KTM pits telling Mike he, he got him. Is that is that bullshit you know, or what? I really, really doubt that because um, I know that after the Colorado incident that took place, and then obviously, you know, I had Josh Grant's dad calling me after that saying, hey, don't, you know, tell Jeff not to do anything to Josh and blah, blah, blah. And I told Jeff, dude, don't do anything to that kid because you don't, whatever you do is what you're going to get. You know what I'm saying? So you're going to get that back. And so Jeff never messed with that guy the rest of that motocross series. And he had opportunities, and he didn't do anything. So the only thing I can, and again, I haven't talked to Jeff yet because he he just basically called me and said, hey, what time is practice tomorrow? I said, 10. He says, is it okay if I be there at 1? I said, yes. And that was all we really talked about. And so my guess would be Jeff wouldn't have done anything to him that would have created his own bad luck in return. So obviously Jeff didn't get hurt and he didn't crash, so obviously he didn't have any... Um, any intent, you know what I'm saying? Like, if your intention is to hurt somebody or crash somebody out, then that's what you get back. So, obviously, there was none of that intent. So, that's I don't like know. Uni- that's what, I don't is know what is that, is that I have what, no idea. Is but, that what you're talking about when you said the universe will get you? Well, it, it, what it basically is, is, and people need to learn it, how it works. Like, what, what your intentions are to do is what will come back to you. So, if you have good intentions, you get good back. If you have bad intentions, then you usually get bad back. So, I mean, I don't know what happened to Josh, but if, if something happened to him or he crashed out, it probably means that somewhere during that moto, he had bad intentions to do something bad to somebody, if it was Jeff or somebody else. That's the and universe. It's called karma. He, he clearly must have got it back. You know, it would be my only guess. And if Jeff didn't have anything happen to him, then his intentions were correct. I think if you're going to go to any race all year, that you need to be there with Jeffrey because you know he has a meeting with the AMA. When's that? Ah, uh, that's just uh, it's it's. I guess he has to meet with them on Friday, and okay. and and uh and the FIM. So I think the rumor is on the street is that they're going to take action. So I think you need to study up on it and and get there for your kid. Okay. Well, I think that that's what he has an agent for, but you know. Yeah, but I think his agent's more about getting laid than representing his guys and being that guy. Wow. You think? Who's his agent? How's that? I don't know. I'm just yeah. talking out of my ass. Isn't <laughs> I think you are because the guy's married and he's a good guy. <laughs> I'm just just, welcome to Watson's I'm world. Just, I'm just talking shit, dude. Hey, Tony, we'll let you get back to your bowling. Thank you, as usual, for coming on, setting the record straight, giving us your side of things, and uh, filling us in on everything. So. Hey, Tony, do you, have a, ah. do you have a problem if we call you, you know, once in a while just to give your updates? Because uh, I really enjoy you being on the show because you keep it real. No, I'm good. Anytime. You know, like I said, uh, I'm, uh, I'm there to tell you whatever I know, when I know. I mean, I'm just happy that we can go riding tomorrow, and that's what I'm happy about. The track's going to be good. You know how that is. You got your track on and stuff, and I think there's a lot of good guys coming to ride tomorrow, So, and it's been warm. You know, it's been warm up here, so it's yeah. awesome. Cool. I'm excited. I'm excited for tomorrow. All right, Tony. Well, thanks for taking our call, buddy. All right. See ya, Kenny. Later, thanks. buddy. See ya, Steve. Bye. Later. Bye, Tony. I don't know how to take that, like... You know, I, I I watched it, and I like I say, uh, I know I mean, Tony. W- I know I know Tony and Jeff very very well, and I know Michael very well, and I know that whole family, and I know the Grants, and I know Josh, and that whole karma shit. I don't buy. <laughs> I don't buy that at all. But that's Tony's opinion, hey, just whatever. like my opinion. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I I don't know what to think, but I think I, I that think brutal. video speaks for itself. That's Thank all you. I can say. Thank you.
Uh, do we know who's online too? Uh, no, that's the person who called. Uh, Tits, you got to get this stuff figured out. You're the call hey, screener. Give me some time, and I will do my best. And I'm sorry. Kenny, should we fire him? Uh, let's see who the caller is first. <laughs> Why should that matter? <laughs> Pulp MX Show, you're on the air. Am I on? Yeah. Oh, nice. What's going on, guys? This is Henry calling in from uh, California, doing uh, everything I can do to not write this English paper, just listening to you guys. So yeah, well, really appreciate I mean, if you that. Don't, if you don't write that English um, paper, you'll end up like Kenny and I. Hey, let me tell you something. <laughs> you have you have decisions you can make on your own. You cannot write it if you don't want to. Nothing's going to happen. The sun's still going to rise tomorrow. Wow. So if you want to fucking say, screw that paper, fuck it. Regular, yeah, no, regular Tony Robbins here. Morning, so. <laughs> Two quick questions there for you guys. Um, hey, the new DC gear that came out, you guys know anything about that? I saw MC had it at A1. Um, and that, is that the stuff Travis has been running since, like, X Games? With, like, no logos? Do you guys know anything about that? I think Travis was running Thor or Fox with no logos just because it wasn't ready. Or I, you know, I didn't even see the gear. Did you see it, Kenny? I have not seen it. I don't know anything about it. I saw pictures. It. it looked pretty good. Did it? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure yeah, what, no, what Pastrana yeah, was wearing. But. Obviously, DC Shoes is $8 bajillion a year company, but why do you want to get into moto gear, you know? They're, well, they're owned by Quicksilver. No, I know. I don't think you do because you wouldn't ask that question if you did. Okay, tell me how owning Quicksilver makes sense to get in the moto gear market. Thank you. Because I think 90%, <laughs> I, I would say 75% of the moto gear companies out there, um, stuff really doesn't look as cool as it used to be. And I think that okay. it could be they think that there's a market for it, and why wouldn't they do it? So that's that's my input on it. All right. What else well, didn't one of those types of companies buy out, like, militia? And I don't know. I could see maybe wanting to get into it, but... The other question, Kenny, I was just seeing, uh, how's Hill doing? Is there a timetable at all? Or? Uh, Hill's doing good, man. He's, his spirits are super good. He just got a bike uh, a week ago, so he's doing a lot of trail riding behind his house. And, you know, we have no timetable on him. He is, we're just, we, we signed him for two years. So um, we're not expecting anything. Um, if he does come back, ride on. If he doesn't, it's okay, too. Um, he's coming back on his terms, and when he's ready, we're not pushing him. So that's the deal with Josh. Awesome, man. Well, hey, keep keep doing what you guys are doing. I really uh, like the effort I see out there and rooting for Ivan when he's pulling those whole shots. So, yeah. well, luck this season, guys. Hey, Henry, can you imagine how good they do if they had a real team manager? So they'd probably win. Uh, I don't know. You do it. So, I mean, that doesn't sound like a bad idea sitting up there in the box drinking cocktails. I guess you don't have to smell the coster, huh? Hey, yeah. The, <laughs> you, what, have you been around him before? Well, you got two of them up there now, too. There's another Euro team manager right, that's guys, out there that doesn't smell get going, too good. Thanks, thanks again for taking my call, guys. Appreciate it. All right, thank you. Thanks, bud. Yeah, I I didn't get that. I don't know who it is, but um. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Hey, uh, it's time for the everyone's fag- favorite segment. What's that? We're going home. Oh, the X Spray Goggles Tear Off Segment, where timing is everything. Hey, you heard Mikey's vision. X Spray Goggles, the result fine. of 25 years of goggle technology. You saw Mike, 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 uh, Matt Bonney's goggles. You see yep. Mike Alessi say his vision was good. What more do you need, Kenny? Proof is in the product. Thank you. Thank you. 15 seconds or less. Watson has to give us his, uh, his take on it, his answer in 15 seconds or less. Usually he's pretty good at this kind of stuff. So, Kenny, first question I got for you. Will Chad Reed, Chad Reed win a race this year? Yes. 
All right. Next question, Kenny. What would you do if Jeff Alessi wrote for you and you saw that on video? Congratulate him. Yell at him. Give him a high five. Uh, first, I would ask him uh, what happened. And um, and then if he said it was an accident, I would have to back him until I'd seen the video. Um, but it would just matter his actions when he got back to the truck. If he was pumped, if he felt bad, that's a really tough call to make. Um, if it was my, if it was Jeff Alessi or Ivan Tedesco, that would do something like that. Um, you know, if people can say what they want, but you're not never going to know. Thirty-one seconds—that might be a long. Hey, have you ever had to do that to a guy? Like, is there, have you? I mean, I know you're this badass Moto Triple X team manager and all that, but uh, did you uh, ever have anything like that? I, I can't remember. I don't think so. All right. What's that, Tits? Oh. Well, we're doing the X-Men goggles set. All right, Kenny, take the call. I'll take this other call. What? Take the call. No, I'll, you take his call. Who is it, Tony? Yeah. He's calling back again? He wants to talk to you. And just and make sure you throw the headset on the ground, too, so it comes through everybody hears it. John? Yeah. What's up? Yo, I have a question for Kenny about what he's going to do over the summer for this free ride tour. What is it all about? What is he doing? Where is he going? Is he going to go to local tracks and ride around with people, or is he going to go free riding sure. out in the hills? What is it all about? I don't even know what you're talking about, but right now Kenny is arguing with Tony on the phone off the air. Um, well, er earlier in the show he was talking about how Josh, he was telling Josh oh, Grant to come yeah. hang out with him on his free ride tour or whatever during the summer, during the Nationals, instead of racing them. And you said, I think you have to race Nationals since he rides for Factory Honda. No, no. Well, Kenny's full of shit. Just like he's going to quit the show. Just like we're going to Sirius Radio. I think he just made that up. I believe Kenny will be at the, at the Palms in the cabana this summer soaking things up. <laughs> that would not surprise me I at mean, all. I don't think he was serious. Hey, Kenny. Do you have a free ride tour for reals coming on? Do you have a free ride tour this summer for real? Oh, he does. I don't know. I don't know, John. You want to hold on? We, we he can answer that for for you. For sure. All right. Well, um, well, I'm gonna put you on hold. All right. All right. All right. All right, Kenny. Still uh, on the phone with Tony Leslie. Hey, tits. Fifteen seconds or less. Are you ready? Okay. Go ahead. Here's the third question that I was gonna ask Kenny. Okay. Do you like Tits Legendary? I love him, without a doubt. 2.7 seconds. But can you ask Kenny that still, since he's coming back right now? I, w I want his answer. Hey, what did Tony want? Personal. Okay, personal. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Okay. I can't reveal that. All right, fantastic. Uh, John wants to know about your free ride tour. John, you there? Yeah. What's up, man? What's up? Kenny's back. Yo, Kenny, what's the free ride tour that you're doing this summer? What's that all about? What's it going to be? Can you talk about it or no? Uh, I could talk about it. It's not really a free ride tour. It's just it's just about what Hart and Huntington does over the summer, from free riding, from going to the river, to going to NASCAR races, to I really doing promotional that up. stuff with yeah. Dodge. And we're, we're, we're in the works of putting it together. Where, where are you at? Uh, I'm in Phoenix. Phoenix AZ. Well, that's probably going to be one of our stops. How much, you want really to bet, cool. how much do you want to bet if John said he was from uh, Tupelo, Indiana? <laughs> Kenny would have said that we sounds like one there of our spots. We would go there, too. <laughs> no, Hart and Huntington, we do. I mean, I don't know if you're into the truck racing or whatever, but we, we try to brand the H&H &H, um, product pretty solid. Like, we did a big after party at uh, Firehouse in Scottsdale 
on Saturday night. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, know, yeah. We do, like, every time we have a truck race, we do, like, a signings at a Dillard's or something like that. And, you know, Kerry just got done filming the new show called Burnout. It's going to be on MTV, too. And he filmed that out at Speed World. So, yeah, you know, I was there for that. Okay. So, you know what's going on. We, we try to, you know, give back to pretty much, you know, much, you know, communities that we can. We have a sound effect for snoring. And I'll get one next Thank week. you. See what I got to deal with? These guys are freaking idiots on this end of mine. Yes, Steve. Take your ADD medication and start listening to people. Yeah. And and so it's all good. <laughs> but uh, it just I'm sure there'll be a press release behind it if it, if it goes. But I can guarantee you if it does... Um, hey, love you can see, see, it see the wheels turning with the hamster on it, like in his head. You can see it. <laughs> All right, John. Thanks. Sorry, Kenny. I know I'm, these guys are being mean to you right now. It's it's. Don't even worry about it, dude. Thanks for the call. <laughs> All right, later, man. All right. <laughs> Sorry, Kenny. That was kind of jacked. Tits, you too. Don't hey. laugh. Okay. Third question, expert goggle tarot segment. Do you like the addition? of Tits Legendary on the show, and why? No. <laughs> 1.9 seconds. He doesn't like your tits. Look how bummed he is. Dude, he's, he's seriously, really you ruined my whole night. I don't think I'm even going to stick around for the rest of this. Hey, the guy who won the FMF pipe emailed yep. me right now. Yep. He says, I don't, I'm not confident that Tits got my information. Here it is again. Wow, really? Yeah, Brian said I, that. I got it written down. We'll, when Brian, this is done, we will compare my hey, notes hey, compared tits. to what he did. Hey, Tits. Yes, sir. Why don't you just give out his information on the air right now? <laughs> <laughs> Spam his email I'm just and saying, phone. I'm and just all saying, that. the guy didn't feel confident, wow. Tits. You Do you think what? we're going to have hey, someone hey, in how our... How about this? If my information is 100% correct, we don't give him anything. How about we give just it to Tits? Me. How about we give it to yeah, you? Yeah, give it to me. Tits don't have a bike. So what? He can put it no, on eBay. I got a bike. He's got a Honda CRF450. He shares with his brother. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. I never had to share a bike with my brother ever. It's okay. Um, no, I'll get it straight. I was what did Tony want? For I'll, real. I'll say Tits. Tits want? is doing a phenomenal job. Thank you. It, he has definitely, definitely, definitely raised the bar for the show. It's, Thank you. You know what, Kenny? When you kept saying, uh, we got to get a screener, we got to get a screener, I'm kind of like, whatever, dude. Shut up. You know. But you know what? I think you were right. I think it's better. <laughs> what else is new? I shed a single tear hearing you say that, Steve. I want you to know that. What? That you like what I'm doing. Yeah, you're, yeah. Well, whatever. All right, let's go, man. This is whatever. bogging down here. Again? Right. This is a 250 with a fouled plug. X Brand Goggles Tear-Off segment. Check them out on the web, xbrandgoggles.com. Uh, snow goggles, 50% off. Discount code XSNOW. Check them out. Same goggles that Michael Lessie uses uh, to. Uh, Go really fast on the start, xbrand.com, btosports.com. They've been great sponsors of us. Check them out. We gave away a $100 gift certificate this week. We're going to give away probably a few more as we go. Um, please check them out. Use the discount code MATHIS to save yourself 15% on any order over $100. Not Watson, but MATHIS. Keep that in mind, and you'll save yourself money there. Um, kicker, kicker.com, Jason Jones fixing Kenny Watson's uh, stereo right there. At the race. That's incredible. O'Neill. Thank you, O'Neill, for coming on board. Check them out. O'NeillRacewear.com. I probably shouldn't even say it. O'Neill.com, I believe. Uh. Um, JGRMX with the coolest poster holders in the pits, and they are cool. Check them out. If you see Coy, uh, go and make sure you ask him if his dad could give him more money for the races. <laughs> I just love that. That's my favorite story of the day. Um, Kenny, Dodger Stadium this weekend. You got your guys ready? Uh, we will be. Are you testing this week? Uh no, we're just gonna ride the bike. We just gotta ride the bike, get some more time on the bike, and uh-huh. uh, 
What do you got to improve on on the bike? What's what are you looking at? Like, what are the riders saying? Let's do this and this. Ivan told me forks last week. Did you well, get there yet? The, the forks are better. The bike was definitely better this week. We still have a couple things to do, um, but uh, hopefully we will be there. Dude, this guy in the chat room keeps asking about Ryan Mills. What about him? What's he doing now? He'll be riding the East Coast on a 250F. <laughs> what team? Privateer. I don't even know if that's true. Tits, what else we got to do? We wrap everything up? Wrap it up. Uh, Thanks. Unless you want to do a What's Eating Steve, that's all that I'm aware of. Zero chance of that. I'm waiting for Kenny to no, insert the joke. No, 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 no. But what's, I have a segment I want to talk about. It's security guards at the races. Okay. But I, I'm not going, I'm not doing so it. So you did that, you did that last year. I did? Mm-hmm. I don't have a segment anymore. Okay. Uh, thanks to Josh Grant. Thanks to Donnie Emler coming on board. FMFRacing.com on the board, on, on the site. Tits, that means a new commercial for you to insert. Yep. Michael Byrne, PTOSports.com. Michael Byrne, thank you for the song, David. Thank you, Tony Alessi, for coming on out of the blue. That was huh? awesome. Tony's He's a good awesome. guest. Tony's awesome. He's bowling with the ladies, too. Of course. I like how you called him out on that, and you were right. You're like, I know always. you always got some ladies, and he's like, actually, oh. I got two. He always does. Nice. Nice. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Our, our numbers through three weeks have been uh, uh, really, really good. We've been using up a lot of bandwidth, which means it's a lot of people listening. You can check this out on iTunes. You can check this out on the archive, which will be up tomorrow. But if I'm telling you this right now, then why in the hell would you go to the archive and the iTunes? Make sure, obviously, yeah, good point, but make sure you sub- subscribe on iTunes to the podcast. You'll get the stuff earlier. Ish- iTunes is having some issues system-wide, so make sure you subscribe and you'll get it sooner than if you just do a search. Also, if you have something for the news or something that you want to ask Kenny or I, at Tits Legendary on Twitter, yep. sign up. Holla. Just uh, uh, sign up and get him, get it to him, and he will get it to us. Once again, thank you for listening. Thanks to our sponsors. We will see you in Dodger Stadium. Thanks, Kenny. Thank you guys for calling in, supporting the show. Word. That was amazing. You guys changed people's lives tonight. I know. It was so awesome. Yeah, it was awesome compared to bullshit. You know how to cut to the core of me, Baxter. You're so wise. You're like a miniature Buddha covered in hair.